You are watching the vodka stream. What is happening, everybody? Oh, what's going on? All right. Let's get on and huh? Little music right here as the uh the lounge is open. How's everybody doing tonight, huh? Good. Pour yourself a drink. Come on in for some discussions and whatnot. Should be pretty interesting discussions tonight for sure. Jeez. <clears throat> some uh I want to believe type discussions, you know. I got a new toy, guys, so I'm playing with it right now. So leave, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Let me pour my drink here. Getting a little mute. Yeah, cheers, guys. Welcome to Friday. Mm. Ah, good times. Yeah, I did get a new toy. Sadly, it's not up to not not up to par, but it will be soon. What's going on, DC Patriot? It's the weekend. Ready to hear you guys chat it up for sure. Uh, I really like Dave. Aside uh, from his winning personality, Zack Snyder might pop in at any given moment just to say hello. Uh, who could beat that? Exactly, right? Who could beat that? There, I'm just checking the audio. Uh, Dave, do you personally think David Zaslov read the Batflex script and was uh, like, why the fuck aren't we doing this? <laughs> What's that reaction in uh, BVS where he's just like, why haven't I seen this? Why haven't I seen this? That would be pretty sweet. All right, you just use that. Sinfinity, what's going on? Just finished Terrifier. That was a journey. Yeah, see, I'm wondering. I, I guess I should watch the first one at first, obviously, but I don't know. I don't get that. Hey, Bradley, it's been a little bit. All right. <laughs> Interesting. All right, Nate. Let's see. Hey, Dave. Hey, happy Friday. How are you doing in your uh, NFL fantasy league? I'm eight and two. Um, I was, uh, what am I doing? Cause I, I see you guys talking about your guys' fantasy leagues right now. Um, cause I have two of them. I have a family league and then just one I do online with, uh, online people. I'm five and five on my, uh, my family league. And let's see what's happening when it comes to the other league. I could find the freaking app five and five and one. And I'm eight and two in the other, so not too bad. Went on a two-game losing streak in the other, sadly. But everything's all good now because, well, yeah, it's just the way it goes. So we'll see what happens. Seven and three. There you go. Seven and three Dolphins. Two uh, guys a beast. What's going on? What's going on, Ryan? Good to see you. All right. That's, that's who I have in one of my leagues. I have Josh Allen, so that that definitely does help. What's going on, Tyler? Good to see you. We got Mr. Jason McKenzie. What's going on? Ahoy, hoy, Mr. Uh, McKenzie. How's it going? Always good to see you. Yeah, he's a choker. Mm-hmm. All right, so we got uh, Alakazoo. We got Fear Jason here. Okay. Good to see you, buddy. Six and four, huh? Nice. At least you got, you know, you're above 500. That's good. That's good. That's good. Hello, Steph. Good to see you, Miss Nighthawk. How you doing? She's the manager of one of my other teams. Just saying. 
Um, Stephanie T, always good to see you. Happy Friday. Um, let's see. Hmm. Uh, we need a good, we need a good AVP movie. It should be. <laughs> I know. Just follow the game. That's all you got to do is just follow the game. Really, right? <clears throat> now, so what's going on, Tet? Good to see ya. All right. Let's remember when Zack Snyder said uh, he would have uh, directed Dark Knight Returns. Maybe he'd cast Brolin as Batman. Yeah, Brolin's getting up there, though. Brolin is definitely getting up there. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, <clears throat> he might be up there. I mean, he wanted it. He actually wanted, uh, if you actually look, I did a video about it because uh, I remember hearing about it before. He actually wanted Josh Brolin as his BBS Batman for a minute there. So, you know, but yeah, didn't happen. Didn't happen. I wish anti-DC people would go away. Eh, it's not going to be the case. What could he do? You know, just ignore, just ignore. It's not that big of a deal. Really isn't. Scoopy pants looking like a clown defending soups after all the drama. Oh, yeah, I've been seeing some of that drama. Aliens, game over, man, game over. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, Scoopy Pants. I didn't even know. I, I saw the drama, though, when it came to Mr. Soups. Did I even take a drink yet? Hold on. Yeah, cheers, guys. I don't even think I took a drink yet. <laughs> ah, good times. But uh, I saw the, the Soups drama. Oh, that kid. That kid. Well, I mean, is anybody really shocked that he's secretly a psycho? I mean, you know, is anybody really shocked like about that? I'm not. Um, you know, what's funny is, is, uh, you know, when it came to soups, um, I actually got him a screener for Zack Snyder's Justice League. He hit me up because apparently I was the guy to come to because I had so many damn DMs. He hit me up um, to get a screener for Zack Snyder's Justice League. So... I naturally thought, all right, well, you know, he's a big personality. He's got a lot of reach. We need as much people to uh, get eyes on this thing as possible. So I uh, got him a screener for Zack Snyder's Justice League. And then I asked if he wanted to come on the stream to, uh, you know, chat it up for a bit. And he ghosted me. <laughs> uh, of course. Of course he did. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. The guy, uh, that guy is all about his image and... You know, getting all just trying to be as successful as possible and stepping on as many toes as he can. What's going on, Jazz Khan, Josh Khan? What's up, Dave? I'm truck driver in Tra in Travis Snell's neck of the woods in Vancouver, Vancouver, Canada. That's cool. Vox stream going to make the rest of my shift very enjoyable. Always appreciate you and the panel. Well, I appreciate it. You're always awesome. You have Josh Allen too. What? Crazy, Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. All right, so we got Mr. Eric Z here too. Good to see you. Yeah, TGIF right there. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been a little odd, right? Probably, yeah, if he would have got him, probably wouldn't have kissed him. <laughs> that would have been all weird. That and he posted a quick a click bake. Black. Quick bake? Did I just say quick bake? Are we going to have a quick bake right now? Click bait article. About Henry not being signed on for Superman yet. Well, 
you know, there's some things about that. I mean, uh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. But, uh, you know, there's some things about that. There definitely is some things about that when it comes to uh, when it comes to this. Um, I think there's a promise. There's a promise there. But is there I mean, we you would think that we would have heard like already like, oh, he signed up for like a multi picture deal. I think there's a promise, definitely a promise. But I think what the 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 high the the high priority right now is what James Gunn and Peter, Peter Safran are trying to do is trying to create this cohesive, you know, this DC Bible they're trying to do. That's what they're really trying to do. Um, so I think that's, that's top priority right there. That's the top priority. And, you know, so I think that's, uh, that's why we haven't heard anything really about that, but I think they've made Henry a promise for sure. They did. And, you know, they were like, all right, this, you know, we, we're just trying to work things out, but we're going to get you your deal. Everything's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. So, uh, what else we got? He's oh, he's very much. I mean, he's he's young. He's super, super young. And it's it's funny, too, when, uh, you know, if you go to a Harkins, you go to a Harkins theater and sometimes they'll have those like I forgot what they call that, but they'll have like those pre like, oh, yeah, you got uh, Maria Menounos doing like this kind of stuff, talking about movies and blah, blah, blah. I think uh, Greg from uh, Real Rejects has been on one of those where they just kind of talk about movies and blah, 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 talk about that. I remember Soups was actually one of those guys. Um, this was before the Batman came out. So it was like the beginning of the year. I'd see that guy up on the big screen. And if you thought his arms looked very caveman just in pictures, holy shit, you hadn't seen him in the big screen. Yeah, dude's got some crazy caveman arms. He does. Um but, you know, that's not his fault. That's nothing he can handle. But it was just kind of funny because they had him, like, do this. And it was like, dude, they should probably have him put his hand, his arms behind his back. Just saying. No, but it was just kind of funny. I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy. There he is. He's up on the big screen. Yeah, he ghosted me. He ghosted me. Mm. So, yeah, it's just, it's all funny. What's going on, Draga? Good to see you, bud. Good to see you. You want, Dave want drugs? What? You want drugs or I want drugs? No, I don't want drugs. Not right now, at least. No, not right now. Yeah, Regal Cinemas. Have, yeah, yeah. Maria Menuno. She's all over the place. She's always all over the place. She's always doing all kinds of stuff. She works. She works big time. So <laughs> he's a dumbass plain simple. Yeah, I know. It's like I just like. To have that kind of personality, I mean, again, I'm not a reaction kind of guy. I'm not a reaction kind of guy, but to try to, like, get that personality out there where you're just like, oh, oh you're just constantly just, ah, you know, I, I, I don't know how you could be. It's so it's so not authentic, I guess you could say. It's really not authentic at all. So that's why that's why i don't i don't i never wanted to be a reaction channel i mean i react to trailers and stuff but i just could not uh i could not get to that level you know i just really could not get to that level and i and i don't want to fake it and it just seems like he does fake it a little bit and then when you saw the drama and some of the screenshots that were posted that had to do with him and everything it was just like yeah you could tell like he just he he was just all he created a an online personality and he was trying so hard to do all this and trying to trying to make it that 
that he had a, you know, that of, of course, like to have that amplified personality, of course, he's going to be amplified even like privately too, amplified in the negative direction, I should say. So, you know, whatever though, what's going on, Caden? How you doing? Good to see you. All right. Okay. Maria is a sweetheart. I met her in Boston and she is very nice. Oh yeah. Yeah. She had, she, she had some serious health issues and she overcame that. Um, yeah, I, uh, I've heard her on podcasts and stuff. Now she's, she's a hustler, man. She, uh, works very hard and, um, yeah, she's always down for doing all kinds of stuff. So yeah, it's good things. Okay. I like the showcase near, uh, near your house. Okay. Showcase called the showcase, huh? So what's the story with soups? Yeah, apparently, you know. There was like a whole drama thing. I remember seeing, hearing about it and, and everything. I remember hearing about it. What was it like last year? Some dude that was like trying to represent people. I mean, who knows? It's all hearsay. You know, who knows when it comes to all that? But apparently, you know, it was just it, it just a lot of just some backstabbing that happened. Maybe. I don't know. It's a lot of things that happen and whatnot. Uh, but then the dude who like basically got canceled. He got canceled, and after a few months, I guess I think it was like over a year ago, he finally came out and like spoke his side. I don't know why it took him so long. And then he dropped like screenshots and whatnot when it came to uh, you know because he was basically thrown under the bus by people that he was trying to represent or something like that. <clears throat> and then he threw them under the bus, or at least Soup's under the bus. And uh, then Soup's actually apologized. He uh, apologized, Mr. Uh, Matt Ramos. He uh, he apologized and um, and then it was like, OK, but a lot of people were like, really, that's your apology. You know, it's just like one of those things where it's just like, I, I don't know how, how you handle that situation. Um, I mean, obviously, you put out a big, long statement, which was interesting. And you, you should have just been like, you know, what? I send some messages. I fucked up, guys. That's it. Who said uh, we need a. A good AVP movie. I, uh, I have a really good pitch set in the OG Alien universe, but for pure insanity as more like a dark horse comics. Crazy one-off. On one off, I have one set in uh, in the Critters universe. Critters. Wow. Bringing up the Critters. Crazy. So I had my cat, cat ass in my face. <laughs> so I didn't. Uh, okay. That's what it was. Well, hey, whatever you do on your Fridays, Alakazoo, that's up to you. If you feel like, uh, you know, having some cat ass in your face, nothing wrong with that, I guess. Dave, did, did you see the interview with Andrew Garfield in the interview? First? Yeah, I saw that. That was it was awkward. But Andrew Garfield is so like he's so damn likable that it's like, yeah, he's so likable. He's just so freaking likable that. That you just kind of go out, you kind of wonder, are they going to go out on a date? Because, yeah, that was pretty damn interesting. That was that was pretty damn interesting. So uh, in my hometown, currently, we had four movie theaters and sadly, the recent one just closed. And now we're just stuck with the one theater. Ah, that sucks. Pandemic really fucked things up, man. Uh, yeah, he's, he's a little bit of that. I don't know. Do we not blame? Yeah. And then, like, yeah, I, I do blame her for talking about. I know they talked about armpits. That was wit. Yeah. Hey, Dave, didn't go see. No, I did not. I stayed home last night. I was like, you know what? F it. You know, 
that's all. I was just, uh, I just stayed home. And that's it. What is going on here? Okay. All right. So my guest hopefully should be showing up soon. Sent him the link. And he did respond. So give it a second here. I'll just keep talking to you guys. Why not? I know armpits. That was a, it was weird because obviously I don't know if you guys saw the uh, I don't know if you saw the um, the 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 photo the photo uh, the, the 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 spread that Andrew Garfield did for GQ. You know he was shirtless out in the desert wearing jeans, leather. I don't know different interesting jeans, and he was doing all kinds of things. And they talked about one where he like. He has his arm up and blah, blah, blah. So they were making a, she said that that was her favorite. And it was like a whole joke about armpits. Like she likes armpits, which people do like that, which is weird. I don't know. I've never like been like, oh, sweetie, lift up your arm, lift up your arm. Let me get a whiff. <laughs> let me see. Let me see what you're working on. Let me see that pit. Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah. I'm not sure about that. I mean, obviously when it comes to, scent and pheromones and all that stuff there's that aspect of it but i mean you don't get you, you don't get a hit directly from the source right you just get a, just a hit you know you don't go right to the direct source of that i'm just saying oh man why are we talking about armpits oh, this is what happens when the guests late uh josh <laughs> who wouldn't want to see critter xenomorph hybrid it's gold. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't. I mean, I'm sure it's going to happen, especially when you have like Blumhouse and uh, and James Wan's production company coming together. I would not be surprised if we hear about a new Critters movie. I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet, though. Because you know how they like either remake everything or do a sequel to something. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It was not my decision to have a... <laughs> right. It's never your decision. They just like to stick their asses in people's faces. It's going pretty good, Darkness. Good to see you. No, I'm good. I'm not going to do that. I mean, I'm wearing a white shirt, so. I'm working on this scene that I'm dreading because I wore the wrong pants, so I have to pixel my pixel by pixel redraw my... Wow, that sounds like a struggle. I don't understand either. Yeah, it's a little bizarre. It's a little bizarre. Yeah, you walked into like armpit talk. I don't know how. Yeah, it just it just got brought up. I'm actually someone uh, that uh, prefers uh, AVP require over the first one. Oh, requiem, you mean? I was like require. What the hell does require mean? Yeah, that's interesting. So okay, yeah, definitely a horror guilty player. Yeah, you know what? Freddy versus Jason wasn't bad. I think I haven't watched it in a while, but I remember enjoying that. I remember at one point they were going to have Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. They were really going to do that. So, yeah, what's going on, Caden? Nah, I don't love armpits. No, I, I, I'm now. Let me see that. <laughs> what has this turned into, guys? What has this turned into? I don't even know. Uh, yeah, feet people are interesting either, too. I'm just like... Yeah, that I, you know, uh, I don't get it. I don't get any of it, but yeah, feet people, I just don't get it. Armpits either. Yeah. 
But hey, you know, it's funny too. I was watching a pod, I was watching a, I was listening to a podcast today that actually talked about that. I forgot what he said. It's that one dude. And man, I totally forgot his name too, man. I'm just drawing blanks on everything. But, uh, you know, he was like, a, he's like a, uh, you know, he's very, he's all around. And God damn, I forgot his name. He was on a podcast and he talked about why people have feet fetishes, fetishes. I can't even talk right now, man. I swear. I'm not like drunk already, but I just can't seem to say things. But yeah, he explained why, but I was working. So sometimes I don't process everything but yeah he was explaining why some people have that i'd like to see a complete reboot of stargate like uh yeah travis is here so is scoop pants uh just overblowing the cabal situation no nah, i don't think he is i don't think there actually is there hasn't been a a full-on deal that's been made i think there's a promise of a deal and there's still i think the top priority the top priority right now because gun even said confirmed that uh it was true that that they are going to basically in the next couple of months have like their whole little dc bible ready to go and you know they're not going to reveal it to us you know they're not going to reveal it to us it's going to be revealed in-house so that's what he confirmed he said yes it's true that they're in the next couple of months they're going to have they're going to be able to have that cohesive dc bible but they're going to reveal it to they're going to basically show like, hey, this is what we got when it comes to that. No deals are going to be made, you know, and I've again, guys, it's all about where Warner Brothers Discovery is right now. Warner Brothers Discovery is still trying to save money, trying to do all that save money and and, uh, you know, trying to cut off, try to get that cash flow going and everything like that. So I'm just so I think like they're like, hey, we when it came to Cavill and convincing him, it's like, hey, we want you back as Superman. We'll, we're going to get you a deal. Don't worry. It's going to be good. It's going to be great. It's going to be everything, you know, you know, if, if you're down for it. But there just hasn't been like the full on deal yet, because I think they just got to figure out exactly where they want to place him. I think that's what it is. It's like how often because obviously every appearance that he's going to make cameos and and the films that he's actually going to be in solo films crossover films i think they're trying to work that out to try to be like all right so then they could work out the deal so that's what i think it is i mean obviously when it comes to scoopy pants or grace or anything like that they want to just be like hey guys whoa what's up snyder fans he hasn't been so they they like to like poke the bear like that a little bit but it's like you know Let's talk about the logistics of all this thing. It's like, now it's not like, like Cavill is just going to go, yeah, it was just a one-off. No, not a one-off. I don't think he would have done it if it was a one-off. I think, you know, it just finally got to a point where we can get him back and there's a promise of a deal. So, <sighs> excuse me. Oh yeah. Everything uh, is just mining old ideas these days. Well, horror is trending. Yeah, true. They definitely are. So, yeah, let's see a little, yeah, I know, really, right? Dave, you ever got that blue light filter in your glasses? I've, uh, ever since I got, I know, oh, really? No, I don't have that. I've heard about that, though. I remember the theater was just packed, when, yeah, right? It definitely was. Okay, so I don't know where my guest is right now. He did send uh, a like to my message. I was sending him the, the link. So didn't they do a Freddy Jason Ash as a comic? Did they? Is that what it ended up turning to? Yeah. Flagrant. Yeah. 
I forgot what that doctor's name. Totally just drawn a blank on him, but yeah. <clears throat> yeah, flagrant with uh, Andrew Schultz. I love that guy. Butts, butts are great. Butts are great. Love butts. Who doesn't love butts? Come on. We talked about the stream. Yeah, Superman, aliens, and armpits, right? <laughs> right. It's not great, but it's fun to watch if you view it as a stand-up slasher movie and can say overall it's better movie than the first one. Yeah, I guess so. We're Scooby Pants trying to gaslight the fans that uh, we're excited uh, lampooning our hopes. I think it's just one of those things where, yeah, he knew that it's all about they knew about like the engagement. See, that's the thing. That's why I always tell people don't engage when you see that stuff. I didn't even I, I saw it come across my feed. And I went, OK, well, I'm not going to engage with that because they know exactly that. All right. All right. We have this. OK, we've confirmed that there hasn't been a deal set for cattle. So how do we get engagement for this article? Well, let's, uh, you know, let's poke the uh, the Snyder, the Snyder fandom bear. And they did. So Andrew Huberman, there it is. That's what his name is. Huberman. Yeah, I know. Because, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, he, and they started off because Andrew, uh, Andrew Schultz has a foot fetish. So he, they, he was explaining why that is. So, <laughs> all right. Can we get off the whole fetish things? <laughs> I mean, it is. It is the vodka stream on a on a Friday. So I I mean I get it. I get it. So all right. Okay. Top let's see. Devotion looks like uh yeah, that does look like a pretty good movie. It does. And Top Gun Maverick, you could see it in the oh okay, interesting. What do you think of Wands? I think that's a good idea. I think that's a good idea. Could it be? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Juan was actually friends with Hamada because they work together, conjuring stuff like that. So, I mean, I, I don't doubt that they're they're buddies. I will say, even though I'm not the biggest gun fan, I appreciate him. Yeah, I know, right? That's what he's been doing. That's really what he's been doing. Anyways, all right. Well, I'm gonna start inviting some other people on here then. Uh, let's see. Happy because I don't I'm waiting for Ty. Uh, Ty's been on the um, the vodka stream before. It's been a little bit, but he changed his format. So I was kind of curious to talk about his new uh, his new format of like talking about like UFOs and stuff like that, because, you know, I have I have Mulder's poster right over there. So I was like, you know, what, let's do that. Let's see. All right. All right, starting to do that. Boop. All right. And uh, anyway, so we'll see with that. Okay, let me send out some other in the fights right here. So if Ty wants to join, he could still join, but. I'm sick of talking to myself. All right, so I'll send out some invites. See who's going to join. All right, here we go. So I'll see who joins up, or it could just be me. Maybe we'll just do that or something. I don't know. Mm. Ah, good times. All right. Take a little drink. Okay, so let's see. Um, 
Let's see. All right, let's bring on. Um, well, let me turn that off. Make sure I got all this stuff on behind me. Boop. All right, let's do all that. All right, let's get Travis in here. What's up, Travis? Not much. How's it going, sir? Oh, look at your background change. What are you building a fort? Yeah, no, I've been uh, kicked <laughs> out recently. No, I am home alone for the next three days without wife and kids. So I'm in my living room. I'm on my couch. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, I love it. You're no like, more, <laughs> yeah, no more complaining about my small room and AC or heat or anything like that. <laughs> no, it was more so because I was also podcast before you could see in the the right yeah. there there's a dog there so i didn't want to just dog. be locked in a room for three like three to four hours and i know this goes on long so no i took the couch and here i am so i don't have any cool setups no posters i'm just yeah comfy travis that's pretty much what i am i'm lynette from big comfy couch right now you know? so, <laughs> there's yeah. nothing wrong with being comfy man yeah so thanks for joining how's oh, everything yeah, no going problem. besides uh enjoying quiet <laughs> it's it's good i'm gonna try and see i saw some people talk about in the menu i'm gonna try and see or saw in the chat i'm gonna try and see the menu this weekend but it's uh it's good because i actually just have time to like i'm gonna try and see my sister just things you put off once you have a wife and three kids and because usually when you get home from work it is it is that so it's just like it's it's weird i'm in this house i'm alone it's like i haven't been like alone in like years and stuff like that and i used to be like when i was younger i was completely like alone or like i would be fine so it's like it's weird but yeah i think i'm gonna see the menu got some rest and stuff gonna try and hit the gym a couple times so yeah i've just i'm honestly not gonna be lazy i'm gonna do as much things as possible and order a pizza tomorrow you know so <laughs> look I, at you. I, I got it all planned out yeah i'm, I'm solo single trousers right now so yeah, that's about <laughs> so it, when so. it comes to pizza what, what do you have a spot up there in kenyatta so like there is this place called the red swan and it's really mm. good because it's an east indian family and the thing is i i love butter chicken that's probably my favorite dish and i've always tried the different butter chicken pizzas that have been out through the world but they never can get a good consistency between the butter chicken sauce and like pizza sauce they always fight each other but this family is great the crust has sesame seeds on it so if you like that you'd be all for it but it's just it's really good so i'm just gonna order a couple but it's one of those where it's like gourmet pizza and i don't want to ever order with the kids because it's just a waste of money because they're gonna take a couple bites and it's blah or they're not gonna eat the crust it's like no when i get this gourmet pizza it's just gonna be for me but yeah the red swan that's like the geek first place we found it. it's close to where we live and it's really good but yeah they make a, a banger butter chicken pizza really good damn that sounds delicious good thing i ate before uh started streaming right now but god damn oh, yeah. now pizza sounds good this no, is, I'm gonna... shows i'm a single guy right now this was my dinner i just ate chips <laughs> that's all oh, i ate man. i just like took that ate that podcast got some eggnog in a bit you know oh you got some eggnog going oh, on too. are you team eggnog I'm a team eggnog. You know what? I mean, obviously I have a little rum in mind, but yeah, you know, but I, I, you know, it's funny because growing up just the, 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 the time, it's just, just, just egg hearing eggnog sounded mm -hmm. just disgusting, <laughs> you know, cause you hear that eggnog yeah. and it's like, what is that? And it's like, and you know, I just always ignored it, ignored it. But then like I got older and then, you know, I was probably like a few years ago at my cousin's. And they had eggnog and I had someone was like, oh, wow. So this is actually very good. How about that? And I was mm -hmm. totally wrong. 
just because it's just it's called eggnog and it just yeah. does not Why sound you want egg in your mouth yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, i mean i like eggs in the morning but do i mean do, but not it, like it's a liquid right like that's yeah. you're, you're not rocky you know so exactly. no it, i i was in the case where my entire family loves eggnog and then i grew up i found so many people that think eggnog is just disgusting same thing look at nighthawk in the chat says as cilantro same as my wife she hates cilantro cilantro is fantastic it doesn't taste like okay, so i'm What's with her with on? cilantro what? we agree on cilantro <laughs> i can't i i'm half mexican too that's what's sad you need I on that can't. you need on pasta come on yeah, on pasta on pasta oh, yeah doing, some dude? basil no. some tomato. <laughs> no I, I get the basil you're gonna throw cilantro on your oh pasta? yeah as what are you much doing? spices as possible or just like uh, herbs and everything Thing. it's good no, stuff no 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 it's <laughs> not that's not good that's oh. not good but uh you know i realized i think my guest the reason why he's uh late i think he thinks it was supposed to start at nine <laughs> <laughs> now if i remember his tweet correctly i think he thought that it was because he said something about midnight his time and he's on the east coast oh there and, you go. and i was like oop no it's actually 11. he's just sitting there yeah. waiting and stuff <laughs> like that uh, but yeah no i i cilantro is great eggnog it's just uh but it's the time i'm an eggnog fiend i probably put on five pounds of eggnog around this season because i usually oh, yeah. when i go shopping i'll buy two quarts of it. i'm not just buying one because i know i'm going through that in two days so buying two it's oh, yeah it's good stuff it's, it's good it's good i know we're, we're finally reaching that uh, that time of the year where we're just going to start stuffing mm -hmm. our faces i mean it's starting for me tomorrow because uh my nana it's her 90th birthday tomorrow oh, wow. so we're yeah so we're all you know going to a uh, a place uh, a mexican restaurant you know higher class kind of thing so we got to dress up and then you know we're going to be doing all that and uh and then of course thanksgiving for us because you guys yeah. already had your things yeah where's right? in october we got the yeah, better that's version. so interesting the better version <laughs> well i feel like it's a good space i feel like the because people always talk about this how people i feel like in america just skip over thanksgiving because they're all focused on christmas right now already right where us having in october there's like a good space between thanksgiving and christmas to have its own time where mariah carey the day after halloween Fuck. she's tweeting out christmas stuff and, and i love yeah. that song don't get me wrong but i feel like Thanksgiving for you guys doesn't get to do it should, you know, it just skipped over, but stuffing, you know, stuffing's great. Uh, yeah. That was another thing when growing up, I was like, what is that gross? <laughs> and then all of a sudden it was like, you know, you get older and you go, oh, wow, this is actually really good. Put some gravy on it. You know, you're mixing in with mm -hmm. all the other stuff. It's great. But uh, um, yeah, I think, you know what? I actually would agree with you on that. To be honest, maybe we should, but it's like obviously we've been doing Thanksgiving and uh, you know the last week of uh, November for so long, it would be hard to break that. But oh yeah, never you know because I, I get you know, fuck. I mean, I just when I went to the store before, um, you know, like an hour before we went live right now, it's like mm -hmm. I, I I pulled out of my uh, apartment complex and there's a house like right over there, just decked to the nines of Christmas. I'm like oh, Jesus yeah. Christ, guys it's not even thanksgiving yet i'm like yeah. let's let's hold back a little bit and i see people already and you know there's commercials already for christmas it's like yeah maybe there should be like a little bit of a buffer uh, more of a buffer between thanksgiving and and christmas but then at the same time it's like well you got a month of just like stuffing your face mm -hmm. so then you can make that resolution of like i'm gonna lose weight and you don't nobody does no you don't and it's just the worst because i'm like oh yeah i'll get to the gym do all this stuff but it's like 
November, December. It's not even that you're just you're eating more like warmer stuff and baked goods. Yeah. Like that's time you're like, oh, I want to get some cookies. Like even the eggnog. How many calories are probably in that eggnog I'm consuming every week? Just oh, but I don't Jesus look. Christ. I'm just a fiend. I just drink, just down it. Go to the next glass, just down it. Like no, but it, it's all right. We're we're cooped up. We're no one's seeing our bodies. You know stuff like that. And it doesn't matter. Let's... If you want to eat as much as you want, eat as much as you want. Be happy. Nah, you know? yeah. When it comes to winter time, I mean, it gets colder. I mean, especially up there with you, you know. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you got to put on that extra little, you know, insulation. That's all. Exactly. You got to put on that, you know. And then, and then when it comes to, you know, into next year, you start trying to cut a little bit. But yeah, mm-hmm. no counting calories around this time. That's for no, damn sure. So no, it's all yeah. Stuff, but anyways, so. um, so uh, what's going on in the geek verse? Uh, first off, I think that you haven't been on since your. Uh, your charity stream no man. no i want to last week but it didn't line up because i had an in-laws like anniversary sort of thing i don't know but anyways it was just a get together but no again a big thank you to yourself who hosted that yeah um fucking wildcats wildcats cost my team the win right there i would have never got it but no we uh got some rest it was good because the last weekend after i didn't do anything there's there's a lot of prep like you've know you've done like charity streams and streams with guests like the amount of times when you have like 10 plus people it's the dming and it's just like and i felt so bad i forgot to and I get, oh, I should tell this story. So right before, so I do a Zoom because you know StreamYards of people, the fourth wall, you can only have 10 people on StreamYards. So we did Zoom because, you know, that we were, know we're going to have 20 plus. So right before uh, Roka was supposed to host the Marvel thing, and I've, I've DM talked with Roka and we talked on this when he was on here, great guy. Yeah. And uh, it, it's fun having him on, but this is the first time he's on the show. So I want run, things to run smoothly. <laughs> we're, we're getting everybody in and stuff like that. They're giving their handles da, 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 da. and right before he's about to ask his first question on the zoom call, I get this meeting will end in 10 minutes because oh, what happens is we have yeah. a geek first business one, but I logged into my personal accidentally. Yeah. So you can, people should go back and watch. There's a moment where I just give the mic to Taylor and Kirkland, like, you need to fucking host it. Like, I'm off right now. And you see me, I take my, I take my computer and I'm just going through my Zoom account as quickly as possible. Cause I'm like, if this thing just shuts down and ends, it's over. Like, it's just gonna, I can't recover from this as the first time Roka's on. There's a bunch of other people on there taking their free time. So I've never felt so, my heart just sunk like 10 minutes and I'm starting to, and for the first few minutes, I'm thinking like, we've paid for a year like that was a while back ago like it hasn't ran up that should be and i'm thinking and i'm like oh no i logged in my personal so literally with like two minutes to spare i i bought the 20 dollars, spent an extra got it going but it was almost just dead and that's the second time that's happened too because the year scott hosted the dc portion uh, two years ago now it was 30 minutes before we're about to do the trivia and taylor's wi-fi just went out and it was out for 45 <laughs> minutes and i just remember and i don't know offense to everybody but they kept messaging me like is it still on is it still going i'm freaking out we're on the phone with the internet people and i'm just getting dms like is it still on is it and i'm like i hope so so like the trivia thing's cursed but no it's uh after that week i i think i only did like a couple podcasts i was uh i was dead i was done there's a famous photo of me just sleeping on the floor somewhere i've, I've never crashed like on the floor i was just i was just beat that day so it was oh yeah i'm sure i mean the way the fact that you do all that it's just like it's crazy but it was a lot of fun but man i, I didn't i didn't expect it to be so quick it went quick like for me like i yeah. and I'm, obviously you had the, the difficulties with rokan and i was like i remember you were you were dming me too like hey it's gonna yeah. be partially yeah, like this and then i think like, it might be late oh no it's good because it, it's just you just never know because it, you never want to be rude but there will be in between a question and then everyone's chatting and you don't want to sh- 
cut them off. You don't want, hey, stop fucking like being people. But you're like, hey, I am on a, like, I'm sitting here, like, I, I, I like your car story, but I got a guest waiting here. Like, I gotta, I gotta get this going and stuff <laughs> like that. And yeah, this year we put the time limit because last year we didn't have a time limit. And it went, people took their sweet ass time to think of the answers to that question. We're like, no, we're giving everyone 45 seconds, yeah, get good. it done and stuff. So, but no, it was a good time. So, no, it was a good time. And it was funny too because, you know, like, Pretty much like, you know, I'm one of those people that I did wait till the last minute. I waited mm-hmm. till so- Saturday <laughs> after having a vodka stream. I could tell Friday, you're like, so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, wait a minute. It was like, oh, yeah, 20. Oh, OK, cool. Yeah. But you know what? But then I was like, you know, because, you know, during the week, I'm busy as all hell. Oh, yeah. So like yeah, it was funny, though, because I did have questions that I th- was thinking mm-hmm. about. You know, so I had some in my brain, like maybe like four or five, yeah. but I was like, all right, Saturday, I'm going to wake up, you know, just obviously it just, and then, you know, that's what I did. And then it was funny too, because I even started like, oh man, when I was thinking about Watchmen, I was like, I haven't watched Watchmen in my, put it on, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, so it was just, it was, it ended up being cool because it was, you know, I just did it all that day and I was like, all right. And my whole, of course, my whole goal was to stump Scott. <laughs> And you, you know, did because, it. Yeah, you did. And it, I did. Yeah. And I said, I, and I knew which ones I was like, all right, I think Scott would, would stump that. But I, it was funny though, when it came to that, like, like you said, the Gotham Wildcats, which was cause I don't, nobody expects that because no. I, it was funny. I think, um, I think uh, there's been times where, yeah, it's been called the Gotham Knights. Like they're yeah, and I think it was confusing with with Dark Knight Rises. It's a Gotham yeah. something too. I yeah. can't remember what it is. Someone in the it, chat let us know, but it's something not Knights, but something like almost Batman or Gotham Dark related yeah. or something. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, I was. I think we were watching. Maybe it was like an episode of Batman the Animated Series or something like that, mm-hmm. where it's it where like they talk about the football team and it's the Gotham Knights. Which, yeah, um, that's the obvious. That's the obvious answer. But and I was even stumped on that too. And I was like, for some reason, that that was one of the questions that I thought about. I'm like, maybe I should think about like you know something about those two football teams and BVS mm-hmm. because they show it briefly in, in the Ultimate Edition, but then they didn't show like the actual names. Yeah. So then I was like, okay. But then obviously, um, Vic Stone plays for, and I'm like, what? That it, it's. It, I even was like, is it Gotham Knight? And I typed it in, and I was mm-hmm. like, what? It's Wildcats. <laughs> That's and it, yeah. So it's random. so funny before the questions too, because I said, yeah, just keep it live action theatrical. He said, just theatrical about the Snarka and everything. I'm like, oh yeah, of course. Those those are like bigger releases and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Lo and behold, that would be the question that took my team down. You know, I should have said, nope, just theatrical. No, but no, we always keep it that because it's just with the shows for even Marvel and like Marvel services, it, it, that's too much of stuff. It's the same thing with the comics because at that point, like, we wanted to be tough, but we also still want to give people a, a chance. Most people have seen most DC movies once, except for my guys in the Geek First. They've seen, like, like I said, they haven't seen nothing dylan hasn't dylan hasn't even seen one keaton movie you know there's some movies that just pass them by as a kid but at least with even you wait in the day of it's like if you've seen a lot of these movies you like got ideas like oh i could ask about this and ask about this and stuff like that so yeah that's why i remember when i was like when you said like okay yeah it doesn't because i was thinking i'm like oh is it spread it's not spread around comic books i don't think but is it shows because i i was on like it was a while ago it's probably like three years ago maybe i was on a big huge trivia show that Mm -hmm. i think that john knight actually i think so yeah 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 and I kept getting the fucking CW. God oh, damn yeah. Questions. I'm not answering. In the Flash season eight, episode six, what happened to Iris? It's like, no, I'm going to just wave the white flag right there. I'm not going to. Yeah. Gonna... I didn't have jack <laughs> shit. So no. when you said just strictly movies, like, yeah. 
thank God, because I, you know, I don't want to like have to research like that kind of stuff. No, so it was no. just kind of like, it was, uh, it was like, oh man. So yeah, but when when it, when it was movies, I was like, cool. And then I was like, all right. When I came up with that one, that stump Scott first was, which was the uh, Superman two question, yeah. um, and uh, and 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 it was like, okay, who's the who's the dude that beats up Clark in that diner? I was like, uh, I'm wondering. If he, and it was funny because Ray goes, I actually know oh, this. Yeah. He was like, freaking out. So good. Yeah. I was like, that's so great. But uh, let's go ahead and bring uh, uh, my guest in here, who was uh, supposed to be in here, but I think we had a little uh snafu when it came to the time but it's okay but we're gonna get him in here right now mr ty what is happening sir dude what happened on, man it's been quite some time there you go sorry i have that drop <laughs> anyways um uh no 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 not you know nothing nothing you know just uh chilling right here i think we got a little confused yeah, with like which I, time i think i fucked that up uh, so, <laughs> shit. uh no, sorry you can, can i swear no, of course you can't. That's how long it's been, man. I know. No, you can swear all you want. It's fine. It's fine, man. No, no. I, I remember because I saw your tweet and you go like, hey, midnight Eastern time. I'm like, yeah, I think I'm going to get your, uh, <laughs> your time a little bit off. Go. And I was like, uh-oh. So, go so when you weren't showing up, I was like, oh, shit. I think uh, I think he might think it's uh, actually at uh, midnight his time. Yeah. So we're good. We're For good. We're reason, good. I always associated the vodka stream with midnight. And I think, it, yeah. I, think I never got that out of my head. Uh, eh, that's what happens so i yeah again my fault no, uh, no, no good, like so thank you for having me and uh you know i got some things to say uh you know definitely other uh, things i've been you know when you asked me to do it last yeah. la last week by the way uh kevin conroy man uh yeah what a fucking what a beat i just saw him like you know months before that at the, uh, the fan expo and i and i made this because I made a decision to not go up to the booth because I was like, oh, you know, I already spent this amount of money, this amount of mon uh, money this time, you know, next, uh, next year I'll spend, you know, I'll, I'll make sure he's on the list. And then, yeah. you know, of course. Right. So, um, dude, just a legend and, uh, you know, true talent. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was hard it was rough because that was like a lot of our childhood right it's there. You know? Grown men crying. Like I, know, I even man. teared up a little bit, man. I was oh, like, yeah, it was, it was, man. that one hit, that one hit. I mean, sometimes, you know, when celebrity deaths, it kind of go, you kind of go, Oh man, you know, but then there's always those ones where it just let you go, Oh, that's like 30 years right there. That's most of, me you know I've yeah. been, you know it's just that's why i connected with film like that's why because yeah. you know when i was a kid i didn't want to be a firefighter or a policeman <laughs> or a astronaut like a normal kid i remember seeing a, my first movie and being like like the feelings that gave gave me in the theater i was like i want to do that yeah. like i want to i want to be able to do that give that emotional experience to someone um you know whether you can make them laugh cry uh, or feel all those emotions throughout one ride, right? Yeah. Uh, to be able to do that uh, is is on a, another scale. So, you know, these actors and actresses, it's almost like we connect to them at, on a different level. Yeah, it is interesting. I think like uh, the the last. Uh, I mean, there's been times where things hit, but man, I remember when Robin Williams died. That one hit. Me yeah, that one fucked me up. Yeah, that, yeah, one, that one really one got me. me. Yeah. I mean, that was like, oh, what, 2014, 15, 14, I think it was. 
And I remember that that one just hit hard because, you know, that was another like, oh, yeah, I grew up just watching all his stuff. I mean, he but was, you also grew up watching him, knowing him as that like funny guy. Yes. Right. But then to find out he was so miserable and depressed yeah. inside was like, a, you know, because it's hard to go back and watch anything is and not, you know, be like, how is he doing here mentally? Right. Yeah. Like not yeah. double take on it. So, yeah. But okay, good segue. <laughs> I swear, I, I didn't mean, you know, terrible. Go for it. But. <laughs> By the way, Ty, Travis, Travis, yes, Ty. Ty. I don't nice to meet you. We've ever talked before, so happy Friday. Okay. Sorry, I'm about to monopolize this conversation. Yes, go for it, man. <laughs> no, jump in. You can, I, I'm a, I get interrupted all the time. I talk way too much. So. Don't we all? And I was late, so now I got to squeeze that all in uh yeah, no, good. Just, good, man. but i for two years uh you know w uh, met a bunch of people started this podcast or started the podcast got to talk to some real fun people but there was something else that was brewing um and all of a sudden like i was never this person who hated people who <laughs> who dude the movie community brought me to this place where like I've rooted for people to fail, right? Yeah. Like I fucking hated, like I hate Sill so much, so fucking much. <laughs> Tell us how you really okay. Yeah, I, okay. I will, because I don't care anymore. Okay. Right? Like I, 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 fine. Did this, you know, now that I'm an onlooker, kind of, yeah. I can say this. Mm. And I'm, I just got a job in TV. So nice. I'm leaving YouTube entirely like oh literally. are you yeah so i can't say what the what it is what what's like i i we have a date of i think january that i can uh uh actually like talk about more in detail because like the ndas and stuff but i actually met some really great people and i mean it's it's not movie based it's it's the other thing but yeah. i mean this is the door that i've been looking for um and I've just gotten so much like it's it's just been a crazy ride. But oh, congrats, the bro. movie community, yeah, thanks. The the movie community, I, I feel like I was punching up a lot and um I, I it was turning me into someone I, I wasn't uh or I didn't want to be. So I st I wanna look onward. I still have Captain America tattoos, those aren't going away, right? Uh nothing, no passion's gone away. Uh it's it's more or less just I I, I knew I was uh, I was either gonna, you know, get canceled or like saying something stupid, or I was gonna, you know, rob become Robin Williams, uh, and just slowly die inside until it it, it spewed upon me. And well, I've always had a real pretty hard there for a minute. I remember you were like you were going hard with, and and that's what I liked about uh, your ethic on this whole thing. You were pushing hard with like you know trying to get the channel up to speed and you were doing a good job doing like streams all the time and, and everything. But yeah, you were pushing pretty hard for a minute there. Yeah. And my sobriety came into question multiple yeah. times, yeah. Uh, uh, which I mean, it was justified, but it just, it, all of a sudden I found myself in a place where I like, I was taking like weeks off at a time and uh, just falling into like this, like, you know, fuck it, the kind of mood. And that's not who I want to be, and that's not what I wanted to be. I've always had this long passion for fucking UFOs. Like, I, I honest <laughs> to God. 
And then I love to, you know, I, I didn't talk about it for many years for the reason that I feel awkward talking about it now. Yeah. Right. Like in front of people um, that don't like necessarily like come looking for it. Right. So when you say that to somebody, there's an immediate like I guarantee the wind just came out of a, cu- a few people like, oh, oh, so he's crazy now. OK. All right. So he did go full crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The movie did turn him into a loser. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, I just I've always had pondered, you know, the questions that 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 pondered of humanity since you know thoughts first crossed our mind like what happens after we die and are we alone yeah. um and the thought that like you know that the, the, there's potential and it, once i started peeling back more layers on it uh i became friends with guys like kevin day of the uss nimitz the 2004 encounter that is very famous uh it's the one that's always in the news it's the video that you see all the time the military videos yeah. and stuff those are from those encounters, plus more in 2015, and so on and so forth. But I had a 25-year military veteran, U.S. Navy. Like, the Nimitz Battle Group, by the way, it's not just some warship. Like, no, this is a battle group that if we if shit hit the fan, if the United States entered a war, they're the first ones there, yeah. right? They're the first ones through, right? So these are the people that we trust with our protection our safety so when these guys tell you something you have to listen they are the most credible observers on the planet aside from maybe astronauts and he's crying like like, like this grown man crying because wow. you know because the experience and i could feel it and it changed my life and i i looked at everything with a second lens and i am i came out on the other side that yeah, 99% of it's bullshit, but we need to really take a look at this 1%. Well, it's, it's interesting because I mean, I mean, I, and Travis, I don't know how you feel about the whole UFO stuff like that. Has it ever captured you at all or? Well, I deal with it almost every day because Taylor, who's on Geek Verse, he has yeah. a other podcast called Cryptid Clues where he's all about aliens, nice. Bigfoots. Like he's a big all in that sort of stuff. So, and I'm somebody I've never had an experience. I've never talked to someone that has experience, but I'm just someone more on a scientific fact that you look at the world, there's no way we're alone. I think it's arrogant to think that, oh, it's just Earth. We're the only ones here, that nothing else out there is occupied. No, I've always thought there's no, like, something has to be out there. And I hope they just are kind to me if I ever meet them. So, yeah. And honestly, UFOs, UFOs brought me and my dad together. That's because he good. he is the biggest fucking skeptic there is. Like, I'll <laughs> okay, bring so guests on, like Stephen. You're older, yeah. Yeah, he texts me and he's yeah. like, "You're an idiot," but like him and I have, <laughs> we're talking. Like, we never talked before. He never texted me and was like, "Hey, I watched that podcast about Batman. Uh, really got some uh, you know thoughts here." No, like, he, but now he's interested. In it. I got I brought this guy Stephen Bassett on, who yeah. you you'll see Stephen in almost. You know, the a lot of the documentaries. Yeah, yeah the he's in a lot, a lot of the documentaries. Okay. And I had him on, and my dad just like while while I'm on with the guy, my dad's texting me like, you know, he's a fucking fraud, right? Yeah, you know, he's a fucking fraud, right? And I'm just like, like, <laughs> dude, I was trying to laugh. Though it's been fun. It's been such a fun ride, and and uh, like I I I I you know, there's I can go through the list if if we want to play 
uh, you know, if you've got some time, but of course, I mean, there's some cases. All the time, but no, I mean like one of the things that that's why I reached out because I was noticing that, you know, you took a little, you know, a, a, a left turn and you're like, all right, you're not talking about movie stuff and cultured stuff anymore. It's like, it was strictly going talking about UFOs and everything yeah. like that. I mean, and you know, when I hit you up, I mean, I even took a picture. I'm like, Oh, I have Mulder's poster right there. On yeah. my, uh, I didn't believe uh, it. Liver- yeah, I want to believe. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's why I've always been curious about it. Like, I want to, you know, I've never had an experience or anything like that. But, hey, you know, you you, you go on. But what, what's funny about the, the whole thing now, I mean, look what, what's in, in the past few years when it comes to UFO sightings on, like, video and everything. Yeah. It, it was like all of a sudden they started releasing stuff. And there was stuff that was coming out. And the general public went, huh. I'm going to yeah, complain about Trump. You know, I'm going to complain about this. I'm going to be political and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, do you guys realize that there's some like videos out there of like these, these, uh, these, um, you know, these, these pilots that, yeah, that have physics. seen all this stuff. And it's just like, yeah. I'm like, how is, how are we not freaking out about this? Because this, now all of a sudden this shit's happening, you know, more as a, as a, as a podcaster, as a journalist, as all these things, this is the biggest fucking story of human history, yeah. not just the decade human history to date and we le- we're letting it pass us by in in more for more prosaic uh things right like trump po- politics like exactly what he just said and yeah. and that's why they're able to slip up slip it by like we are living in an age where we no longer accept the the notion that the government can tell us what to to believe or to think right mm-hmm. Um, we, we live in an information-based society now where, uh, you know, the, the, the burden isn't really on the, the UFO community to, to show that it's real anymore. The mm-hmm. burden is shifted. Now it's on the skeptic to prove that it's not real. Because there's, there's more evidence out there that UFOs are real. I could go to a, a grand jury and I could convict someone, take their life. I have so much eyewitness testimony. Right. So, I mean, think about you could put someone away for their whole entire life on on an eyewitness testimony. But as soon as you mention the word, you know, UFO, it's immediately associated with something negative because that's what Project Blue Book did. Well, you know, yeah, it's funny, too, because when you I mean, like, you know, and every it seems like every couple of few years and and I'm due for it to happen again is I end up just because when I'm done, like, you know, during the week, it's hard for me to just like, I can't just sit down and watch a new show and be like, Hey, let me catch up on my show unless I need to do it for the stream. So Mm -hmm. I'll like, and when I'm like editing and everything, I'm like, you know, cutting up the stream so I could, you know, post like clips and all that stuff. I'll put on a, a, something that I've seen many, many times. And I've done that with X files, you know? And, 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 you know, it's just what you're talking about right there. I mean, like the, the whole, why that, that, that series worked so well because you had you had the one that wanted to believe spooky molder and then you had the skeptic scully i mean it just so worked and i mean obviously you know i mean everybody you know x-files is great but i mean it's just kind of funny how now all these years later when all this stuff is coming out and and by the way ty i blame you for me having a very vivid and weird dream you posted a video about (laughs) Yeah, I, yeah, no, no, no. Hey, oh, I was in the stream. I hear, I hear Travis. I hear Jay. No, but like you posted a video earlier this week 
about like a, a, a rocket launch, uh, a launch that happened. I think it was, was it Russia? Um, I don't know what it was. And there's a lightning, a lightning bolt. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. So I watched yeah, that and I was like, whoa, that's crazy. So I had a dream that I was going to be, for some reason, I was picked to be on this rocket launch <laughs> during yeah. a thunderstorm. And I yeah. was freaking out going, why the fuck is this happening? What's going on? I remember waking <laughs> up going, oh, like, what? what yeah. So thank you for uh, for uh, making me have that vivid. It was vivid too. Like I, you I know, remember... I I know what you're feeling right now because like, <laughs> dude, something similar happened to me like a, a, a like six months ago where I had a dream where that I was in a building that got struck by lightning and we fucking started to move back through time. That's my what? theory. Yeah, because I could feel my I could feel my like my myself being pulled, and then I woke up. So like my theory is I think when the, we got hit by lightning rain started coming upward and, that, and it was a full wow. glass building. And when I woke up, I kid you not, it was fucking raining. And I, I freaked out. I like ran outside and started ventilating a cigarette, like hyperventilating it. Like <gasps> and I was like, dude, I don't know. It's one of those dreams that you wake up and you're like, I'm pretty convinced that that was real. Like yeah. that was real. And uh, this isn't anymore. But yeah. what's funny about the X-Files thing is that we had a legitimate X-Files program. Like yeah. OSAP, the $22 million that was awarded to... Uh, so Harry Reid, former uh, uh, House Majority Leader, uh, Harry Reid, uh, who's passed away now, um, he convinced a, a three other uh, Senate members that... We did this needed to be focused on a little bit. It needed to there needed to be some money. Um, and they created this this program, OSAP. Um, now it was the parent company that apparently later kind of spit a tip out, and that's where you enter Lou Elizondo, right? Now, this is what the, the current UFO public considers to be the uh, X-Files team, right? That A-tip team that focused solely on otherworldly and UFOs and came up with the five observables, like the, you know, what a, what a UFO does that makes it stand out. You know, it's not clearly not a plane when it takes a right angle turn, you know, or in, yeah. uh, does something, you know, crazy, like uh, go from space to water back out. And these are things that people see repetitively. So they came up with the five observables to start categorizing them a little bit more and a little bit further, um, be able to wean out uh, prosaic things like satellites, Starlink. Because again, it, it, you need in this field, you need to be willing to be wrong. That's what I like is yeah. you need to be willing to be wrong to take one on the chin and be like, I fucked up or I didn't get that right. But the problem is mainstream science and even mainstream, you know, archaeology, history, they have a pro they're like the church with Galileo. They don't want to look through the telescope and find out that we're not the center of the universe. Even though the proof's right there, all they have to do is look. Yeah. I'm giving you the instrument. You just got to look, but you don't want your narratives challenged. Right? We've yeah. been teaching our kids this history for how many years? You're going to tell us we were doing it wrong the whole time? That's a that that's an absurd notion. <laughs> so, how dare you? Yeah, that's no, my I mean, problem. Yeah. I mean, there's it's funny because when we talk about this stuff, I mean, obviously, uh, I remember that I, I've seen it on Twitter many times where they like they show like the globe and they go like they they, they light up like, uh, hey, this is where the most uh, uh, 
alien abductions are claimed dude if that oh my god yeah i know i know have you seen it you see i draw the line homie. Yeah, i know i know it's just funny yeah. because obviously like most of it's like in america so then everybody goes like hey looney tunes in america yeah uh, you know? <laughs> so, so yes like, i do have a line of course like yeah, i have a line, there's a line i know there's a line i know alien abductions like a, it's a whole different thing because you can you're like yeah as far they as would they abducted me my ship now. and they uh they did some things to me and stuck something up my butt yeah, 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 yeah. They gave you a fucking alien enema. Like what? Yeah, For what reason? Yeah. They 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 can traverse the universe, but they need they need to come abduct you. It makes no fucking sense. <laughs> and it just literally doesn't make any sense. But but um, I I really like I, I there's so many I, like you you heard of the Phoenix Lights. Like the, yeah, the really yeah, I, saw that. I remember like uh, wasn't that it was like it was a weird thing because like a lot of uh, the Phoenix lights were a big thing, but then I that uh, but I remember watching something where they kind of debunked it. But the, I, yeah, go ahead. Th there is no, there, there's not a. I mean, you could pull up some of the videos. Um, you, the, just the videos alone will like at least show you. Like if anyone's trying to put forth that they're flares, they're absolutely wrong. Because okay. not only that's the whole thing. Yeah, they're not. They flares. talk about flares, and they were falling behind the uh, the mountain. Um, flares you know, were definitely uh, conducted, uh, or the military at least said that they conducted them. So we know that that was out there. But these sightings lasted for like not. They weren't just the the main sighting that everyone knows about, like that mm. everyone saw. That sh there was craft uh, being reported for for hours. Flares don't hover for hours, no matter if they're on uh, parachutes, if no. they're guided, they don't they don't stay fixed for hours. And the governor, Fice Symington, who originally he's the one who came out with the alien, like he he, has, he had a staffer dress up as an alien, and uh, you know, he later on said like there was actual panic building, and I needed to relieve the tension. It was like a pressure cooker, and I needed to do that in order to like relieve the tension so that the state wouldn't fucking collapse in on itself but i saw the craft i was in the, the military the air force those were not flares like that was a he says he says i don't because then again here's the thing too ufo is does not mean alien no. i never i've uh, never said that. flying object right yes I whether it's could be interdimensional, ultra terrestrial, like there's if it's if it's any of it's true, it's all fucking true. Right. That's the yeah. way I look at it. I don't know what the hell it is. If I could tell you that, then we wouldn't be having this conversation, I, you know, but I've not you know, it's, it's not that's not just the one category. But he said what I saw was an alien spacecraft, you know, for lack of a better term. So that's his words. Governor, career military man, you know, so the, again, these credible people uh, and I, I we don't have to believe a wholeheartedly you know if you haven't seen it with your own eyes i would always have some some reservations and some trepidation like it, always yeah it's i mean it's always it's 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 it's, it's always a touchy subject because um you know you got the claims from the the, the crazies out there that say yeah i was uh you know brought to this and brought to that but then you also have the people when they actually talk in detail about their their stories and stuff like that i mean the, the person that i always think about when they talk about um at least to having that i guess you could say what what do they call it they call it like a um 
uh, you know, you got a close encounter. You got the first kind, the second kind, the third kind, and the fourth kind. Yeah. So there's uh, CE one through five. Five yeah. is a well. CE one, two, and three were created by uh, J. Allen Hynek, right? Okay. That was the original Blue Book scientist. Then four and five were added later because it, he didn't necessarily believe that it went past like a sighting. Mm -hmm. Right. So he didn't categorize those before and five came later. Five is human initiated contact. That's mm -hmm. a whole different thing. Right. Th yeah. There is, there are grifters in the <laughs> UFO world. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. Right. So. And then third kind was, you know, close encounters of the third kind. We saw that movie, a classic iconic movie, which is basically alien contact, but from like them contacting us and man that Which, movie that movie freaked me out when i was a kid you know that's based on i i and listen i'm not trying to like yeah, I know, you know sound I know like an is. asshole i know i know what you're talking it's about actually yeah. based on the yeah. Holloman air force landing case. i remember hearing something about yes. that yeah so yeah. robin emenegger and this is good for for people who like movies as well right yeah. i like blending the lines like between the two and that's what i'm aiming to do with the tv series um and because i'm going to be flying to places like the pyramids and uh, Ooh. Serpent Mound Ooh. and Mount Shasta and, wow. and and talking to people on camera. Um, I have an episode that I wrote out that um, is going to be me with Kevin Day, the guy who um, the the radar commander who tracked these things for days, uh, and then vectored Commander Fravor. Both, you know, Fravor was on Rogan. Fravor's done the circuit um, with like Corbell. I've seen him on Rogan. Yeah. Yeah. So. He's the one who vectored Fravor to go intercept it. So that's my buddy. That's that's my buddy. So he wants me to come out there, and uh, we're gonna go mine into a mining cave, and we'll, we're gonna film it. And he's gonna tell his story while we walk through the cave, or you know, some cool stuff like that. But Robin Emmerdinger, who is the documentarian who made UFOs past, present, and future, uh, past, present, and future, was promised uh, like the government contacted him. So Nixon was running for re-election, right? This is before Watergate dropped, um, the scandal. And <laughs> they contacted him, so the story goes, to make a documentary because they wanted to show that Nixon was pro-science, right? Mm. They were going to give him, you know, 2,600 feet of film that showed a craft landing at Holloman Air Force Base, the door opening, classic, fucking close encounters and beings walking out really He's, he said he saw the video multiple people have claimed to see the video at the last minute watergate happens the scandal happens they pull out because they can't do it anymore uh, does it all seem too fucking you know too coincidental to be true? Yeah. maybe but like i said you know you you, you gotta weed out uh the bullshit so you know, if, if, if you don't think it's possible, then you, but there, there have been times and, and at many times we've had a president that's pro disclosure, Clinton, pro disclosure, Carter, pro disclosure. Um, Trump was technically yeah. pro disclosure before he said he wanted to, he was just like, Hey, let's freaking yeah. reveal all this shit. You know, Clint, uh, if Hillary won, she was so Tom DeLong. The fucking guy from Blink 182. Oh yeah, that's right. He's he was got yeah. really into created that. a fucking organization to the Stars Academy, brought together the 
Hal Putoff. Uh, I mean, these guys are like the guys that he assembled. You, a government entity could not put these people in the same room. It, it was remarkable. Chris Mellon of the Mellon uh, bureaucratic dynasty, right? The guy, uh, it's, it's, uh, people from Lockheed Skunk Works, like heads of Lockheed Skunk Works, which develop our secret technology, like our secret aviation technology for the government. Mm -hmm. Put these guys all together, Lou Elizondo from the ATIP program, and they created To The Stars. And they were working with Hillary Clinton and John Podesta to formally disclose the truth. And then Trump won the presidency. Hmm. Yeah. The, remember the hacks, the the the, yeah. the DNC hacks. Yeah. John Podesta's emails got hacked. That was the big one, and all the emails. People were like, "Yeah, like okay, there's like you know some weird shit here." You know, Alex Jones tried saying that like Hillary Clinton ate fucking kids or something, you know, because of some emails. Pizza Pizza yeah. Gate. yeah. <laughs> Pizza gate. That guy's yeah. a Looney Tune. Oh, of course he is, but. In those same bunches of emails, there was also the Tom DeLong email. So, like, mm. they were like, wait, why is the guy from Blink 182 yeah. talking to John Podesta about UFOs? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, it, that's it was a very weird random. Email to come across. I, yeah. When I found out that Tom, like, was like all into that stuff, I'm like, is that why he's not in Blink 182 anymore? And then he showed up and on Rogan, he, too and i watched that and it was just it was interesting it was interesting to see that but uh and then they just got... announced the tour oh yeah i know now they're yeah. back together so yeah. uh we got somebody else that's going to be joining right now what's up casey <laughs> I, I gave you a different drop that time <laughs> hey what's going on dude how you doing hey casey i'm doing good how are you we're good we're doing good we got uh travis he just got some more eggnog it looks like down Dude, in that eggnog, I got my Gatorade. There you go. You got Gatorade. We're doing Gatorade some UFO and, talk. I got Gatorade and weed. Yeah, we're doing some UFO, uh, some UFO talk because you know, you know, I'm curious about this stuff. Because I'm here, you don't have to yeah. defend yourself. No, no, no. There's nothing. No. <laughs> I'm gonna be no, the resident it. alien guy. Oh no. God, I said alien. No, you're not supposed to say alien. I just told you that old fucking story about you weren't right. listening at all. No, I was. I was. No, no. Um, still say it. <laughs> it's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> what do you think, man? What, like, I, honestly, film, uh, Dave. What do you think? Like, at the in your heart, uh, what do you? No, guys there's think? definitely something out there. There's something out there. There definitely is. I mean, like I've always thought that. I mean, just with everything that we've seen, heard, and. And like I said, like just bringing up like what we've seen recently and the fact that nobody like seems to give a shit, even though you see like pilots and like the, the footage and they're even reporting it. And they always talk about the Tic Tac and whatever the hell. And they talk about these. That's the Kevin uh, Day one. Yeah. 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 The, yeah. And they talk about how they just move like. So who's that one dude? I mean, he was on Rogan. I remember that was like ah, Victor Lazar. I don't know. Is Bob Lazar. Bob, Bob Lazar, Lazar is one of the most famous. Yeah, because he said he worked on some of that technology. Well, dude, Bob Lazar is owed a fucking, uh, at least, at least an apology from the way, for at least the way he's been treated. Not only are hypothetical things like element 115 at the time, yeah. right? A yeah, theorized element was later synthesized in Moscow, Moscow 
uh, it's called Muscovium, or it was temporarily called Muscovium, right? Synthesized 60 years later, whatever it was, 89, not, not 60 years, like 40 years later was this, was it synthesized, right? Uh, to fully, right? Because the isotopes were, are the issue, right? You know, with gold, there's 27 isotopes, but one makes the ring that you wear, you know? So yeah. th it was an isotope issue that, that they couldn't solve. So it was always hypothetical. And he talked about how element 115 powered the craft and that he reverse engineered. And so that has been vindicated. He talked about a scanner that was at uh, Area 51, vindicated. No one else would have known about that because Area 51, which he talked about, which the only reason you say, you know the name Area 51 is because of him. Yeah. Right? Because they didn't admit that. They didn't admit that Area 51 actually existed until like five to seven years ago. A lot of people don't know that. The government didn't form it's it, formally like acknowledge it. Right? Yes. It, was, it didn't exist by all stretches of anything. Any official uh, word was no, uh, Area 51 S4 or Groom Lake does not have this place, like this test site or this, this area uh, 51. So they only admitted that because of a FOIA uh, release uh, that, that they, they were pretty much, their hand was forced. Um, and he had talked about all these things years, years ago. And, you know, I think with all the vindications that have come with his story, I think it's time to go back and take a second look because what he, what he talks about the implications they're, they're extraordinary. And, and Gary Nolan, a very well decorated viral virology. I can never say these words. Virologist. That's one problem I'm having as I got to say fancy words now and I'm fucking terrible at it. Virologist. I'm with you. Hit, he is very much becoming a, a, a big face in, in the community. And he's talking about the next shoe to drop. Because you think about it, like, really, what would be the next shoe to drop? We got a fucking video of one. We got, you know, we know Roswell. Like, you know the stories. You, you've seen the videos. What's next? Right? It's kind of a scary thought. And Gary Nolan thinks what's next is someone's going to drop a dime on the reverse engineering program. And he's talked to people that are very credible uh, that as, as, say that that's the next step. So again, his words, not mine, but yeah. that would be a, like, imagine you woke up and in the news tomorrow, like, honestly, God, ask yourself this. Cause I think there's going to come a time what, like you might think I'm crazy. Now you might think this is all sh like great hogwash. Good. Honestly, if it challenges your religious beliefs, I think that's the wrong way to look at it. But, and I know that it's a very fine line and I cannot speak to anyone on that. I know where I stand. And, and, and if, if, if you think that because you believe in something that this can't be true, I think you need to widen your scope a little bit. But yeah. you know, that's my opinion. Yeah. I think we have to have this conversation with ourselves. Because what is, what is this? If it's all real, what, is, what does that mean for your everyday life? Probably not much. But you're going to start asking yourself questions like, what's my place in the universe? What do, do, do I matter? You know, uh, we're not the top of the food chain anymore. Like, am I insignificant? And again, I think this is the wrong way to look at it. All life is precious, right? The conditions it has to be under to, to, to come to fruition. 
is always a special thing. So when it is there, it's beautiful. And yeah, no, it's very interesting. I mean, like, um, that's why, you know, I mean, when it comes to the subject and it can be a touchy subject, because like you said, people are just like, oh, yeah, you're just crazy talking about all this and all that. But how many times have we watched like movies about all this stuff? And yet just, they'll cry. Yeah. When I mean, a, when an actor dies. Yeah. Who played Batman. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have you have all that stuff. And then, you know, and then you have like even just going to, um, you know, because we always have this perception of what what would the, if these beings showed up and like you said, like there was like somebody that, you know, saw the footage and then like a door open and beings came out and all this stuff like that. It's like, OK, so would it be like that? Would it be like that or would it be like a rival? Like, would it be like, ah, dude, know, it's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. When the, these ships, which are not just saucer like, and they just like, and then they just come walking out. It was like these crazy ships. They went inside reverse gravity shit. I mean, they really, they, they were like, they, Hey, you know what? You know, let's take it as far as we can. And then it would be like these crazy squid like creatures that we could not communicate, communicate with. So we need somebody to try to break down their language and that's where Amy Adams comes in and breaks down the language and then talks about time being, you know, perception of time that we think is different and all this Dude, stuff. Denise De nailed that fucking, fucking movie. That's why that movie's so goddamn I good. can't that. Dude, that, honest to God, in 2016 when that movie came out, I had I'd been a hardcore UFO guy. I grew up next to an Air Force base in, mm. in the area. And I've seen one thing. You know, I think Travis said earlier, I've never talked to someone with an experience. <laughs> well now you might have uh because i've seen some things that came out of there or came that flew that direction that at least started my like this, i it just didn't i didn't just wake up one day and was started like, your fascination oh, yeah they're real like i didn't uh, uh, start from that conclusion it, i saw some things that made me question i was like that's not a fucking plane i was like i'm, I'm like nine and even i know that's not a plane right this is back in the day when you had to go to libraries and looking through encyclopedias for information, right? You didn't have the internet here. So that's yeah. how my, that's how it began. So I had to go look for books and I started reading books about it. And I was like, wait a second. I thought it was all, like, I thought this was all bullshit. Like they're talking about this stuff as if it's real. Yeah. And then slowly and surely I'm like, holy fuck, these guys really do think this is real. And uh, then you start, you know, the, 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 the racks start coming in, right? Like different things, different things that rack your mind. And, and, you know, I've been through my 29 years of life, I've been led to a point where I do believe that there is something, something that is flying through our skies with impunity, by the way. So we can't do anything about it. And it, literally these things, you know, there's, there's cases like the Robert Salas case. This guy... Mm he's in charge of our nuclear weaponry, right? Not just one missile, but 10, 10, 12, 14 missiles at a time. Now these missiles aren't interconnected. So if one goes down, they don't all go down because you know, the president needs to be able to end the world at any time because that's what humans do. Now I think that there's a clear correlation between the advent of the nuclear bomb and the spike in UFO sightings. So, a lot of people don't know that Roswell was home to the first and only atomic bomb squadron at the time. And where does the first UFO sighting that you know of happen? In Roswell? 
in Roswell. Mm. Why is that? Mm. What and why did it crash? If this thing could fuck say it was a, a craft that flew here from a different galaxy or even a different planet. If it could get here from there, how the fuck did it crash when it got here? Well, what's going on? What's going on out there at the, at the, at the Nevada test site is the real question. So I think those are the start. Those are the questions we need to start asking our government because they do not, they do not have a right to keep this information from us. And that's where I got spiteful about it because they are in fact hiding something. They are, they're, they're at least hiding some aspect of this. They, they have four different reasonings and official stories for Roswell that ultimately came down to the weather balloon, but they changed it four different times. I, how can you not look at that and be like, huh? Yeah. Kind of thing. Come on. If it was as fucking simple as an air balloon, or a weather yeah, balloon. Weather balloon, they always call it, right? Then why all the fucking secrecy around it? How did <laughs> how did a military veteran, career military guy, mistake a fucking flying disc with a weather balloon? Yeah. It's just, it's not, sometimes, like, these guys like Mick West, who are, like, skeptics, and, and they try to debunk everything, some of their, some of the shit that they put forward... It's, it's more laughable than the original story. I've always wondered what was the whole, like, you know, why weather balloons. What was that trying to do? Like, <laughs> you always hear about weather balloons. It's like, anybody know what a weather balloon was actually like? What yeah, was the so it was used for? Balloon? So they were, they were used for different things. Of course, yeah. the weather is one of them. Yo, but they yeah. were also used in a secret program that the, this is true. Like, this is Project Mogul was a legitimate thing. Where they okay. used weather balloons, uh, put them in low Earth or uh, uh, wherever I, I I can't exactly say where, to detect Russian uh, nuclear tests, right? Because the atmosphere would I, I, again I'm not a fucking scientist, can't tell you how the, the science works, but they were that's what they were doing. That was a correlation, so that made the project top secret, and that's why that's the new story. Mm. That, but so this is the new story. The official Air Force Air Force story around Roswell is, we couldn't tell you any more about it than that than it was a weather balloon. After the fact, because we needed to tell you something, we couldn't tell you all the top secret stuff. Like you know, we were trying to detect Russian uh, and uh, sorry Soviet um, you know nuclear tests, so that we were, we knew that they were ready. Because again, think about the time. 1940s they didn't have cameras and satellites to spy so they had to detect these things in a different means the the cold war was happening right we were plummeted into this this arms race with the soviets and who's to say that arms race didn't begin with a little bit of information uh, a lot of people theorize that the government made contact before roswell with a radio signal that this is again speculation. I was not there. I, I can only tell you the, the stories, and you yeah. come to your own apprehension. But uh, there's a you know a, a very old story about how that potentially a, a, there was contact made, and, and this that's why this the surges began uh, in that in that period, and, and and why you know the modern UFO mythology came came, um, but. You know, uh, 
Well, it's been around forever. I mean, isn't there like, you know, old Well, part like- of the problem is, you know what really honest to god what part of the problem is? It's so easy to want to believe. Of that all the, like conspiracies, cover-ups and That's my and, like, This has everything. This has not only does it have fucking otherworldly creatures or whatever you want to call, it, but it has co- government cover-up and uh, hints well, of fucking extortion and there's yeah, something about there's funny. something intriguing about. It. That's why yeah. when we have the entertainment like X Files, Independence Day, all the stuff. I mean, you you always see like that kind of stuff where it's just like, hey, um, you know, we always see this, and and then we just kind of like ask ourselves, what would I, how would the world react to all this? Like, how would they? And then when like you know, like I said, in the past, you know, couple of years when they were releasing stuff and even Trump was like, yes, that's right. We're going to release all the UFO document, you know, and do all that. And he was, you know, and he was like, oh, we're going to, you know, and then nobody gave a shit because everybody's so just involved with what's happening, you know, in their own lives and politics and all this stuff. And it's just kind of weird to me how like, man, at one point I remember it's just like, if you, I remember watching, there was like a show called Sightings that was on like, uh, it was like in the 90s. There was always yeah, like Joe's that was always like talking about the stuff when you guys. Yeah, they always used to like the fucking always... alien cutscene, the scary alien <laughs> cutscenes and the Well, I mean, there's music. There was, I still remember that uh, they showed the alien autopsy for one of the Roswell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that. I mean, yeah. they, they just, when they showed that on TV, I was like, well, if it's on TV, why are the, fu- that's not real. <laughs> you yeah. know? You know, that was all theatrics. But then and then I remember seeing videos where like they were talking to one of the aliens and all that stuff. I don't know. It's just it's always been such a really good one. It's a fake. It's a fake. But it's really good entertainment where they have what looks to be the classic alien, like the gray, uh, the gray. uh, So there's different like classic. The classic alien is is what we know is the gray. Right. Yeah. and that's your bulbous head, your almond eyes, short little, you know, like my height, three feet. Just kidding, I'm not three feet. But <laughs> the fuck you? you four feet, not, four feet, guys. You gotta not laugh at yourself, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, no. But you know, those are the grays. But there's also like, uh, there's other ones. Again, like this is where like I start drawing my line, right? Yeah, when people start, when people start saying that they know that there are. <laughs> When they're like, yeah, I know the species of fucking aliens that are on the world. You're like, sorry, did your mom smoke meth when you were in her womb? Ooh. Like, where did you come yeah. up with that one? Uh, so, yeah, it's it's all very. I mean, like, it's just always interesting. Like, I mean, Travis, dude, what 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 is your thoughts when it comes to like this kind of stuff? Is it just one of those things you go, eh, or you just go, it's interesting? What 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 are your thoughts? No, I'm interested in listening, but when uh, yeah. uh, the when Ty talks about the wondering or like what my purpose is here and do I matter in the universe, I guess that's where a simpleton where I go. I don't think you about don't. any of that stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like I got maybe about another thirty to forty years. Hopefully, I'm healthy and I get to see my kids grow up, and that's really all that matters. As long as I'm supporting for them and the life's good, but like this stuff is all because Taylor is the same way. He'll 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 talk about all this stuff and this everything like that. And uh, should have invited him tonight. <laughs> I think oh, different I know, people yeah. have different levels of what satisfies them. I'm yeah. not satisfied at the level of just being content with my life because like mm. for all i know this is the only one i have mm. right and we've been <laughs> i'm gonna get real deep on you guys here but oh it's fine you know look around you we live on what 
I would consider to be a paradise. Look, look, look at Mars. Look at Jupiter. Look at any other planet. Well, just start looking around. Look at how fortunate we are. We live on this beautiful, beautiful yeah, I, place. I saw the I saw the Martian. Doesn't look fun. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to grow potatoes in my poop. Yeah, we live. We we have oceans, we, like sunsets. Like think about all the beautiful things that we have in this in this world. Who's to say we're not already in heaven, right? So, this it like this. And then people say, why Earth? Why do you know? Why does anyone come here? I just I just gave you the reason. Yeah. Because I, mean, I think we're like a galactic fucking Disneyland, and they're like, <laughs> like there are people they travel out like they're like, hey, uh, yeah, you gotta go to that fucking Earth. Like if you want to, like you know, grab a couple cows, a couple humans, test them out. Cows. But like, yo, take a look around. Like, that place is amazing. You know, and they recruit. Uh, that's why you know. That's my theory, at least. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna get we're gonna get another person in here and see what he has to say. Oop. Ray. Ray, Ray! Oh, Ray. Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with my mouse. My mouse is like going like I'm He came in, then he left. He's like, registering. No. Hey, sorry about that, Ray. It's fine. You're here. What are we all talking about? What, what, what's, what's going on? Like, oh, we're talking about this guy's mind right now. I took some mushrooms I... the other day and did a podcast about aliens, man. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Dude, that was a wild time. Are, are, are you being serious? Like, did you actually that that yeah. happened? Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. here's last episode. I mean, because because I, you know, all right. So yeah, you're right. The Martian. I mean, I'd, great movie, but no, who would want to want to live like, on there? Yeah. But but no, the, but the, the, there is the flip side of that coin, where you can talk about like if you really want to get deep, if you really want to go deep, we can talk about like Plato's allegory of the cave, and oh, consider that. The perspective of others outside of Earth is very different than ours, well, and course. you know, say like it, this is what I've always thought with respect to Mars, for example, right? Like we know that we know what it looks like on the surface, mm -hmm. whether we've seen The Martian or Total Recall or Red Planet, <laughs> whatever, right? Yeah. yeah, you know it as the Red Planet. But that I've always it. considered the possibility, you know, because like the. And we send we send the Mars lander, Pathfinder satellites, and all that shit out there, and it's like, oh, you know, one of these days we could totally colonize Mars. And I'm the person sitting here going, "How come y'all haven't gone underground yet? You think civilizations can't live subterranean? Most yeah, certainly they can. I've watched enough Star Trek to realize this. that they can. Yeah, we, there's there's we also have proof of this on Earth. Yeah. Right. So, 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 so my question would be like, okay, say that the subterranean person living under the surface of Mars that knows that, you know, Matt Damon is there, but is like, <laughs> what's this fucking idiot doing? Oh, he's yeah. on the surface trying to, he's, he's on the surface making potatoes out of his own shit. What? <laughs> Leave him why alone. The, why the fuck is he doing that? Oh, wait a minute. But they're, they're probably fascinated. Like, Hey, he's living. This whole well, time? there is a there is a theory, right? Mm. That we make up like humans may, might actually be. So, for the same reason that I say, and and I definitely want to jump back to what he's just saying, but um, like especially with Plato, Plato is such a unique character. Like you know, uh, way ahead of the time. There's a lot of people that were, <laughs> and um, shit. Where was I going with that? I, I don't forgot. know. He said Plato. Plato. 
and underground. No, I was going away from it hard. for a sec because uh, I wanted to come right back hard to it. <laughs> it's all right. You'll God damn it. Much you hate it when that happens. No. I yeah. Mean, but I mean, I like, that's what's so funny. I mean, everybody's always had the theories of like, well, oh, movies, movies will I show aliens and talk aliens. And then, you know, just to kind of distract us because it's like, well, you know, if it ends up happening, we'd all just kind of go, oh, hey, remember what I saw <laughs> in Independence Day or something like that? I mean, obviously, there's always that worry. It's like, are they going to be hostile? Or are they going to be nice? You know, it's like, you know, you have the two different kind of movies. You have your Independence Days, your Mars attacks. We're talking but about arrival. Mars. And then you got a rival yeah. who was just trying to, you trying to communicate. But I got it real okay. quick. Okay. All right. So the the theory being that what if we are one of the more advanced civilizations, right? The most more advanced planets, you know, just by happenstance, you know, we do it. We live next to a young star, but you know, for the same reason, they might be a million years ahead. They might be a million years behind, right? For that same conclusion, you know, right. So what if there's a world or a, a, a chance that we are just building ourselves to become the alien right well yeah there's that there's i've heard that theory many times yeah. where it's like you know when you talk about like the gray the, the big head the skinny body it's like are we getting to that point because i mean you rogan people, talks it, about that a lot rogan talks about it all the yeah. time that's where i'm that's where i'm like getting yeah. this from is like the fact that it's like we talk about like all right well what if we you know do a ve vegetarian diet or and we do this whole thing where like basically there's no gender there's no well, think about it so then we get frail, we get skinny, but we're very smart and you don't have any distinctive old genitals or whatever the hell. There's always like, yeah, there's always that theory. Well, of yeah. like maybe the phrase that people are talking about are us in the future kind of thing. Again. And it's, yeah. 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 Right. So, like so that. that brings in that. And this is where it gets really messy. Right. Because if it's true, it's if, if anything of it's true, it's, it's you know, we have to really consider that it all might be true or, or that we don't really necessarily maybe we just can't perceive they're you know perceive oh, yeah. it yet so what if you know well, it's what like, if, it's like if you ask a dog like can you perceive wi-fi of course they just look at you yeah. like, you know it's yeah. like yeah right. exactly no, 100 wi-fi you know 100 percent. and yeah. and uh you know th th there's there there's so much that we have like that we have we still don't even know about ourselves right we, we don't even know oh, we're still uh, wondering a lot of our own human history. There's a lot of debate about that as well. You know, but the UFO kind of thing bleeds into there as well, because a lot of people think that they're here because they have a vested interest in us. Maybe they mixed us up. And if that's not a, a, an origin story that you're willing to understand, to hear, then you're not willing to, to be a scientist. <laughs> like we need to look at all the, the scientific process isn't just about what we like and what we don't like. It's you're supposed to be open to peer review. You're supposed to be able to put through alternative theories and, and it's supposed to be a discussion. We shouldn't just label someone crazy because they put an idea forward, right? Yeah. That maybe you don't like, maybe it challenges a little bit of your belief. But again, what makes us unique as human beings, in my opinion, is the ability to perceive, to show empathy, right? To, to, to we care like we're, we're 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 a little bit selfish right all these things these make us that unique human and and part of that is is being willing to get your ass kicked or to fall over and get back up and keep moving part of that is 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 that struggle right so 
it, to, to give that up, to, to, to say this isn't true because I don't think it's possible, well, then, then move out of the way. Let the people who, who, who are willing to have the conversation at least uh, have the conversation. It's interesting. Uh, Casey, you've been kind of quiet about this. So like, what, what, are, what have been your thoughts about like, kind of this, this subject? Well, um, I have, you know, researched about this before, like in and out, like I don't consider myself an enthusiast, but I have, you know, looked at stuff and some of the Rogan interviews, you know, um, the Roswell incident and some other stuff like that. And uh, I used to follow a channel, you know, called Secure Team 10. Um, and they kind of, uh, you know, stopped at a certain point um so i fell off from that but uh, i used to follow that a lot so i i was updated you know a few years ago i was updated on every new incident and stuff like that but again um i feel like there are a lot of stuff that can easily be debunked but they're oh, yeah. like you know like ty you're saying the one percent is really compelling and you cannot you know argue against that like the high speed you know um the high-speed vehicles that suddenly stop and make you know 180 degree turns and stuff like that—that's that, just not possible. You Inertial know, effect would kill a human pilot, right? So stuff like that is pretty compelling, but you know, and unexplainable based on current technology, at least. So, and I do feel that you know, a lot of the Uf UFOs that are seen on Earth that can easily be made you know with the technology we have but not those fast ones um mm -hmm. so there are some of them that you cannot just reverse engineer and i do think that you know they are currently reverse engineering as well and you know testing stuff like that that's, um to to add yeah. to that, that that's what a lot of like dr greer his point of view is that there are extra like there are ufos that are not human but they're most of them are human nowadays yeah like right. they're reversing well, they, they, yeah. they talk about how like sometimes the government is like 40 years ahead of like technology that we yeah. know about kind of thing so there's always like that aspect think here tic tac like, is a is a is a skunk works uh a thing like a skunk works project but then you know the u.s government just came out and said it was a chinese surveillance drone so it's like okay you're telling me that someone has a 40 to 60 foot fucking uh uh um propane tank flying around with no means of normal like a uh, conventional propulsion no windows no surface no rivets no nothing i just I, I don't buy it one thing for sure is that they gotta start thinking of their excuses better because yeah just... <laughs> yeah swamp gas doesn't really work anymore i i, I mean but, but 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 why though how many people are paying attention how many people yeah. even give a shit that's another that's thing. That's another that's thing that, that, you know, about earlier is the fact that there's that's like all this stuff that's been released and nobody, everybody's kind of going, eh, you know. It's also because we live in a you know age where someone can take you know end game and just CGI a T Rex yeah. into yeah. you know, like boss <laughs> so logic don't fucking creates it, yeah. you know. See, that's uh, the so thing people that just don't believe what they're seeing because it's gotten so good that you can easily fake stuff like that. My, my my surface level question with respect to all of this is okay. Let's say that the first contact is inevitable. Pick the movie that you would it's want Star Trek it to be. Star Trek. 
rival. Oh, oh, it's a, oh, it's a, that is that is one of the best Star Trek films. I'm See, saying. No, first contact. It, it's yeah. it's not, so, not the scenario that I would choose <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. But yes, it is very. But but, but isn't yeah, there so, also a theory that Star Trek was basically based on what you know real stuff at that time? And well, the I mean, like the the roots of I mean, they, it's weird. Like the roots of what Star Trek is based out of. I mean, yeah, there were theories, but it also was like ahead of its time because the literally the, the 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 show mm-hmm. built things that exist in regular life. Today. Right. Like this is the craziest thing. Like you watch an episode, like one of the earliest episodes of the original series, and you see Doctor McCoy in sick bay, and he's examining Kirk or a patient, and you hear this thing, this monitor going beep, beep, <laughs> beep. At that time, heart rate heart rate monitors did not exist. Yeah, EKGs didn't not exist not at in, not, not in hospitals. Yep. And yet, and and yet they're like, oh, what a what a great idea. <laughs> uh, cell phones. Communicators are flip phones. Yeah, they've right? had that. So, yeah, they were. Yeah, and, 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 and any, any, even the military has adapted the design of the bridge, like with the captain's chair and ops and helm and all that stuff, for like their designs of like aircraft carriers and like battleships, yeah. like as far as like operational command. So He's, like the show absolutely. Yeah the, yeah, the the show absolutely like contributed Gave a them lot ideas. Yeah. with respect to and 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 those writers like Dorothy Fontana I, I was... and 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 uh, Gene Kuhn, like they they were science fiction writers and a lot of the stuff comes from I mean back in the fifties sixties like it would come out Asimov Gibson Philip K Dick like they were well, Harlan about, Ellison who wrote how... for the show like they, yeah. they, they all this stuff came from. They, I mean, they and they talked about aliens, artificial yeah. intelligence, uh, super tech, uh, virtual reality, all that stuff. Absolutely, yes. Definitely. And think about how like you I mean you you grew up as a as a kid. Star Trek, it, you know, you talk to some scientists. Like thing, things like Star Trek is what gets them into science, right? And then that's oh, how they like, kick yeah, off the, a fucking lifelong the, passion for it. The, and then the they go build the fucking pro- things they saw. The, the space shuttle program literally exists. Because of literally the first test shuttle that was built was named the Enterprise, mm-hmm. and they brought the crew, they brought the cast out there in the seventies to launch it. Like it, yeah. it, it literally exists because of that. It's crazy. So yeah, crazy. definitely. But, uh, but the got- movie that I would pick is Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah, that's always one. Yeah, that that, 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 that is- when I was a kid. But it's such a great. He's such a great movie. It, it's 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 arguably one of Spielberg's most underrated movies because when when you think I don't think, but well, I think, I, the re- reason I think it's underrated, Dave, is because when you hear Spielberg and Aliens, first thought is E.T. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. That's true. And, was, and I, I I've always looked at E.T. as like you know how like Casino was like a spiritual sequel to Goodfellas. Yeah. E.T. is like the spiritual sequel to Close Encounters. Of the third I, I could see that. I could see that. That's a and, good. And, yeah, I never really thought about that. Yeah. But it's yeah, like, no, that, that's it's a different I mean, species, a different species that came down or whatever the hell, because obviously he didn't look like the species of alien that you see at the end of uh, Close Encounters the third time that that uh, Richard Dreyfus is like, all right, let's go, guys. <laughs> you know, and he's just, you know, they're small little dudes except for that one that looked all that was well, it, well and, and even like even look at the concept there the idea of if we're going to communicate with aliens the universal language is music 
Yeah. Well, it actually right? be mathematics. So yeah, mathematics right. would yeah. be the universal language. But at the same right. time, it was like it was kind of mathematic in a way because just music like, can be mathematic. Yeah, yeah. Well, music, it, music like, is very, music yeah. is very mathematic. Yeah. Especially when you saw like the the different lights that were displayed when they were on the ship and then on like the building, and it's like dun 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 dun. And it's like it, right. it was like it was a pattern. So and you know that's mathematical right there. So it's crazy. But we're gonna bring in, of course, uh, somebody who's from another planet right now. Oh God! Why is what, what's going? On? Throw a knife at Stephen. Yeah, okay. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's going on, Stephen? Hey, hey, hey! You're how's my how's my audio? I was gonna say how's the mic this week? Oh so good. How's the mic this it's week? Good. Is it good? All, right. all right. Now he figured it out last week, and now it's all go. good. Um, as you can Do see, you guys think Twitter is gonna actually die? No, <laughs> no, it's dude. People are getting so fucking crazy last night. It, 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 so it, it got crazy. It got it's crazy. ironic that people who like 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 they freak out about misinformation and everything, and then yeah. like someone will post a thread and be like, "I was just fired from Twitter, and <laughs> their server room is made out of water beds right now." And people will be like, "What? Elon Musk is using water beds to power servers? That makes no sense." It's like, guys, guys, guys. And to make it even better, Elon so, just you know replies out of <laughs> as if it is true. So, so let, let, yeah. let, let, and he's let, like, "Where let, do you think I'm sleeping?" and they're like what he's crazy it's like <laughs> let, let, let's let's all be honest because because it because I, I get on twitter and i'm like, like i saw the people freaking out and then i see the people making fun of the people freaking out and i'm yeah. like okay people making fun of the people freaking out you're really just mad it didn't crash aren't you no because i was you what you, you I was, say, was there all night i know i was, like, <laughs> I was making fun of people but, like freaking out and i was just like but, you guys but, is, but isn't there a little isn't there a little part of you especially with all the shit that we've been dealing with over the last number of years on social media isn't there a part of you that just is like go ahead kill it that's what that's why i personally think the funniest brand as someone who is constantly in support of whatever the funniest and like most chaotic outcome is that's just like the most interesting thing to me and like let's go for it um twitter elon musk running twitter by himself in that office with not a single soul <laughs> in the company and the site staying up yes is probably the not that, not that i'm like i'm not like i don't he couldn't do that but like no, no way as a as a hypothetical situation of him like like let's say it's like the fucking dharma initiative and he's got to go down and flip a switch every <laughs> like <Dharma. laughs> like that's <laughs> that is my ideal <laughs> That is my ideal future for Twitter oh right now. Oh my god, you like, got the fucking lost reference in for the win. The Dharma Initiative. I had one of those moments where I took a breath and I'm like, all right, I have until I exhale to remember the name of the fucking, and then I was like, Dharma, there we go, keep going. Yeah. Wow, that was, that was a, uh, I'm going to, because I just got a vivid picture of Elon, like, running around to flip that switch. Uh, like that. Yeah, with, uh, uh, what is it, Downtown? Is that the song yeah. that plays? <laughs> Like, just like Damon. He's absolutely fucking losing his mind. Start like, speaking just... in an Australian accent. For... <laughs> now I want to watch Lost. I know. Oh, I God. mean, hey, I mean, sometimes you know, when when you listen to Elon talk, you go. Like, and then, meanwhile, everyone on Twitter is John Locke banging on the outside of the door, like, "Why won't you come out?" <laughs> oh my God! I, I, I mean, also, I mean, what's I... funny was while people were freaking out, he was just posting memes. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. you troll. He posted one that's meme. Someone replied with another meme in the comments. He's not going to validate it. That as well. Right. I know. Because he's not going to validate it. He's going to. He's going to. He's going to literally. Even if it actually. to that. Like I think you think someone buys even if it is crumbling. He's even if it is crumbling though, Casey. He's never going to admit it. He's going to be the dog sitting in the cafe oh, he with the fire going. He's enjoying, he's enjoying he, the overreaction. He wants, like, why would people think that someone is buying a $40 billion company just to tank it in one month? I, I don't get it. Seriously. Like, how no, can I people think, overreact that much? But I think because I, he's got, a, he, he honestly, got on one hand, you've got the people who, who think he has people no idea think, what he's doing. Yeah, you've got people who think that he's thing. like running it with a crank generator. Um, and firing oh. people for no reason, and then on the other hand, you've got people who think that it's like 4D chess, and he's like right, an exposed right. the Illuminati or something. So I've always said, that. and like you re can go in back... reality, he's playing right, checkers right. and trolling the people who think he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's not, he's not, it's not 4D chess, but also it's, it's like 4D. It's, it's, it's checkers. He's just playing checkers. Right. He's like he's basic. This isn't. This is nothing. Right. Exactly. It's. It's in the middle. It's never one side. I think yeah. one thing. The thing that people, a lot of people don't get also about like firing all the employees and stuff like that. Like it's sad that all these people lose their jobs. So I don't mean to dismiss that as like not necessary or whatever. But like a, we're in a recession, so everybody's firing. But b, yeah, no shit. With with a company like Twitter, it was. It's a. It's a bloated company. But um, you, you can. You you do lose services and, and 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 functionality and oversight, but like in order to like keep the site operating in a way that like like to not crash, you you do not need many people. I mean, you look at like Twitter was running just fine with, um, you know, with twelve people back people in two thousand and eight. And sure, it's a lot like more complicated were... than it is now, but it's not like every time you spin up a server, you need a thousand new people. Yeah. You know, we're talking right. about like thousands and thousands of people who were who were like. Um, I don't know, doing a lot of things that weren't 100% ne necessary for the functioning of the site. I'm not saying their jobs were pointless, but like you can get rid of them and the company would... He came in would, to trim the as soon As, as soon as that bad. employee's tweet, you know, went out, people were like, people were thinking thousands of people were sitting on, you know, individual cycles and just manually powering the website and as soon as they leave it's going to shut down oh wait wait, like, wait, 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 wait like black all, all the twitter employees really? were on hamster black wheels mirror. and the only they, reason yeah. it was running no. is they all they, they, they thought everybody at twitter was daniel Kali and black mirror seriously yeah. no it's like the dharma initiative and who's <laughs> yeah. gonna flip the button if there's not who's ten thousand twitter employees in yeah. the office yeah yeah <laughs> i always said you you can trace this back to like one of my early shows uh i, I elon came up in passing that he's either the hero of the story or the villain, and we're just waiting to kind of find out. But like, he's just in reality. But you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Well, that's what people want Elon to be is the, the well, like, look at Neuralink, Neuralink, right? Tesla, yeah. these companies that have chances. SpaceX, these companies have chances of really changing the world for the better. But then you have things like his social, uh, uh, what he does on Twitter, like he likes to poke the bear he likes he, a shit post yeah. he likes yeah, a shit I, post. I think he honestly in my opinion i think he um i think he needs a, a social media manager uh because i think he needs to be vetted a little bit more <laughs> yes but, i mean that would take away the fun though he, he, he is hardly the, he <laughs> is hardly the only person that needs a social media manager yeah in his yeah position. yeah it, it reminds me it's it's very different but in a lot of ways it reminds me of like being a snyder fan because yeah, because uh, yeah, you've got I agree. you've got like all these Snyder fans who you're like, like you almost don't want to be like, hey, look, I like Zack Snyder because, 
you're like, but I'm not one of those. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah because you, oh, yeah. you, you know, I say with UFOs, warship, that, yes. that warship, um, they're just like, oh my God. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, whoa, whoa, but whoa. I think, like, I, I think I a good example, that. a really good example, and this is, a, I was probably going to be polarizing even on the, on the panel, but is like with the tunnels. Cause you guys were talking about that with like with Mars earlier. Um, and I think it was with Mars. Um, yeah. but you were, but you're talking about like, like yeah. if you think about the way we've built our civilization, it's kind of like we took a left turn at one point in, in the way that we approach engineering and everything and like never really mm. second guessed it. Cause like it. you look at our cities, we build our cities up and then we build roads into the cities. So it's like an inherent bottleneck. Everyone goes up into the buildings bring a million people into the city and then they all leave on the same road every day the yeah. buildings it they you're fighting gravity going up you need all this energy meanwhile like you think about it you go down yeah yeah there's other engineering complications with that but you can have there is geothermal like you you have built-in geothermal energy if you go down you have um you have um navigation is way easier because you don't have to you don't have to worry about gravity or this you know the sky and etc apparently um earthquakes aren't actually a big deal once you're below a pretty low threshold um really and then other and then other um other you know weather stuff is is out of the is out, out of the, of the picture question also. like you think about like the the amount of infrastructure that we spend building vertically on cities and spending the same amount of infrastructure building down into the ground it would actually be there's other problems that I'm sure I'm too ignorant to understand. And so I'm not saying like, this is like secretly a brilliant idea, but it's one of those things where you start thinking about it and you're like, oh, wow. I think the only reason we build buildings the way we do is because that's just the way it's been done and the way we designed all of our tools and the way we've always done it. But if you really th like, for example, if and when we go to Mars, you look at the boring company, you look at the test, the robots that Tesla is doing, you look at um, Tesla itself and, and, and SpaceX, he's got all of the components he needs to build the tunnels, build, you know, have the, the worker, the workforce to do it. Um, and, and that's totally like, you're not going to be on Mars unless you build a sub, like you're not going to build a dome. You're going to, yeah. you're going to tunnel. You're going to go in. Um, and so who knows if that works or whatever, but like, if you're going to talk about it, if you're going to theorize about how is it, can it be done? Should it be done? Who will do it? Like to me, that is like, well, yeah, I guess you're you're not going to build like there. You're gonna you're gonna build underground, and and like that's so. And I don't know if that's how he reached the tunnel idea, or if or he's I've never even heard him talk about tunneling on Mars. But like watching him talk about the boring company and the tunnels, and then watching him talk about going to Mars, I'm like, you know, you've got <laughs> like you you've got, got a way too much right on your plate, kid. Yeah, way too you much. got all but, this stuff to do that. You know and what's so, interesting? Yeah, about about that. The, you know the whole thing if you think about it so say say a, a a comet hit the planet and wiped us out you know like like actually like an extinction level event not hoping would, for that but okay nope again <laughs> not hoping for that Bruce Willis what would be what would be left most likely after us is i mean our you know for years and years are the metals in our stuff the wood all these very very like these materials that would break down very easily after, you know, not being maintained. Um, we'd be left with things like the great pyramids, things that are made out of stone, like uh, uh, ancient uh, uh, 
uh, well, you look structures. At, like, like they the, were just uh, the Sphinx. Stone is the only thing, man. The, Sto- the, like, yeah. You find writing they, the Egyptians wrote about the Sphinx as something they discovered, not as something they yeah. made. So, so who's to even... say we yeah, haven't that... already been through a great reset? Like, oh, yeah. you, that's why yeah, I want to go back to Plato. Has anybody well, there's, seen there's, Stargate? Well, no, and yeah, there's, there's, exactly. there's just... <laughs> somebody was talking about Stargate you, in the chat. Yeah, it's one of those younger dryas. Like. You look at yeah. like all the different cultures that have a story of a of like a global flood or of something. Flood. Or glo- uh, there's all sort like all around the world. Obviously, it's biblical, but also you know all sorts of other cultures have that. And well, the reason it, stuff like the yeah. Tower of Babel. Imagine the Tower of Babel being being um, being a metaphorical or a like if we had a high tech society. Like you, we know there was like astronomy and stuff that they had at the time that was like far beyond fucking far too. It's, it's like how do they know that hunter? Yeah, without without that technology. And so then, but so imagine you were, you had built like to the level that we are. And then like, imagine we lost electricity, for example, just electricity alone. If the power grid went down, how long would it take for us to be back to the stone ages? Not very fucking long. Uh, no, it would be instant. People don't understand. It would be, it'd be like a couple of weeks, right? If, if, we if, are if you so vulnerable. So, um, and so, and so, and, and then, so how many generations is it then before, you the stories about what society used to be like are something like you would read in the bible yeah. um something like the tower of babel where it's like okay how do you explain that we built our society up to this huge level and then it collapsed all of a sudden and we lost the ability to communicate well the tower of babel says that people tried to build a tower to heaven and then it got knocked down and everybody learned had different languages because god scattered them across the earth with different languages so they couldn't communicate and part of the uh, problem, hypothetically, like, that's a great metaphor for you build a society up trying to elevate mankind and then you you lose it. You lose the Internet. You lose the ability to communicate. You're scattered all over the world. I'm not saying that's exactly what, what it if, is, but what it's, if, it what works. If, what like, if we take the religion out of that? and We talk about like what we're doing to the environment. Right. So Plato even talks about uh, uh, the uh, Atlantis. Right. So the idea of an advanced uh, civilization, let's just say that there might have been what wh- what happens when you take too much. Yeah. Mother Earth, well, the Earth resets. The the Earth kicks back. It's, well, a, it's, it's just, a living thing, right? Yeah. So what happens when 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 you as a species reach a little bit too far, like oh, we're yeah. doing right now? Wh- who's to say that? Well, you know, well, it's, and that's it's, such it's, a pertinent... it's, an old, it's an old George Carlin bit where he even said, like, he goes, "It's like he's all the planet's fine, the people are fucked." He, yeah. even said, he goes, pack your shit, folks. The, the, the planet's just going to shake us off like, like a Like Graham Hancock said. Yeah. We seem to be a civilization with amnesia. Yeah. But look at, look at, it's one of those things where like myth, um, I, I think probably everyone here agrees that myth, myth is a, a powerful, we're all storytelling lovers, right? Myth is like yeah. such a, a pertinent thing, but not just in like the way that we, we tell like modern stories, but in there, there's so much history packed into myth that, um, just because of oral tradition and and having it handed down and so you look at stuff like atlantis but then even even more modern you know you've got you've got atlantis you've got um um ah shit what was the name of the dude with the the wax wings um they flew too close to the sun icarus icarus Icarus, thank you um or you know even fucking tolkien the dwarves delved too deep and uh, like you've got like like so many different cultures and 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 mythoses have this idea of you went too hard. <laughs> yeah. You drove and a li- you drove your spear a little bit too uh, far. You you fucked around and you found out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Even um, Ultron says it. Uh as soon as the earth starts to settle. Fuck around and find out is that old, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah, it is so, a very it, it's it's inherently an ancient concept. You flew too close. It, you, you fucked history, around too close to the sun, and <laughs> oh you found out. Like, yeah. History repeats itself, yeah. and I, yeah. I think we are a, a civilization with amnesia. There's very there's a lot of uh, evidence to suggest that there was actually a comet that did hit us from the younger Dryas in the uh, that that ca uh, caused the end of the ice age, um, which propelled the planet into the way that we see it now right so the earth went through a radical change in in a very short period of time like like not thousands of not million you know i i don't know the time frame uh, as well off the top of my head but the when you know they, they present all this information there's a lot of evidence that they that present that are like wow this is really compelling maybe we should take a, a second look right there are a lot of coincidences you know and i think they're looked at a little bit with a sh uh, a cold shoulder because maybe it is from the bible well why does every civilization not just in the bible but ancient sumer right considered to be the first civilization how they talk about a flood the, all over this the, the world you taught me in school that none of these people fucking talk to each other how do they all tell the a, same fucking story? That is the thing about, you know, the Sumerian culture also, because um, a part of what I believe with the alien thing is also that there might have been, you know, alien civil, uh, civilizations before that we don't know of. And those were probably the, you know, where the drawings and stuff came from. Right. And uh, that's also pretty compelling. Um, you know, I, I feel like that's more compelling than having more than aliens or stuff like that, because that's also something that could, you know, people could conclude that and write it into religion. Like those people who don't understand what was happening at that time could, you know, um, see them as angels or prophets or whatever. Right. So. That's something that has also fascinated me because there's a lot of stuff in that Sumerian culture as well. Like, how did they know so accurately without tools, you know, um, how many planets are there in the solar, solar system and, and what had, sizes they are? Yeah, yeah they, had, they had Saturn with the rings and all this right. stuff. You actually saw that. That was weird. Like, the fact that they actually knew all that. I don't know. It's so yeah. great. Yeah, and like, let's not forget that, that uh, you know, People like Graham Hancock and, and, and Randall Carson, you know, they are presenting a theory that is a little scary to think about, right? That 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 maybe there was this reset about 13,000 years ago, right? Or, or not 13, uh, is it 13? 13 uh, don't quote me on that number specifically, but, you know, <laughs> that, that an impact like that could cause a radical change, you know, because history likes to think that there's, it's a long gradual progression right that's how it works it's gradual over millions of years but these people are putting a a, a different theory forward so again not to say that they're right but i think we need to look at the evidence and we need to be open to peer review and we need to be open to being wrong like that's again that's i think that's the the, the moral of the story is just be open to being wrong be willing to be like you know what i didn't have it right you know, this this is far more uh, uh, compelling and, and and likely than the alter, uh, alternative. Nothing wrong with that. It's just like organized religion, right? How many organized religions are there, like in existence? And too many. If if there is an, does afterlife, anyone actually know the number? It, 
if if, if, oh, if I bet there it's, is an it's not countable. And then even right, if you could right. count how many, you know, you you couldn't even track the number of sections within each one because so, they're right. all splitting on a on the daily. Like you, they're it's so, growing so faster if, than you could even count. So so if there is an afterlife that we're all going to, that's a shitload of wrong people. <laughs> that is a lot of wrong people. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. And, but and then and, you know and, and, again. I, I don't want to sound like a fucking schmuck, but to keep, you know, to keep it interesting, my, 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 one of the cool things about it is like, what if by answering one of these questions, you know, the, of the couple that really ponder humans is the, you know, are we alone? What happens after we die? What if by answering one of them, we answer both, you know, what if they have more, like, what are the implications for, uh, uh, making contact with an advanced civilization? Well, history shows us that it's not good for the, uh, um, the person that's uh, inferior, like right, this superior comes in, you know, and then disease and and uh, uh, just advancement wipes out the inferior, uh, you know, tribe, if you will, in this case. So, well, but, but who's a, to say that's the situation? I'm a, a a bit of a skeptic on on most alien stuff, but. Um, I, 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 I'm 100% in agreement on, um, admitting that we're wrong. And I think science has a, a bad, I mean, not, not just like has a bad penchant recently, but always like science, um, as an institution has been a, a, um, an argument for the status quo when usually it needed. And, and you look at that, like throughout, I mean, in medicine and whatever, they're always killing the people who have the new ideas. And then later on, they're like, oh, it turns out they were right. And then someone else has another new idea. And they're like, no, we already have the new idea. Then they like, I mean, like to the, you know, throughout, you know, the, from, from accusing the, like the dude that, it, that discovered germs was accused of witchcraft. And <laughs> far, far too many of our geniuses were ridiculed while they were alive, but then in death, proven right right now they you know we and, go back and, and, and the we institution talk about is always the one that's that's the slowest and so mm -hmm. and so like while i'll say like i'm 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 highly skeptical of of the con the conclusion of like like aliens for example like not to shoot skeptical. anything down i'll say the lack of curiosity like for example and i know this is probably as, as someone who's way more into this this is probably not I, I wouldn't say this is a an accurate representation of the the community or whatever but like you watch ancient aliens <laughs> and um and I watch it and it's hilarious because I'm like oh this is all fascinating stuff I'd love to know the answers on this and they're like aliens and I'm like okay maybe. <laughs> what else could it be and they're like aliens I'm like let's yeah. let's really dig in you brought up you you told there's so many fascinating things I would love it why do all these cultures have these same stories and like aliens like, that's one idea what's another one like that's, no, that's it, just, it ends there that has been it, my my breaking point for that show because I used to just watch YouTube videos for that I didn't know it was a show so I, I used to watch videos videos of that and yeah. i just kept watching a few and i was crazy like hair. yeah i just kept watching a few and then it was like boring. like the alien answer is fascinating but like there's a lot of other fascinating <laughs> answers also um but and, that's, and the that's the thing that's the thing the same way that because... in the same way that science is like no we're not going to talk about those things you, you have you have um oh, like God. that that show specifically with like well it's this one track mind it's like well maybe we can and that's why I think going back like to Elon Musk, whether or not he's crazy and stupid and doomed to, to destroy everything or not, 
at least he's like, hey, let's try some stupid shit. <laughs> like, he's willing to fall on his That's ass. what happened to me as well, because I was watching those videos and I was like you, I was fascinated by it. But then they concluded each time that was aliens without any <laughs> physical evidence of it. And I was like, wait a minute, what's yeah. happening here? And then I, you know, researched it and I found wrong. out it's that it's so a show interesting, going yeah. on for multiple seasons. And then I was like, oh, I'll tell you this why. about you ancient aliens. The audience going. I'll tell you. Yeah, I'll tell you this about ancient aliens. The first two seasons really are the only thing that you should watch because those are the fundamentals of like the ancient alien uh, uh, theory, if you will. Uh, but this is it goes back further than that. The ancient alien theory is adopted from something uh, uh, that Russians look at as religion, the co right. cos cosmology. So, uh, co a lot of a lot of religions actually have that. Like even yeah. Hinduism, it's very. Sanskrit and Hinduism, you know, they are also very old um, cultures and they have the old one of the oldest books that, you know, um, that have all this information of they legit have UFOs in those books. Yep. So their religion they don't look at it as a yeah, they don't look at it as like same thing with Native Americans. Right. They don't look at these things as they, they don't look at them as a, a, a mystery. They they well, look at them and say we divine. understand, and that's the same right, thing divine, that's funny about like yeah. most talk about like religion and stuff. Also, in like from both from inside and outside uh, religious institutions, is that found like foundationally like back up and look at what we're actually talking about. I mean, you're like if you're talking about like a spiritual realm, you're talking about aliens, you're talking about any of this stuff. You're you're talking about different like like we know there are there are there are um, there are dimensions that we we don't fully comprehend yet. Yes. Um, and so, of That's course, in the theory. same way, in the same way that we don't know, you know, are there aliens or not? That doesn't mean, oh, therefore there are. But <laughs> but there but but we do know that there is things that we don't understand about that. And so it's funny when, like, for example, when someone mocks mocks religion as like, oh, well, it's the, the big bearded man in the sky. And it's like, well, no. But I mean, what if, you know, something. Or like, for example, like, 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 let's look at simulation theory. I also don't buy simulation theory, but it's let's fucking say we are in a simulation. Think about. Then Elon therefore, <laughs> then therefore, um, like the if you're to establish like a religion, the person who built and runs the simulation would then be God, right? God, right. Yeah. How is that any different than the biblical God or the or the the God of the of, of any other religion? One um, thing the simulation solves within you know the religion thing that people question about is people always you know ask about. Why is there an omnipotent, you know, all-powerful God and there being so much destruction and innocents dying and stuff like that? If it's a simulation, it won't be real, right? Oh, fuck. They got him. He said too much. He said too much. Yeah, oh, we're not, we're not seeing those interviews. Travis, been Travis hasn't it. spoken in a half hour. He yeah. times in with like, the perfect time. <laughs> Oh, yeah. okay. Ty, Ty, we thought they got oh, you. They thought, they got, they got, this is a close. Hello, partial disclosure. Ty was replaced. Yeah, this is simulation. Body double. Wow. Yeah. Oh, new code in there. Yeah. It's like, I changed my mind, guys. There is nothing the abnormal. <laughs> no, I fucking hit the X in the corner by accident. Is what happened. Careful, this yeah, stream's right. gonna get wiped out. We know what the government wants us to. Find. I was actually no, because I was gonna, I was, I was trying to bring Twitter up, and I was gonna be like, you know what? I'm actually having a really fun, uh, fun time tonight. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. This I'm, is what I'm, we do on here, yeah. man. You know, um, nothing wrong with a little alien. I mean, this is like a. I mean, we we're always talking. You know, movies, movies, movies. 
that's why I was like, hey, let's let's talk about this stuff. This is yeah. what's fun. Well, and that's why that's why I was saying that I just I appreciate even even when it's stuff that I, I I'm not fully on board it's, with that when there's a curiosity there about what is this and why exactly. is this because even even like I said there's like there's things that we can't explain. Let's say oh we it's not aliens. Okay, cool. So what is it? Yeah. That's still an interesting question. And to say like it's not aliens, done deal. No, nothing else to talk about. It's like well no, there's we still don't know what it is or yeah. why or like yeah. Probably and again, that's why I hate when stuff. people say like when you say you know oh i'm interested in ufos right because you want to like get the you you want to get to the point you want to that's the easiest way to get to the point you know a ufo because that's generally known but it's also got this stigma attached to it where yeah. people look at you sideways like you know out of the side of their neck they're like uh, well, you I, know I, that's why yeah. they changed the name to uaps uap then. yeah but i mean they, oh, then they I, keep I changing that i hate that <laughs> Well, I didn't even know about that until I watched it. But, 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 but see, but here's the thing. It's like, the, the, <laughs> you're right. People do look at others sideways for like, you know, positing the theory. But but any of us, like anyone in our circles that has read enough stuff, like fiction, like watched enough things, like it, yeah. the ideas, like we were talking earlier, the ideas come from somewhere. And on mm -hmm. some level, all of us, I think, <sighs> A lot of us, maybe not all of us, but a lot of us look in, look at these stories, these myths, if you will. And in our minds, we're like, okay, this isn't real, but I could see a path. Right. To like well, I, think I, mean, I mean, like, like even look at the fictional history of Star Trek. The fictional history of Star Trek is World War Three happens, cripples the planet badly enough to a point where aliens have to assist us and those aliens are the Vulcans like that's yeah. literally what happened that's literally like how it goes and then that's how mankind ascends and the whole tale is basically it's centered around the idea of okay we screwed up we flew too close to the sun and now we need help to finally get to where we've never been before and then of course once they and get to space yeah. they find out you know there's all other civilizations that are making the same mistakes they made Right. that we made for hundreds of years and then every week is like okay we're gonna help you we're, we are literally the enterprise is a ship full of don't let this happen to you as yeah, far as like right, history right. no you're absolutely history, correct history of everybody on the like of the whole crew that's, that's part of why it's great that the crew is as diverse as it is because you had you know you've got russians you've got japanese you've got who is african like there are so many perspectives is like yeah, we, we we know you shouldn't be doing it. Don't build those doomsday machines. Mm -hmm. Don't fly. Don't do. Don't create these experiments. Don't do that. Like that's what every episode essentially was. Was just like, yeah, we tried that and it failed. Don't don't do that. Don't right, do that. Like again. The older brother, you know, it's an older brother bringing the younger brother through the world. Totally. Right. You know, and so. I think that there's a story and, and and what always made folklore. Um, what made it so popular was there's always a little bit of truth to it, right? That's what made it a little bit intriguing. And, and I, I think there's something to that. Like maybe some, you look at the Dogon tribe, uh, which ancient aliens always talks about, but they don't have a written language. They tell all of their history orally. So it's passed down one to the next, right? And that's how they pass their history. They don't write it down. They just tell it. So, again, like, you know, we need to be open to, to see it from not a, 
perspective that we know. And that's the problem with a lot of people, skeptics that like Mick West and, and stuff, is they're looking at it through a lens of skepticism. They, they're look, they've already concluded that it's not real. They're just trying to figure out how it's not real. So you're starting from a biased standpoint. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you, there, like, for example, there's, um, there's like organizations, like there's, there's a missionary organization that goes around the world to like these tribes that don't have um, a written language. And, and so they're like, well, I want to teach you about God, but I can't give you a Bible. So let's make a language for you and then teach it to you and then give you a right. Bible to read. And wh whether, whether or not that's, you know, the Bible stuff aside, what some of the stuff that they've, they've come across that's fascinating that I was reading about was um, they'll have, they'll have certain, certain places where there's their cultures don't have words for like, like the way they talk about time, for example, is totally different. Like they don't have words to talk about um, like more than a certain time in the past. Like they don't have a word for tomorrow or whatever. Right. And, and so and as a result, your language kind of defines your, your perception. Like if you don't have a word for tomorrow, you don't talk about tomorrow, you don't plan for the future. And so therefore, uh -huh. you know, your, your culture is stagnant for, or I don't, I don't want to say stagnant because maybe that's, you know, arguably some of these people are happier than we are, <laughs> but they're, you know, your culture doesn't, doesn't advance um, like technologically or whatever in the same way. And so how does that change once you enter, like you have to, in order to like introduce them to, to writing, you have to introduce them to concepts, you know, like perceiving time differently, like changing all these things. And so as a result, when you're going to talk about, you know, something like oral tradition that is inherently fixated in, well, how does that culture evolve over time? And so therefore, if you're going to tell that story to someone, um, you know, like if you're going to, if you're telling, um, like if you're, it's even if you look at someone that is, you're going to talk to someone from a, a, a country that doesn't um, like baseball metaphors, for example, is common. If you're talking to someone in Europe who's not as familiar and you're like, Oh, first base or home run or whatever, they'll know it because of movies and stuff. But really um, for there's a lot of people who, who if they who if they aren't as familiar with the jargon <laughs> i think dice um, is almost there dice is almost there steve keep talking <laughs> there's i don't even where, where do they start missionaries um you like you gotta like, you gotta like teach them the game of baseball in order to like tell a story about you know a, a, that includes the right. phrase home run right right um and just so, include the phrase home run yeah and so about baseball so yeah so it's hilarious for anybody to say to to make any declarative statements about about any of this when the way the information is even exchanged is fundamentally altered simply based on something as simple as language. Right. Right. And, and it, if we look at like light speed travel, right. The relativity, the closer we get. So the, 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 there's all these uh, uh, openings for, to leave for, you know, the, the, the Rosen bridge. Right. So, but those aren't uh, uh, talked about in a sense, like, with the skeptics, they want to say, well, they can't get here for, for the same reason we can't get there. It's a time issue. Well, it's like, well, I, I, I think we're looking at that from a, the wrong standpoint. Like, again, time, we already know is a construct. Like, we perceive it in a, a linear way. You know, that's just how our society has done it. Um, we broke it down, you know, seconds, and that's how we... we that's where we went with it. That's that's our realm. That's how we perceive it. Well, but, but, but who's that's, to that's, say? That's the limits of our perception. Yes. So we can't go to, any further. Exactly. Our, so we can't yeah. we well, can't look at this from the in lens a, in a lot of ways. But of also, what we can do. It's the limits of our perception, but also our perception is, in many ways, defined by our experience. Mm 
our reality. Um, and so, yes. well, like, you know, not, I'm not saying that you can change your perception in order to like traverse differently in time, but, um, but you can perceive your, your passage through time differently. You know, like, if you, like if, if you get people talk about getting in a car accident and time slowing down, or you talk about, um, um, I don't know, all sorts of different ways that you, that you perceive it that also changes the way you experience it at the same time. And so, so much of that is rooted in like the now, I don't necessarily believe this, but how are we to know then that if that evolution of the way we perceive time doesn't continue to evolve that like many generations from now will legitimately be able to mentally stop it. Not that, well, like, yeah. what, I don't know, that's, it's crazy, base, but what, what there is the flexibility most, there. One of the most basic examples that I can think of, of time distortion with our perception is when you take a nap or accidentally fall asleep for what feels like a half hour and it was three minutes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That is or, or, or when you yeah. take a nap Multiple and you wake times. up and you go like, and you're like, wait, is it morning? Is it night? Right. Like, how yeah, many or yeah, yeah. Up? You see the clock yeah, and it awake, says, you're like, oh my God, I got to get up for work. And it's fucking, you know, and it's, you know, it's, right. it's 6 p.m., not 6 a.m. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. I've done that like a couple times and I've, it fucked me up. I was like, cause after you get, you know, you, you're rushing and then you're like, well, what's Wait, fascinating what? about the human body and brain also is that Optical we are illusions we're, for the we're mind. so adaptable to like psychotechnology, like, like the existence of writing, for example, Th think about how naturally you write and read. Um, yeah. assuming I, I think we all write and read, yeah. <laughs> but for, safe to say, you know, right? Everyone in this chat, um, I, I, I don't know how about? good I do it, but yeah, no, but, but I mean like you, you know, you, you don't consciously do it yet. It's not something you're, it's not something you're born with yet. Your brain right. does it as if you were. And so our, we, right. we adapt to these things, um, in, really in more ways than one. And so you start talking about something like, like the metaverse, for example, huh. I don't know that there's issues with that, but you, you talk about like the way we perceive these things. So who's to say that we, our bodies can't also adapt to um, like, it, like you, you talk about Neuralink, you talk about metaverse when we get to the place, which I imagine we will, where we can communicate without words, we can share experiences without do it. Like think, think about how primitive you travel a couple hundred years down the line and look back at this conversation that we're having now and how primitive it is that we're doing it with cameras. Like it's dude, it's, if, if, if we were to bring someone so, from a hundred years ago to this conversation right now, they would fucking look right. at us like we were okay. wizards, but a hundred okay, years in the future we, and bring we, them back. And they might be we like, are this is so wizards. We, we don't even need to go that far back. Go back 20 years. Yeah. Sure. Like, you guys sure, are sure. fucking wizards and they sure, burn sure. us. So you look at that time and talk about like, if we're having this in a virtual if we're having this experience in a virtual environment and we didn't require actual language, Physical, which is a, yeah. a time constraint to share with each other, if you could share experiences or thoughts with, with a thought or with, with digital yes. coding, then all of a sudden time dilation is like a real thing. What, how much experience can we have while we're, you know, in a moment, if, if our exchange of, of data is, is that much faster. And then it, at that it, point, it, if, like, it's crazy. If I go back to 1995, when which is I think that's when our family first got like internet, like computer with internet, America Online, Pro yeah, not, no, dial up, baby, that dial up, Prodigy. baby. If I go back to the if I go back to the dial up days. If I go back to my family during during the dial up days with our with our <laughs> 386 Windows 3.1 computer, and I show them this, they will freak yeah. the fuck out. Yeah. 
they will act as though they they will treat this like a magic wand from Harry Potter. Seriously. Well, and going back to language also, like you look at the way that the, the, the words that we use and the metaphors that we use in our, in our conversation, you bring someone from a couple hundred years ago into today, even though they speak English, English, it'd be hard to the the ability to communicate with them would be near impossible just because the the context and the and the slang and metaphors that we all use that is, stuff yeah the, 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 there's 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 a really good star trek episode about this called who watches the watchers it's the third season of next generation and one of the starfleet like principles is like you know the prime directive we will not interfere in another society that does not have warp capabilities, right? But we will observe. We will hide in rocks, Wasn't and we will watch them for part scientific. Of the opening of Star Trek Into the Darkness, or like, don't interfere. Wasn't that part of that? Like, it, that, that is that yes, yes, it was yeah. totally. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, they they have violated the Prime Directive so oh, yeah. many times. <laughs> but in yeah, this exactly. in in this particular, and Kirk was notorious for it. But like, of course, in this particular yeah. episode, they're observing a, a a culture called the Mentakans that. I guess the best way that I could just approximate them is they were they were very tribal, like Native American, yeah. if you will, right? Yeah. Like no technology, nothing, and they were still hunter gatherers. Exactly, and so they accidentally, like the the duck blind that the scientists were hiding in, failed. There was an explosion. The shield went down, and they see it, and they treat it like it's magic, and they eventually get to this point where they start worshiping Jean Luc Picard as a god. Ah. And like, and like, literally, when like, like he, and his whole like his whole point is like he is a man of science, and Starfleet we're people of science. We have to tell them the truth and rid them of their belief of the supernatural and all of that. And so, when, but he, it's such a difficult slog that he goes through for the entire episode because he brings one, he brings their leader aboard the Enterprise, and she is convinced that it's a giant city. And everyone is gods. Right. And he's yeah. trying to explain to her about how, you know, listen, your people live your people live in huts. Was it always like this? And like there was a time where you didn't know how to make huts. Someone invented a hut. You know, like he's trying to explain to her how everything like evolves. Is, yeah, and, and, and basically basically trying to explain to her, we're just like several generations of huts ahead of you. We're not yeah. magic. We right. just from from her perspective, hut. does that for him the differentiation matters. For her, does it make a difference whether they yeah. are or are not gods? I'd I'd argue in many ways, yes, but really it's not it doesn't change the way she perceives or, or interacts with them very much because their there's, capabilities compared to hers, their experience and knowledge compared to hers is Well there's the story of so the cargo the cargo shit the cargo planes. So um uh, Again, so it was in, in World War II, um, the, the, the Allies had to use uh, an island uh, or this, 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 this area of land where this tribe lived that didn't have contact with the rest of humanity. It's one of these, like the Dogon, which stay apart. And they had to use it. It was a strategic location. They couldn't get around it. They flew in and they, gave, they brought stuff to give to the, the locals to... to show them they didn't mean harm. They were just going to be here temporarily. You know, I'll be in a couple of years temporarily. We're going to be here temporarily. The, because they flew in, right? They flew in and gave them things they'd never had before that, you know, this, all this stuff just hit them in the face. They, that same thing happened. They started to, they built runways and stat like the little uh, statues 
and, and started worshiping the planes because it would bring them food and, and stuff, you know? It would bring them goods. And they were like, oh, my God, like, they would start worshiping it because, you know, if you, if you prayed enough, maybe they'd return, right? And they were coming back. But then the war ended, and they just left, right? And people have studied into it. I mean, these people, like, they, 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 they went on worshiping the cargo planes because they, they, one day they'd return well, and give and us more goods. Good, this is a good transition to the whole fact of, like, you know, say. Superman. I mean, obviously, this is in the title, and we were going to, like, hey, like, get to the Superman conversation. And so I was like, finally. <laughs> I just like how wide Dave tried to make that transition. I, you know. You know. Superman. <laughs> If you were, no, no, I'm just look, look, like I was wrong but, about Henry Cavill. I admit <laughs> that I was fucking wrong. What, what, what did you say about Henry? Cavill? I said that he was probably not going to come back. Uh, okay. Well, and, I mean, well, he's not no contract. Well, he's doesn't. Have, he's yeah. technically uh, not yeah. back yet, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all, all of the, the, well, that 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 rousing that incredible exclusive news. Yeah. Right, I fucking Big hate so. I hate him yeah. so much. <laughs> I hate him so, so much. No, this was. Well, uh, no, that, nice. Yeah, yeah, no, that that was. Yeah, that was. Uh, that's the rap, you know, yeah. peddling their opinions well, and speculation as new as new things. Well, that, oh my goodness! Here's what it is. Here's what it is when it comes to this, and you know, the fact that I love again that James Gunn. I was wondering, is he gonna, you know, really? I'm really hoping that the reason Ben asked him that is because he thought he was gonna take a shot at the rap because. Wow. Oh. That, that's. I'm really hoping that's why he like. Asked him that. Asked him about it. No, you know, this, this is what it is. This is what I've perceived when it comes to this, and just my own. This is from my side. Is the fact that okay? So when it comes to Cavill, it's like, yeah, maybe there's not like a full-on deal set because I'm thinking that James Gunn and Peter Safran are really trying to like write that Bible. They got their, you know, their their pens out, their 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 fucking feather pens out, dipping it in ink, and they're just you know across from each other, just writing that shit. And whatever the hell. And so they don't know exactly what Cavill's deal could be. But they're like, you have a deal. We, we got it all kind of maybe like we have it worked out. We're, you're going to be Superman. We just got to figure out where you're going to be placed all over this thing. So that's why there isn't like there is a deal. Like there's like a promise of a deal, but there's not a fucking set in stone deal. Right. Of course, Poopy Pants is going to be like, hey, let's poke the bear. And then Grace, same thing. Let's poke the bear. Okay. I'm sorry. Like any logical, rational individual can see the writing on the wall with this. Seven bucks and Danny Garcia and The Rock yeah. and everybody, they've spent six years trying to get this dude back on screen. First of all, they're not going to throw all of that leverage away just for one marketing ploy for Black Adam. That's not what that was about. The whole point was to get him back in active conversation so that whatever the future of the franchise was, he would be a part of it. It was something, it was a move to put pressure on the future yeah. of DC Studios to get him back involved in it. And that's precisely what they have. James Gunn and Peter Safran are not in a position, an enviable position, where they can build an eight to ten year plan for DC Studios and not include him. It, They're it, basically it, saying that we're not excluding him now. Yeah. That's the right. only thing they had to do. Right. And, and so that's why it makes sense why, okay, look, the movie came out a week or two before the guys got the job. So obviously, 
whatever deal there that may have even been in place, even verbally, obviously that's going to change because you have new guys in charge. But what has not changed is that all the hype and all the buildup and all the, the cards are on the table. You now are in a position where, like from a surface standpoint, you have to involve him. You have to use him. And especially when your boss that just hired you said Superman right. was important. Has said multiple and, times how important Superman is. So so the, the idea of like it's not news that there's no deal, that there's no formal deal, because why would there be one when right. the new guys have been in charge for two weeks exactly. and there's still I mean, Gunn even went to I don't know if he said this on Mastodon or Twitter, but he was like, guys, uh let's take a breath here. We just Mastodon, got the job. Mastodon, right? Yeah. That type of deal. It's like, yeah, you have to actually let the process play out. Why is yeah. it like it's it not news? It's not this is, like this is how it works. Yeah. Right. A few yeah. days ago, it came out in some article that they're very close to finishing that story. And I was wondering how could they write a whole, you know, 10 year plan in like just a few days. Right. right. And now, oh, it, you it, know, it, yesterday I, or today, it came out that, you know, there's still two more months. And I was well, like, okay. okay. Well, it, well, it, and I think it's also interesting if you pay attention to Gunn's actual response on Twitter, he did put in parentheses, presenting to right. warner brothers discovery he didn't yeah. say even they don't us. know that well that, that's, what, publicly, that's what i like about gun they present and yeah right like that yeah. I, I, that's what I, I like about that because somebody asked him was like hey are you going to reveal this whole thing he goes yes that is true to warner brothers like it's right. not going to be public Right. We are coming up with our own thing. Yeah. Oh, but I'm like sure all point. sorts of flies on the wall are going to know all sorts <laughs> yeah. of. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. But also uh, the, the, cabal, the cabal contracting also, like uh, like you were saying, once Gunn writes the whole thing, the whole plan, obviously Superman will be in that plan. So based on that, the contract or deal would be, you know, moving forward, not yeah just having a deal signed with Cavill and then trying to work that into the plan. Yeah, the you're plan not gonna is coming first. Exactly. And it has to. The plan has to right. come first before you sign any... It's also the same thing with Amy Adams for all the people that were freaking mm. out because of what she said <laughs> in the Enchanted premiere. It's like, guys, please, can we calm down? Seriously. that's not. This is not how... I, I realize we're impatient. stop looking at her eyes. Amongst other things, I but don't know you know, her eyes freak out. It's a very just nothing PR answer. Oh, I'm very happy for Henry. I'd like to come back. If not, someone else will do great in the role, and then she walks. That was yeah, a she wasn't. Was she Amy wasn't Adams excited was, enough, Travis. She wasn't. A lot of she wasn't. That, she didn't give us any okay, indicators. There are a lot of people <laughs> that would make a big deal about like wanting to be back, or I should hope they bring me back, or whatever. But like Amy right. Adams is 100 percent the one who's not going to rock the boat. No. She's gonna she, before the before the idea of her being recast has even been floated. She's gonna be like, oh, if they want to bring someone else in, I'm sure they'll do a great job. It's like, Amy, yeah. nobody even said that. Hold on, but like that's <laughs> right. Just, well, wait, know, wait, wait, just... wait, remember, remember a couple of years ago, I for, it was one of those actor and actor interviews, and her answer about whether or not she would do any more movies was something along the lines of, I think I'm kind of done with it. It was wishy washy then. She wouldn't even definitively say like, "Oh yeah, I'm done." They're not going to call me back. She she wasn't. She's uncertain because that's just how a lot she of the her answers. A lot of the DCU actors, I think, are just they were burned out because of the previous management, and now they're just curious as to where this is going, so that you know they'll decide whether they're interested or not. Right. Right. As but yeah, as you're well, not gonna. Like you said, everybody. You, you, 
and, and, and you're not going to sign a deal. You're not going to not anything long term until you have the plan in place. But that wasn't, right. and so that's the problem. The problem is they're trying to, you know, scoop, uh, scoopy pants, as you call them, scoop, scoop scooper <laughs> madness. Their whole point is they're trying to build off this idea of well, if he's if he was in Black Adam, then there must be a deal. No, that's not what Black Adam was about. Black Adam was about getting him in the conversation again because he wasn't in the conversation beforehand. Now he is, and you can't get him out unless right. you want to take a massive hit. From their point of view, there's only a certain amount of time. Let's say you know this this plan happens and they announce the movie. Da, 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 there's only so many times you can run a headline of Cavill doesn't have a contract, right? Once yeah. the movie's announced, you can't run that headline anymore. So that's like no money for you. So that's why it's like, mm-hmm. well, while well, it's in this limbo because there's nothing to offer right now because there's still a plan being made, but you can run that headline and get clicks and get money. That's that's exactly what right this now. is, Travis. They they, yeah. they see their window closing. Yeah. They know it's closing. They know the end is coming. They got to make hay while they can. That's exactly what it is. And and then, yeah, and like I said, it's like, yeah, maybe there's not a full-on fucking deal because there wasn't an announced, like, oh, yes, Henry Cavill signs a multi-picture deal for blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's like no, there's there's something there, but at the same time, it's like they're still trying to figure out exactly where what that is. Right. And I'm sure they're like reassuring and like, hey, you're going to be a big part of this whole thing. And, and they want to hear the pitch before signing on to something. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things where the the facts and the and the discourse don't always like align because yeah. I, I, without getting into, you know, there's been multiple people or sources who have said stuff like, um, um, you know, there's. Cavill doesn't have a deal or Superman movie isn't happening yet or whatever. And that's not like what happens is that, is that information, you know, like, which is, I think factual considering there is no roadmap yet. And so therefore there is no, you know, there is no deal. There is no, like, you know, there's no release date. Like, right. They're not lying. And so, and so that is a fact. And so what happens is that gets reported and then, but then what happens is then the discourse around it of are is it a lie is it true it's like gets out of hand and then all of a sudden like for example then when the man of steel movie gets a release date and cavill gets a contract or whatever then it's like well you were lying and like well no we weren't lying it's like let's just like there there's because there there it's it's a, a rock and a hard place between media needing to be factual and not be not it's not even a matter of wishful thinking so much as like what are you supposed to report like and outside of the or maybe you don't report anything at all and yet it gets it gets seized on by people who have an agenda with c there's no deal therefore x y and z and then people get defensive about oh no there is a deal otherwise he wouldn't have been in black or you know whatever yeah well that was always and that's the whole argument when like drop all of that the facts the facts are the facts but like there's no way it's not happening where the status of where it is now is only relevant as far as that's where it is now but that doesn't have anything to do with like oh you know what there was no there was no deal for man of steel in 1999 and yet it still happened in 2013 like there's no (laughs) right like the new regime also has been you know very (laughs) tight like dave said it was it's been very tight on revealing information to these scoopers or trades like we used to hear from the old regime like this so-and-so project is in development or something like that Mm. for years and years and it just never happened now there's literally nothing (laughs) there's (laughs) the plan is in place and there's nothing 
well, and th- well, that's why Grace went on a rant a week or so ago <laughs> because she knows that the dude in charge of DC Studios isn't going to give her shit. Yep, he's going yeah. to sh- he's going to shit on her, but he's not going to give yeah. her shit. You know, like he's there's the the the, the source of scoops is drying up as far as that goes, right? And, plug up those. Oh God, that makes me so happy. And, that well, she's well, it's, just oh God, well, it makes it, me so it, happy. And and, I, and you know we, we we've been talking. Oh, <laughs> a jump scare, we, Jesus. We, 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 that is a that is a jump scare. Damn, Rooney. Um, yeah. But uh, no, but like Travis talk- basically just color commentary on the stream. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm here for, you know. You're but, just, you're just a dude watching on, on his couch at home. Never once. I, I am on the viewer's perspective. I came in, I hosted with Dave for half an hour, and then I found him. Yeah. yeah. Everyone. Uh, damn. It. you're right you're right ray i mean that's what's happening is like you know i mean you know it's going to be a lot harder to for these scoopers to like try to do anything because they are trying to they're they're trying to plug all the any kind of leaks i mean any any sources that these guys had they're either fired or they're going to be fired. They probably mm-hmm. are already been fired. Right. So they don't have jack shit anymore. So now yeah. it's like, all right, they want to fucking surprise their audiences like we used to. Well, like they want to I don't. I don't mind the 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 scoop side of it as much as as, as some people. Um, <laughs> but you can go ahead and say me. I didn't even mean you, but I, I realized when I was going to say some people that it was going to sound way more intentional, and so I leaned into it. But, okay. but no, I mean like like Twitter just gets in a in a in a tizzy about about the scoop stuff, and I get it. And like, but I'm and while I'm not all the way like as bothered by it, the thing that I really really appreciate in general. Um, which is tangentially related is just the the getting in front of the PR aspect yeah. of, yes. of all oh, yeah. of this. Well, that did, there did... is for the first time in a decade, I feel like there is a hand on the steering wheel, kind of paying attention to the narrative with all of this. Well, and this is this goes back in you know, multiple Warner Brothers administrations of just like oh, let the internet say all this shit mm-hmm. without. Right. Like did, whatever. Did, did, did you see, so we've been talking the last couple of weeks about how active is gun going to be on on social media. Do you see how active he was today? Oh he yeah, he he bit. had something and, going on. And, and it wasn't even, well, well. No, what it was was it, it was because they dropped a teaser for the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday oh, special. That's, yeah, that's true. And so there were another, he, another he was answering questions as a result of that, and and a few of the idiots <laughs> came at him. <laughs> With some toxicity, like Zaslav how can you be promoting hit... Marvel when you're a DC guy? Right, yeah. and and and, and what is he gonna do? He made that project. I think one of my favorite. <laughs> yeah. I think al- almost cast, as dumb the as the as the Feige it. stole or Jeff Johns gave Kevin Feige Snyder's plan, and that <laughs> right. was yeah. Endgame. Yeah, I think the Google Drive. I think God. just a little bit dumber than that is the like. Isn't that James Gunn is a double agent for Marvel who has infiltrated D- yeah, God, as if yes. like yes. half the crew doesn't work on both of these. Like the concept yeah. art is all the Hollywood same. Hollywood is not tribalistic. Half, like, like Hollywood like, works for the check. There are people. The studio. There are like VFX studios where like one dude makes a makes a scene oh, for a DC did, movie did, and then makes a scene for Marvel. Like this is. Okay. It, did, did you see that today though? Like like somebody was like bring these VFX to bring these VFX to DC. Like that like for for the the Guardians trailer right and the, and he literally was like 
uh, those are all the guys that work with me on the Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah they're, they're literally the same fucking crew, you idiot. <laughs> it's not but like, like, go, it's go, not through, like go to Marvel. That's anybody who doesn't pay attention to this stuff, go to IMDb. Yeah. Go to the visual effects credits for any movie look you like. The, look, look up the dudes. Look up their portfolios on YouTube, and they're going to have a, like, here's a shot from Doctor Strange. Here's a shot from BVS. Here's a shot from Spider-Man. Here's a shot from Alien Covenant. Like, yeah. these... Mm -hmm. Like that was one of the funniest. The but no, no, there is a, there is a, there is a battle line, and nobody works on one unless like. <laughs> yeah, that I was one of the funniest things that came out during uh, Zack Snyder's <laughs> yeah. Justice League, right? So when, when that movie came out, there was a discourse surrounding Darkseid's design, and people were like, "This dude is just a ripoff of you know um, Thanos," and again, uh, Desad and those others as well. Literally the same person <laughs> designed those concept arts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> not yeah, even the no. same team. The well, same not person. Only that, but like it's Darkseid has always been weird for me because some of the, some of those criticisms were, it's like he looks like he's about as close to ripped off a comic book panel as you could get. Right. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. of any of any comic book yep. character in a comic book movie. Yeah, sure. There are some like Deadpool, maybe you know, like there are some that there are there are, there are quite a few that like take like the same designs. But, but I mean, Dark Side detail of him was like Dark Side is closer to Dark Side in the comics than Thanos is to Thanos in the comics, and Thanos yeah, is pretty yeah. close. But yeah. like Dark Side is is even closer. Yeah, but but when you but because of the the general audience who doesn't who largely hasn't read the comics and and they they just look at the visual effects design and when you get somebody like Leslie Jones openly calling Darkseid Thanos's cousin yeah. in her Twitter watch, it's like well, well, all it's right. like the same thing as as the um as Doomsday being compared to a cave troll, mm. um. <laughs> and like I don't think that the Doomsday CGI criticism would even be present if the if this the cave troll. Um, didn't had, like yeah. didn't look the way that it did. Well, like, Krypton also like, made it, Krypton also made that worse because of their design for Doomsday looking much closer to yeah. the comic than they, the one in. Krypton EBS had did. a lot of great designs. Yeah, they did. They, yeah, no, wasn't I, that? I mean, wasn't the original plan? I love that fucking show. Yeah, wasn't the original plan to have it connect? Yeah. It was. It, it, it was supposed to be a Man of Steel prequel. That's absolutely right. what the original plan and was. And Goyer was working on it. Well, actually, you yeah. there, there's an interview with Snyder, too, where he says, oh, I saw this recently, but it was when they were developing Man of Steel. It was some point along the line when we know now in retrospect that Krypton was in development, and he said something along the lines of, oh, wouldn't it be great if like they went back and told a story about like their grandfather's Right. Uh, I think right. he said specifically Zod. I gotta yeah. find it now because he said specifically it was it was Zod like it. Yeah. and Jor El. Maybe it was even in the Man of Steel commentary. No, it no, probably was or something or something like that. But, but he but he was like it'd be cool to see about like like go back in in history and see like the way that their grandfathers interacted or something. Yes. And I yeah. and I watched yeah. that and I was like, well, at the time nobody would have had any idea. I'm like that's the fucking story. Yeah. <laughs> it it is. Literally the pitch. That's the pitch right it's there. It, it's yeah. it's it, and it, it was it was so. It and was it's such wild a, that that's something that would story. happen right now. Yeah. Like yeah, like, like with the Batman and like, instead, yeah. instead Batman Krypton is about Jeff Johns traveling to Krypton and with his baseball cap <laughs> and everything. Stephen, did you watch both seasons of the show? I watched most I of the know. first. I need to. I, I I enjoyed it thoroughly. I just fell off and and didn't. Okay. Because uh, like, because canceled. So because you're not wrong about that, but that's only like a third 
of yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah. It really is. A- like the, the the majority of the show really is about Segel, his grandfather, yeah, that and, was, and the Zod that was family. Me just taking a, a jab at the, cause, I mean, because that's the same reason that it was no longer a Man of Steel prequel was the. Oh, the oh, 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 but oh, but yeah. but no. You, you, so, those of us who watched it, you're not wrong. He was wearing the fucking tiger's hat and the, and the jet <laughs> heat. You are not wrong about that at all. So yeah. that, I, that that I'm was a little, a little upset. That was a little that, difficult. Um, I'm a little upset that Superman and Lois got canned. Because I, I, it hasn't mind. been officially canned no. yet, but it's oh, probably so it's not official. Well, it's just as officially canned <laughs> as Cavill is officially back. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, it, it, yes, uh, yes, Steve, yes. This is the fucking yes. problem. There's, hey, the problem. you gotta write that tomorrow, Stephen. That's a headline right there. <laughs> that is a headline. <laughs> yes, that's a good headline. No, 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 but no, but. <laughs> but but but, but Ty, Ty, it is. I mean, because it, it it's really you know because this it's next star purchase. Probably on the hook. It it it, it was because because the ne- the next star purchase like the new owners are yeah. taking over and they already like the, the, the most the only cancellation we know for certain that most recently happened is Stargirl. Yeah, Stargirl right. is done after yeah, Stargirl, this third yeah. season, and and we know that the Flash is going to have a truncated ninth and final season, final season yeah. coming up so, later. So, last I so, checked. La- yeah. This is literally like I, I I saw an article about it yesterday, and I'm like, because this is, this is like the third conflicting report that I saw, but this was the second cancellation geared one, and I'm like, dude, did they really fuck? And I didn't look any further into it. I was just like, wow, they like, I I actually believed it. So that's like again, this is like that's a bad part of the comic book movie, um, and movie, uh, jer- like this this like headline game that gets played. Right, where it's like yeah. click, clickbait, right? Yeah, and, 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 and again, like, like Steven said, like it, it's not officially yet. It's probably go- unless HBO Max saves it, which I which they should, for, because like, in my which, opinion, I think Superman and Lois, amongst I, I all it, of them, I I think it's going to depend it's on whatever Gunn and Saffron's plan is, because that's the other part that people are kind of trying to figure out is the fact that it's supposed to encompass television, film. Right. right, animation, animation and video games. So the thing is, you, you almost wonder. Like, it, we have question marks about all the current series. We have question marks about Titans. Although I know a lot of people want that show to end. I think but everything's. Going. I like Titans. We, I don't like. I, I don't get the hatred. Going. But we we have question marks about Doom Patrol, which that's, that's going to hurt because I love that show. Yeah, it, yeah. that's I mean, the it, only it, show that that's going to hurt. It, if if they really want uniformity across television, then they're going to want to start with a clean slate. Which right. means that, and, and listen, truth be told, I mean, it, as much as I love Superman and Lois, as much as it really did take up the mantle of being the best show in the Arrowverse, the Arrowverse yeah. is over 10 years old. Yeah. Like, it had a really good run. It had a good oh, run. Really a good, good run. Multiple it had a really shows, good. events. Like, Arrow oh, yeah. could have came out bald and that would have been it. But look at what they had. Like, it's I would label it as fast, too. Yeah, no, it's they did yes, what Marvel absolutely. did in film with the connectivity Precisely. on TV. Yes. Yes. Right? On, I wrote on a, a piece much about that smaller year. scale. But... I, I wrote a piece about that years ago about how the DCCW was was DC's MCU. It, yeah. the, so similar. So incredibly similar in terms of how they structured but Ray, it. But in, in what that they did. statement, I think what was the most interesting was animation and games. Like, imagine if yes, you know, there's a scenario where Affleck doesn't want to come back full time and just is interested in one project or stuff like that. 
he they could totally do an animated movie and he would just have to voice and or, or they could do a game with uh, you know Ben Affleck's Batman. The, the, the that example that the, the example that I thought of with games or the 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 that I was the analogy I was coming up with was Enter the Matrix. Yeah. Where like yes. it could be Niobe. Oh. So, so, so so it, it so it wouldn't be something where like well you've got to play the game to know what's going on but it's a side story that might be referenced in a movie or a show and hey if you want to know the side story play the game. That yeah. type of deal, right? See, I was thinking the same thing and I even mentioned that too when it, when they talked about that I'm like, yeah, do that. I mean, uh, the, you know, when it came to the Matrix, they were really trying to do that because you had the Animatrix which was showing stories all over the place in the first story mm-hmm. which was uh the Flight of the Osiris which totally was a side story of what happens in Matrix. It led, it led into Reloaded. Yeah, exactly. It absolutely led into Reloaded. Yep. So I mean, like, I, I, that's why when I, when when Gunn and they were talking about like spreading this all throughout, I'm like, yes, do that. Nobody's doing. Marvel's not doing that. Marvel's they have, not doing this. I mean, and, they're, and, they're they're kind of doing animation with what but, if. But that's that, that's what excites me though, Dave, is because like you know, especially yeah. as somebody who's wanted, I've wanted the organizational structure to get to get tighter, but I've also wanted them to continue to find a differentiation for themselves from Marvel. Don't just do what the MCU does. This would be different because yeah. I mean, as, as successful the as standard. the, as successful no, as the MCU has be been, silver. knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> as, as, great. As, as successful as the MCU has been for nearly 15 years, animation and and video games have not been a part of the equation and television has really only just become a part of the equation in the last two years because they were still in a weird place with marvel netflix back in the day and even with the stuff they did on abc back in the day so only now in the last two years are they starting to bring in the television and i've liked the television stuff all of it that i have seen that's been integrated but yeah what what saffron and gunner talking about doing is different is something that we've never seen before and it's very ambitious it is a very ambitious idea yeah so i think that i think that has to be the next step because if you want to you know like if we look at uh uh, what you 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 would perceive as as a successful uh you know uh, a successful turnaround of of this you know if they're if they're going to base it on some of the past uh, stories like you know what 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 are they going to scrap what are they going to keep um what would be a success in it in your eyes? They're going to have to go a little bit above uh, what Marvel did. Like Marvel, you know, Mar- Marvel is a unique, but they also had the advantage of being the first one to do such a thing. Right? Uh, uh, you got to make I'll, a nightmare uh, game. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you one of the biggest things that, that, that I, that, that for me, if I, if I know that they're on the right track, if I know that they're, they have a chance of like, maybe even like surpassing Marvel. One major thing that they need to do that they have been very shitty at for the last 10 years, branding. Yeah. Branding has been yeah. a massive problem. And, and you know, it, it, it take case in point. I have, <laughs> like the DC brand play. really wasn't like you couldn't sell a <laughs> DC comic well, shirt. Well, 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 it, well, and it's like the, the, like the, I've, I've gone through this, like my listeners uh, have been talking about, like they're going back and forth over whether or not, 
on the hexagon to talk to, to call it the DCU or to yeah. call it the DCEU. The DCU, and I'm Dave, and and, and look, here's and, and, it. and the CEO and, is calling it the DCU. It is the DCU. I know James Gunn. That that was like my big disappointment. Was like, and, how dare you? And, and so and so, he, well, <laughs> but, but, but like Dave, Dave, here's my thing. So so I have accepted. Don't do this to me. God. <laughs> I I, I, I I have accepted it because yes, Travis is right. He has said it multiple times now in tweets, but here's what he needs to do to, to, to really drive it home. I need, we, I need a fucking logo with that yes. says it attached Make to the same theory of the gods, put it yes. in front of all the, that's what see, because that's the problem. That's what has set them behind that. That's what's put them behind the eight ball competitively speaking. If you really want to talk like, you know what is it that they what is it that Marvel has been doing for 15 years that DC hasn't been doing that has really propelled them into the cultural zeitgeist? It's the branding, the visibility. You need to be able to separate the brands for the general audience. And that show also comes from Disney. Say what? True, but but then there was also that. Well, thing, no, like, like the comic book panel Marvel intro. I mean, that is synonymous with. Uh, yeah, you know, but yeah, get yeah, rid of fucking DC as, anim- like yeah. animated characters. Get rid of that. Yeah, I know they're gonna have to come good. up with something different. No, that's that's especially because the DC opening. Like yeah, the DC opening was the animated, like the animated. You know, it wasn't animated. It, it, just, it kind of. They was, should uh, make a. They should make a DCEU version, like with right, the actors. Right. That's you what I. When it's just generic and you have Momoa, Dave. I want to hear what Dave. When, he when this all started, we were calling it the DCU at the beginning, and then they put the it's E in, show now, and we had to learn to put the E in. Yeah, so taken over. Now it's being uh, now it's being brought back to. So is that what you for the me? longest? Time, I had to learn they, to put that E in. It's struggling for the longest I'm, time. I'm they were not even officially out. using that. Yeah, no, they were. For the longest well, time, they the, were not officially using I think that. The but first, now it's on HBO Max. Who was the first one that said it? Like Zachary Levi, I think, was the first one that actually said it. I think so? Because no it was actually like, some reporter or something that put DC right. In first, yeah. And then they so, well, but see the pro the problem well, is somebody pointed. I, it was this one out of those things where this happened every single time. Steven, Steven, Dave, Dave, you had Dave take over. Like, why are you the way that you are? Where look over here. Somebody in an interview <laughs> called it like the DC extended universe. Thing happened with like Comic Con when they, they had Worlds of DC in there. And then everyone's oh like, Oh, God, it's Worlds of DC blah blah blah. Fake fucking fucked. So every single time someone had a different phrase for the I can do this all universe, day. <laughs> they would Jeez. And they'd be like, "Oh yeah, the DC Cinematic Universe." Everyone would be like, "Oh, now where's the DCCU?" And then, and then they'd be like, "Oh no, it's back to Worlds of DC." And like, well, and that's so now, what I was getting at, Steve. So that's why when Gunn said DCU, that's why when Gunn said DCU, and everyone was immediately like, "Oh, now it's DCU." I'm like, "Hold this, maybe, but let's just wait for them to Hold say definitively." There you go. Well, but then, asked, then, then it begs the question: So, is that what Detective Comics that's, universe? No, I feel <laughs> like they're that, putting uh, the D or, and the C together in the word D, so it's Detective Comics Cinematic. So, universe. Detective so Cinematic. Cinematic. Okay, the real answer is <laughs> the, the, the real answer <laughs> yes. is the general audience Good doesn't job. give a shit. Dave, yeah. speak. Dave, they speak. No idea. Stay, stay, no, no, what, that's, what that's what I was trying to get to. I think Stephen knew where I was going. And oh, okay. Then, all right. The, no, also, no, didn't they get no, no, no. We, we all want to hear. Everyone shut up and let Dave talk. We want to hear you say it now. <laughs> you fucking dick. 
<laughs> no, but it, like that's the truth. It's like no, but what I was it. thinking though, for real. <laughs> <laughs> Throw a knife at Steven. Ah. no but i know that's exactly what i was getting at is the fact that it's like all right you got dcu so it's like all right it's dc comics universe or like that that, somebody brought that up and i think we you know and it's like that's why i thought dceu is still like the general audience doesn't care i think dccu is great ECCU? I don't know. No, I, don't like I, don't I, don't I think more than when, when, whenever it is, just get logos, branding, yeah. Yeah. Logo. get that shit out there as soon as seriously. That has to be part of the plan. I, I got it. Has to be a branding part of it. D C F U. That was the previous regime. Yeah. I like that it. That was the previous like regime. It. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> well, pretty much. No, Detective but... Comics, fuck, fuck you. you. So, so, so that, that actually, you know, that brings up a question. Or like, film universe. When it knows. comes to this whole thing that's going to be revealed, which we probably won't hear about till maybe Comic-Con or something like that next year. It's like, do they do they come up with a definitive like, or hey, we don't do DCU. And they actually do like, you know, name this whole thing something did do they call it the dc bible i don't know that'd be i, I think, think they have to call it they, they, they have because... to give it a name but like yeah. it, 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 again branding branding is because really God knows that the fact that He's, gun already comes from DCU, that place you know well yeah. i think from the gold standard gun exactly. the, the benefit of gun <laughs> he's seen how the secret sauce is made <laughs> right well coming coming from marvel but also i think the key because they the, use the mayonnaise mistake, we'll use ranch the yeah, big yeah. mistake that marvel made caps I, I don't know if I can even call it a mistake. A you know, the mistake Casey. they made that made them $30 billion um, <laughs> is that it, it feels like... like I haven't seen some of the shows, and I haven't seen now Thor or Wakanda forever, and I'm like... Uh, yeah, I haven't seen Wakanda yet. Uh, I, and like, I want to see it. Like I'm interested in seeing it, but it's just... it's yeah. it's So hey, much of it is... Shocking. Wakanda's better. Um, Shit. Nope. Is that even a? That's I not know, even. Know, come on. Like, so Wait, you, Wakanda is better than Black Adam? Is that what you're saying? Well, 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 no, then, yeah. then Thor. Well, 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 well <laughs> he was talking about Thor. It's better that than Thor. That too. I'm gonna say. If if I were gonna, well, see, um, I don't even like. I have cultural reasons. I don't, I don't like. Don't wanna... Yeah, but I mean, if I yeah, maybe. It's just, no, it's but you just, don't. You don't want to. You don't want to pit the, the, the blonde god so against. About it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it just did you like this guy with the cape versus this guy in the cape? I like Wakanda forever because I cried. The Rock made no, no, a weird I face. I, I didn't I enjoy it. <laughs> what it is is like Wakanda Forever is like a better movie, but maybe Black Adam is a little more entertaining. I guess. Yes. I don't know. Okay. Yes. No. 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 I will agree with Dave on that. And and Travis, listen. Culturally speaking, one movie is going to hit me a little harder than the other for of obvious course, reasons. Yeah. You know what I mean? But but on top of that, I I do think that when it comes to like diversity and representation, it is pretty fucking awesome that the last two comic book movies that have come out have been those. Absolutely. In terms yeah. of in, in terms seen, of considering where we were even five years ago, having yeah. only seen right. Black Adam, it's very weird for me to someone be like to say. Wakanda Forever is a better movie, but Black Adam is more entertaining. It's like one of the most confusing movie sentences I've ever heard. Not well, having not seen Wakanda Forever, Stephen, Stephen, here's Stephen. The thing about Wakanda Forever is that it, it's not that it's not entertaining. It's heavy. It's arguably yeah. the heaviest it's movie heavy in the whole in the whole Marvel Cinematic it. Universe. Yeah. 
Yeah, like it, and, and, it, it, and I mean, it, it's 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 because they essentially, without spoiling anything, they although I are we past the second weekend, are we past the Russo? Yeah, World? we're fine. Yeah, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. They basically they basically took the real life death of Chadwick Boseman and made the the country of Wakanda deal with it. Yeah, because yeah. The, the, and 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 I mean, if you want so to talk it's about like it, the Fast Seven of the MCU, it's the like Furious the Empire Strikes of, Back of the MCU. But even but even yeah. more so than that, because Fast Seven at the end just does that last ten minutes, right? Wakanda Forever is like you, you know this whole two hours and forty it's minutes, the whole fucking movie. Yeah, it's on forever. It's the whole movie. Well, yeah. You and, and, you go to wait all the and, time. And, and 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 like the emotional parts of it for me weren't even the times that you see Chadwick Boseman. It was the times that you saw the raw emotion on Letitia Wright and Angela Bassett and like Denai Guerrero's faces. Because you know that all of that shit's real. Yeah. You know that this is the movie that they needed to. The grieve. pain was real. Right. The pain was a thousand percent real. It wasn't just them acting. I mean, they all turn in great performances, but it hits you when you realize that's for Chadwick. That's the, all of that shit on screen is for him. Yeah. And it just adds so much more I'm not weight to what you're seeing. Screen. Um, so, yeah. I'll probably go what, check it out um, tomorrow. What I was gonna say though was that I think that with the the DC the DCFU, um, <laughs> when with Let's start with, calling it that, what Gunn learned, I would hope, based on his sensibilities from Marvel, is that eventually the everything is connected gets tedious. Um, and if you look at the way he approached the Guardians, and he's he said this since like Guardians two, maybe even before Guardians two came out, where he's always said three is the last. Um, mm -hmm, it's yeah. the end of the characters. I'm and and I think I don't know if he's left it open for like I guess if somebody else wants to they can. But he's always been pretty definitive that he doesn't want anything to do with it. He's ending their story, and because he he's someone that he knows while he knows how to build these big interconnected stories and weave them together, he also knows the value of endings, um, right. and the importance yes. of of endings and. And so I'm very curious to see how he structures the, the, the DC universe <laughs> um, that he comes out, like whatever his plan is for that. DCF you. Because I don't think he's someone that would want to build something that's just going to exist and like just, oh, he, he came up with, I don't think he's coming up with the best way to give us 500 Batman movies. Like which is what everybody wants. Well, like just give us just invent, invent a mechanism. Not four. It's four. Not four. It's a invent a right? invent a mechanism by which Matt we Reeves can just trouble. see a hundred Superman movies without having to re like whatever. Just mm -hmm. just pull up a dump truck of Superman movies and dump them on me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> and um, but I don't think that's what he would want to do. I Bradley. think if. Money I think shot. he would be more, especially it being in the in the DC universe and having the Flash and having all that stuff. I think he'd be more likely to do a like what the animated universe did, where like he'll do a full on slate with a, a set of characters and then do a full reboot and then another. I think he'd be way yeah. may, way more interested in like let's let's pump through it instead of like oh, aren't you guys happy that Henry Cavill has been in four hundred Superman movies and. Like he'd be more like, no, let's do that, and then let's let's get someone else in here, and then sure we'll bring Hevel back as Earth Two Superman or Earth One, Earth One Superman later on, because that's 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 DC Comics, right? You'll have yeah, they're all they don't yeah. exist. Yeah, build I, I a comics universe. Yeah, yeah, I, I, Earth I, Two story without Earth One. You don't need to do your Earth One homework to watch an Earth Two story and care about it. 
I I, I, I do think that it's going to be. I, I do think it's going to be less assembly line. I do like even with an eight to ten year plan. I think it's going to be a lot less homogenous, if you will. But on top of yeah. that, because Gunn is a student of the comics, and we know this, we know he's a student of the comics. He's he reads. He's read a lot of the shit that he's yeah done. Marvel comics. Yeah, he's a big DC we, fan. I'm just, I was gonna yeah, say we, probably, the, yeah. the, the, the respect he had for John Ostrander before he even started filming the he Suicide put Squad. The movie. I've always, even when he was but, with Marvel, he might have even said this during Guardians of the Galaxy Press. I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure he's said many times that he's he was always a DC Comics person. Yeah, yeah. Um, who wasn't? I think DC DC characters are his jam um, more yeah. than than Marvel. Yeah, yeah especially because it allows him. I think he just had more leeway with the Suicide Squad, and now that he has yeah. like a whole universe, and he's like, I think he could just, you know, and everybody's like, oh, it's gonna be one tone, it's gonna be. I remember I, no. I even saw a tweet today where like somebody was like, like tweeted like that had dark, dark side with high heels on. And his, you know, what? like posing with high heels, and they were like, "This is what James Gunn's gonna do." And like, literally, I saw somebody that I follow that one was like, "I would not be surprised if he did the exact same thing." I almost responded like, "Really? You think their views are gonna so see my a dark side with high heels on?" I'm and like, they no, want that. I'm I like, think that I think even from film, so much, no. you hate him so much that you're just going to actually well, say. No. That. No, they, wow. they, it's not even, a, they need it to be that because, because otherwise, what are they, they going to get exactly. on a high horse? Because then they're going to be exactly. like Zack Snyder. They, what if, what if James Gunn just get, what if James Gunn takes away their soapbox by not like, that's what it like, is. What are you, how, exactly. how are you going to be self important? You can't be superior yes. to whatever movies he makes. Meanwhile, Zack exactly. Snyder's going like, hey, James Gunn, good luck. Good luck. What I, I hope it's what good. I really want to know about the, writers room that they made right now with dc studios is who are these writers like are they going to be permanently there you know overlooking every single movie or project or are, are yeah. they just going to bring in well, movie like, by movie i was wondering that like with with like so like let's let's hypothesize um that the superman movie development is on hold until gun finishes his bible and then they will say and then they will slot that movie into wherever does that mean that like let's say they get christopher mcquarrie in there to write and direct it does that mean they're going to hand them a list of notes that says like all right you must give <laughs> superman a, a child and introduce like, hit the up, brainiac yeah. and like like are they going to give him an outline or are they going to say like that's what depends right that that's what yeah. ray talked about not being as like if they do, if they go the Marvel <laughs> formula, that's what it will be, though. Of the, yeah. if you want to get act or directors with a take, All there's right. a chance where that doesn't happen. Gun, Gun is definitely on a good one because look what he just—he tweeted like an uh -oh. hour ago. Look uh -oh. at this. What so somebody got? asked, I wonder how many <laughs> tweets a day James Gunn gets from fans telling him what they think he should do as boss of DC, and he put. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So there's always be, that. There's always the I, person that does you, that wants to tell you how to do your job. I I, 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 I fucking love his Twitter presence right now. Seriously, it yep. is. It is Marvel so again. Unlike <laughs> Elon Musk, James Gunn does well. Marvel doesn't have that. Feige doesn't do this. That's well, it's like, well, well, and 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 I I even like the cryptic shit that he's been doing. Like when he posted like the Mister Terrific picture the other day. Yeah. Or it, 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 he he legitimately was celebrating the 50th anniversary of Jonah Hex 
and got like 50 people asking him, well, what, do you, what, what do you mean by that? Jonah Hex? Well, Jonah Hex going to be in, first involved? First movie out of the gate. <laughs> could, we be looking at, could we be looking at something know, that we haven't had in, in many years? Like it, but uh, here's uh, a really uh, good example. A transparent DC brand but that, Jonah that talks Hex is a, to the audience. Very possible, yes. Yep. Jonah Hex is a really, really good example of what DC could do better than Marvel. Because obviously, you know, you could bring Jonah Hex into a <laughs> shared universe or whatever, but why not just a, jo- a good Jonah Hex movie? Movie, like it's a oh, western. Okay, so but that's you, the hope. You, I, I Steven, yeah, I hope that. Steven, like why not a yeah. dozen? And, and and that's the kind of thing James Gunn would love to see, though. Just do a dozen. You get Jonah Hex. You've got the question. You've got like just do all these disconnected. In, sure, it's in the same universe, but like they don't have to all be like watch Jonah Hex, but you don't need to watch well, it in order to watch Justice League. Like, well, I mean, yes. like you think like like okay, so say they have like categories, and they're just like, all right, this is the more adult stuff. This is the stuff we could sell to like family friendly. This can, you know, this can tote the line right here. And I think maybe he, you know, hopefully they can do something like that. Where I mean, remember like when it came to the the Netflix Marvel did. We knew that it was technically in the same universe because they made reference of the big green guy and his friends. And, they could and, and just the events. Like that, talk about the Battle of New York. That's it. Yeah. The battle. Yeah. They, that's all they need to do. They don't need to have cameos. They don't need to have nothing. And, Make and a also, reference, you're done. And also, that is also the reference thing is also not needed because suppose, like you said, Dave, there are uh, certain groups that they can make, right? So the main characters is one group, uh, for example. So that would be some Justice League members and some of their movies that would need to, um, you know, introduce certain plot points so that, you know, the main storyline keeps going. But the rest of the movies don't need to do that. Like, for example, in Zack's, you know, five-part arc, he had these main JL movies and Superman movies, but you could just branch off and make, uh, you know, an Adam movie, for example, or Martian Manhunter. And it literally doesn't need to connect to anything in that five part. But right. you can make a Batman movie, that, uh, the Batfleck one, but that needed to connect because yeah. the plot was going from Justice League to that movie. Right. We'll and, give and, it like and, a lit- litmus test that's like a. Like the, the Superman litmus test. We're like, can you tell this story without anybody saying where's Superman? If yes, then go fucking do it. Like, why? I think that argument should just die off because if well, yeah, if I mean, for I, every I, project I, you just ask I that. I hate like, it too, but I'm saying like yeah. Jonah Hex is a good example. Who's gonna watch Jonah Hex and be like, mm, why isn't Superman coming in? But no, but but to, but but Casey, to answer your earlier question, no, I as far as like are the writer's room going to give edicts? I think our hope, I think our biggest hope in the direction that it won't be edicts is the fact that it is literally a creative that is in someone who's been given writer's notes, someone who's been given edicts and knows how shitty they are. That is not necessarily going to be inclined to follow the assembly line process because he is not a traditional producer in the sense that Kevin Feige has been a traditional producer for over 20 30 years in the Hollywood system. He's going to come at it from the perspective of a creative, a director, a writer, you know, and, and it's not going to be so much a case of, okay, uh, Christopher McQuarrie, you do this, you do that. It's going to be a case of finding a filmmaker that is like, Hey, do you have a Superman story that kind of fits into what we're doing here? And having it be more of a collaborative process as opposed to your notes, this is what you're going to do. But also, I don't think that notes are necessarily, you know, bad 
either because for example for james gunn's guardians movies kevin feige the only note he gave was just have one scene with thanos that's it it, and that doesn't impact the rest of the movie and and and, and to be clear i don't feel like all of the like 30 movies 30 fucking movies in the marvel cinematic universe they're averaging they average two movies a year for 15 years it's insane but like (laughs) not all of their movies are done that way because yeah. like like you just said, he gave one note to Gunn for Guardians. I don't know how many notes he gave at all to Ryan Coogler through two Black Panther movies. Well, look at the first Coogler Black Panther. A... Other than Chachala coming back from America after Civil War and the end credit with Bucky, it's just a Marvel movie on its own. There's no greater yeah. MCU connections and stuff well, like that. Well, 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 and well, for well, the well, Superman right. movie, for example, like I don't think there would be many notes other than what Gunn wants Superman to do after that movie going into the next jl movie and something smaller like you know lois is pregnant now so just include that with bruce's you know see but but see see casey there there therein lies another question that of course we're all going to be searching for answers we're still searching for answers right whether we care about it or not we yeah that's that's still the burning question that a lot of us still want to answer and, and and whether or not Gunn and Saffron decide to directly answer it or not, we know there's a handful of ways that they could. You just spoke one of them. So one thing is one thing I would say is that they would definitely make it clear, not by announcing that, you know, this is the version we want and you know the other version you can forget that, not by doing that, but just by including certain plot points or stuff like that from one version that would make it clear right? right but the thing that they cannot do because no matter how much our fandom wants to think is you know Zack Snyder's Justice League is successful it is but it's still not as washed as the other version right mm-hmm. so most people have the theatrical version as their uh viewing so that's the what they will remember the general audience yes. right yeah the general audience so that's the unfortunate thing. That's also the reason why they just cannot straight up cancel that movie. You know, yeah, but they at need the same to... time, the original it... is it's not widely enough watched and embraced yeah. for people to care. That's so like, no, that's, yeah. that's did, also most of the did, plot points are the same just, anyway. If they yes. just roll, like, like for example, look at Deadpool. Deadpool is predicated on this idea of they fucked up. Deadpool and X Men Origins Wolverine, <laughs> and here's the and like nobody fucking knows yeah. or cares except for like like Deadpool is <laughs> I was I guess there's I don't I've never had Deadpool stands come for me so I don't know but like Deadpool is not <laughs> this like, he's a meme right Deadpool is a yeah. meme and he's not like widely like he's I don't know he's known now but like he was not the number of people who watched X Men Origins Wolverine. And we're like, hey, fucked up Deadpool is like a minority, like, such small, a huge yeah. minority of the audience. But that didn't stop them from being like, oh, we're going to take this fuck up and make it into the driving force behind this other movie. Um, so nobody, like, nobody's going to be confused to the point, like, like you, you, you look at like. Rogue One. I always re- reference Rogue One as like people thought Jin Erso was Ray. 
in that I way. Still like, don't or, get or, that. Or no, but, I but still have no idea. Like, how so either either the audience thing. is tuned in and they know, oh, I gotta watch Zack Snyder's Justice League on HBO Max, and they go and watch it, or they're not, and like the people who aren't aren't gonna be like, wait a minute, I yeah. thought yeah. that. They uh, wanted to have brunch. What, what happened to brunch? Yeah. Like, yeah. like it's, it's so like, easily, it's so yeah. easily fixed because they just need to make it clear in the next movie, whatever they're doing, the plot point that continues from you know Zack Snyder's version. Like for example, Silas. So if, if, if they're if, doing the cyborg movie, cyborg yeah. uh, Silas yeah. would be dead. That's, what, 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 they don't have to explain what, 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 that. Well, I, I mean. I guess this also goes back into what the fuck the Flash is going to do. That's what I was going to say. You because could say that he's dead, and you could start after the new universe. Oh, no, actually, in this universe that they created. Right. The Flash the has Iris. The Flash does, the have, Flash Iris. does have Iris. That, most that's why I always Iris, think, like, yes. the Flash, it does, honestly, like, I hate to say this, but I don't think it's going to matter which one's canon between the 2017 one or Snyder. That's what we're going to be figuring out. But uh, but yeah. I know that Ty needs to, you just, you, you said yes, you need to go. So, yeah. Yeah, it's late where you're at. It's I know. getting late. It's two. Well, it's actually getting early. Oh yeah, um, I should say two thirty. Oh. So, um, you guys, dude, thank you for inviting me on, man. And yeah, no problem. Promote uh, yourself. Yeah, maybe when it gets a little closer to the actual date that that we do, like the actual, like the reveal, uh, can, we can do this again because uh, we'll be launching the the network uh, in 2023, um, and it's gonna it's gonna be really fun. You know, it's a it's a new venture. Uh, TV is a little different than uh, podcasting. Uh, I found uh, that I run into a lot more, uh, yeah. tr- a, lo- a lot more uh, bricks in the wall. Uh, I seem to be, you know, there's a, there's a lot, there's a lot of obstacles, but it's it's been a challenging and and and, and something I'm growing with. So, um, but for now, if you want to check out the uh, YouTube channel, or um, we've our audiences fucking boomed on uh, apple podcast and spotify so uh, i'm gonna pr- be putting my focus there for for the time being so um thank you for having me on no problem man thanks yeah. for uh, to all of you guys man you got, i'd love to talk to y'all soon i had a really really fun and engaging conversation no it was it was a good time you know thank you for uh, talking about all the stuff that you know i mean it's very fascinating man for yeah. sure so all right boys see you later Until right. next time take it easy That's right. I have a new toy. Anyways. <laughs> um. I was having an outer body experience there for a second. Like, this is a little it. bit. Yeah. This is how I go. Yeah. Trying to just, yeah, I just got it today. So I was like, oh, I can, I can have drops at the top. Show a button. But I haven't quite, like, figured it. Well, it's because StreamYard is so fucking basic, man. Streamlabs, I can have it like, whoa, crazy. But yeah, Stream, <clears throat> StreamYard's a little limited. It's pretty cool, though. We'll just run it through. I think you can run your mic and uh, the board through Streamlabs as your audio device. And then, That's what I did. And then Streamlabs as, is as running as, right now. Yeah, and then as far as um, StreamYard is concerned, it's just a single audio input. But that's the um, thing. Is like I was like racking my brain. I was trying to figure out exactly how to and I was running tests and stuff, and I even tried to do the whole virtual cam, and I thought maybe that would work, and I was going to run it through Labs and just be like, oh, I could just do everything. But then it was like, nope, StreamYard is still just picking up all the audio oh, from my microphone. You know what? Because I think, actually, if I remember correctly, OBS doesn't um, 
I don't think it does the same thing with a virtual mic the same way it does with no, the it doesn't do it. Yeah, it that's only one feature camera. they need to get it. Yeah, so you exactly. want like a either I like a plugin or get like voice meter banana or something. Dude, one of those. it sucks. It sucks because I was like because oh, you man. can add so many effects in that. Yes. I was like, you know, with this thing, with this stream deck thing, I was like, oh, man, I could have drops right here. I can, like, bring up stuff and whatever. But it was like I couldn't do that. So, I mean, I knew I was, you know, having tie on. So I was like, oh, I got to have, you know, I had to have the fucking X-Files theme <laughs> and everything. And then I was, like, trying to figure out other stuff, too. And I was like, damn. But, yeah, it just wasn't. You can only hear it through my mic. So if it's not loud mm. enough, it's not going to work. So, man. Yeah. But they do, okay. but it does have like a, a stream, uh, a stream yard thing, but it, it doesn't do anything for the drops. And I was like, that's what I wanted to mainly have. It what does it, do? it do if it's not for the drops? I know exactly. But it has like all stuff like, you know, if I, I can, you know, at the touch of that. <laughs> what did he do? Do all that. I just did. Okay. I could turn oh, my mic okay. off and turn right. my. I could do that or, you know, I can, you know, do all other kinds of stuff. Go, you know, that's the only thing I could do when it comes to that. That's the thing. StreamYard is so basic. And I was like, damn it. If only I could set it to like, you know, push the drops or anything like that. But, well, when I do Film Junkie Lives, I'll have a lot of drops, you know, ready to go. That's for damn sure. Anyways, that's my new toy. Travis, I forget. Have you seen Zack Snyder's Justice League? Oh come on, come on! I forgot. I I, I forget. I, totally... I have a small business. That's a podcast. I have to see this shit. Well, it, yeah, it, of it, course. No, I love that. That's my second favorite DCU movie. I okay. Because what, what? What? No, because I I've been thinking. Which one is your first? <laughs> you serious? Just because I like <laughs> Thor, Love and Thunder doesn't mean I can't uh, like Zack Snyder's movies as well. Which, which one is your Watchmen. first, though? It's which one is Birds of Prey. For, I Birds knew of, it. Birds of Prey. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I appreciate that. I just like the style. I love Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, not just because it's like, oh, yeah. Birds of Prey and Thor, Love and Thunder. For me, it's just like she's putting on an actual real performance where it's like Momoa's Aquaman's great, but it's like. He's just kind of Momoa, right? Same thing as Downey. It's like, he's just Downey. Reynolds is just... But Ro Margot Robbie's not that in real life. Margot There's like a very <laughs> small selection of comic book well, well, movies well, 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 that feel like they are a genre film. Yeah. Yes. And that is one of them. Yeah. And it's not perfect, but I feel like most of the people... Like, it's not my favorite, but I, I appreciate it a lot. But I feel like it's one of those weird movies where, like, most of the people that are detracting, like like that, really dislike it. Hyper fixate on like one or two things that it's mm -hmm. like okay, yes. Black Mask or whatever. It's like I get why, like I understand the complaint, but like doesn't outweigh all the other really cool things or, about or, it. Or, as or a, even the female led aspect, because there are definitely people yeah. that rag on it for, yeah. for that. Ewan's great. There in are that some movie. cool things in that, and I do like yeah. the style of it. I just didn't like some of the decisions Women. they made. And <laughs> hey. You see, if it was, all, put, if it was men's You can put prey. 20 women in the movie, and yeah. I'll... Why don't we have a men of prey movie? Yeah. <laughs> but the soundtrack's killer. I love the way they tell the story with the timeline. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I love that what it's like the way people would describe... Re of the birds. I, 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 it's it would just be Batman. Men. It would just be Batman and his... I was, was going to say, right? It, no, I, but uh, low-key, one of my most... One of the reasons... 
that I'm really personally glad that Gunn is in charge is because I, I'm now not nearly as worried about Margot Robbie not playing Harley Quinn again. <laughs> oh, yeah. She'll because definitely when, still be because, because when they were all, when the whole Lady Gaga thing happened, I was like, oh, great. Now they're just going to focus on her no, being no, Harley in this Joker sequel, and they're going to cast off Margot Robbie, who's been awesome in three movies as the as like the live action version of the character and i would love to see her i want because well, i want how easy is it to have margot robbie and gaga playing harley quinn at the same time though that's, that's like that's, that's like having yeah. bale and affleck as batman at the same like yeah. as long as it's less than four, that's Steven. like having robert pattinson or, and or robert pattinson and ben affleck i guess <laughs> yeah. that, that is as long crazy. as it's less than four it's okay <laughs> yeah, exactly less than four harley less Quinn's, than four i thought that was hilarious how he's like there's not going to be four batman movies and everybody is like confirmed there's only going to be one Batman. I was like, no, he didn't even say less than four. He just said it's not gonna be four. It could be five. Yeah, true. That's the thing. It's like people don't just hates the number four. Yeah, it's like it's like what's the but also he doesn't know how numbers work, so it could be four. Strong and weakest suit. I mean the but the headlines, I mean the headlines were just so predictable. Matt Reeves is in his Batman movie. We're hearing his Batman movies in trouble. He doesn't, and then a week, a couple days after that, I am hearing that Zaslav doesn't like Robert Pattinson. Oh, How man. chaotic would that be? I think my whole that, thing about don't that even the fact that, like, the fact that he probably doesn't, like, he probably doesn't like the fact that it's like, oh shit, there's like this Batman that's totally off its on its own thing because he's so focused on we need to have this I, cohesive universe. I think he's but also think having. I but, do but have they, to wonder in my head, though. I gotta imagine there's, there's. I don't, I don't know what the right word is. It's like it's not consternation, but there's a level of like, like they like he's got to be like, damn, I wish those sucked more, so I could. <laughs> right. Think about how inconvenient it is to have yeah. like a a like. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I didn't love it, but I think that like a solid, like a well received movie with a with popular actors and like it didn't bomb it didn't it, it was well reviewed and did well at the box office think about how inconvenient that is for everybody trying to organize dc it's like it would yeah. have been That's so how the last felt about the the justice league movie especially that not because not yeah. not because just for this movie like the vision matt reeves have for the universe that they're creating that the potential of that is way more fascinating and a lot of people are on board even if they don't like the movie. Yeah, I mean, and, and and then, of course, you're looking at, like, okay, if we're going to look at fucking box office numbers, I mean, obviously it did well. Uh, seven didn't crack a billion, though. Yeah, yeah it no, didn't. No. Yeah, oh, but that, that doesn't that, that mean. lazy shit. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, no, I hate, yeah. Spider-Man so no I way home, that though. Oh, at the okay. same time, you just know all that you're playing what? all the, you're hitting all the fucking buttons. I know, all but at the, the same time. <laughs> I have my own stream deck. But how do we know, like, you know, just like with the Dark Knight, you know, Batman Begins and Dark Knight, look at that fucking, like, gap between... You know, you never know what, you know, Matt Reeves oh, is yeah. up for a sequel. And that could be just, that could blow up in its own thing. And everybody's like, oh, my God, look at this Batman movie that has all this. And it's like, yeah, we try to tell you with the first one. You know, some well, people well, didn't know about the first one. Because the Begins like Dark Knight Jump is crazy when you look oh, at it. Oh, it's crazy. Isn't Begins like, just like 500 million, something like that? No, like, it oh, it's, oh, it's like 350 or something. Less than 500. You get to like 1.1 billion. I mean, it is. And, and I and I still think Begins is the better movie, subjectively, personally, well, in my opinion. Although, but, like, but the, the Dark Knight is the first time I ever remember. It's all subjective. It might be the only time, even. 
<laughs> I don't know. This would be a cool one to go around and if if I, see if anyone else has had this, where I was sitting and the credits rolled, and the second the credits came up, and I, I saw it in IMAX opening day, and I remember watching the credits come up, and and my immediate reaction was they could start this from the beginning again, and I would not get up to I use the bathroom. What movie? Yeah. What movie? Dark, the Dark Knight. Yeah. Dark Knight. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I I I like Begins, and I don't know where I fall on the is it better or better or worse than the Dark Knight, but I will say that with the Dark Knight more than Begins, it's I I there I believe I have watched it back to back like just two times in a row before like at home. I I did I for sure I saw it um, midnight showing and then again mm-hmm. opening day. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, which was not planned. I saw it. I I added a showing and so I was like, oh yeah, I'll see that again. <laughs> I did. But, I remember so, the actually, moment I, the moment the credits rolled. I was sitting there like, let's yeah. straight up. I, I, let's I, just I, I, a I, big I, theatrical experience to yeah. some of those chase scenes and whatnot. I, I, I can tell you this, Stephen. My our theater here, like, I, I don't have. A, I didn't necessarily have the same feeling that you had, but I can tell you that like, it was a midnight showing. I got there four hours early, and there were already a hundred people in line. Oh, and not yeah, only that, it's the first and only time I've seen a movie theater remain open for 48 hours straight. Oh, wow. And yeah. it was all because of that movie. Like, after we got out at, like, 2 o'clock, 2.30 in the morning, there was a three fifth. There was a line ho- well, a couple hundred deep for the 3.15 showing, and it kept going people, and going. And and I even going. saw something earlier today where people are always like, I don't get what is so great about Heath Ledger's Joker wasn't that great. And like I, I disagree, but like, I think that maybe some people do overblow it or miss. I think a lot of people misunderstand, like, or misattribute what it is that people are raving about. Because I think I saw someone recently criticizing like the writing wasn't that deep for him or something. And it's it's, I don't know. It's just a weird criticism. Have a backstory of his character. Well, because the, the point isn't that he's deep it's not i don't know what people think is attracted to it but i will say that i think that more so than batman the viral marketing with joker is oh my god um, people were not showing up for the, heath ledger or the, for, for christian no, bale's the, batman for that movie they were showing up yeah. because of no one has done a viral marketing campaign like that including disney no even, one has done even that. the dent ads were cool because they had a whole campaign yeah. website you for seen black Adam dude, marketing? Dude, we've, dude we found the dent mobile <laughs> <laughs> we found the Dentmobile because yeah. it was because it was because like we, we it was it came to Ann Arbor and like me and my buddy like drove down and we like we, we had to chase it because they went to Briarwood Mall and Briarwood Mall kicked them out. And then they had to, they, they we found them in a lazy boy parking lot <laughs> and like they were I mean and they were in character like they were campaigning for Harvey Dent. They were giving us it was as though the movie didn't exist. Oh, wow. It was real. Like they get, and absolutely I still have like wild. Got the buttons and the campaign. It's so stuff wild to me it. that this stuff was more prevalent in like 2008. Yes. Then like imagine how popular that shit would be today, where like it like people on Twitter, like there'd be like a Twitter account like tracking where it is and like even BVS had some. Well, if uh, Twitter sort of... survives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but you're right, you're right, KC. Like the the Turkish Airlines ads. Yeah, right. that was that yes, was a cool thing that they did. You know, Lexcorp OS yes. and that was good. stuff like that. Yeah, the fact oh, that I still, they had I, Lex Luthor do one that was just good. Yeah, I yeah. I still have my I believe in Harvey Dent T-shirt that they gave us no, for his no. campaign. Right, like that was no the, the marketing for that was was incredible. And that's that's the other crazy thing is people I think also as they try to rewrite history or conveniently forget it, forget that that's the first billion dollar earner. 
oh, for yeah. any comic book movie. Like it yeah. started that the trend. gold standard. Well, of, and then also right, of for of Batman movies, everyone says now like, oh, we want to do an MCU style thing. For a decade, people would say that they were using Dark Knight as inspiration for. If if they were to like even Marvel movies, they they'd be like, oh, how many doing, times like, have we heard that? Like like the Winter Soldier oh, yeah. was the Dark Knight, right? Like they yeah, Josh they, Trank, they, Fantastic Four. Yeah, every the everyone. Winter Soldier I, was I, the I, I was on the uh, on the new the new mutant set. Josh Boone was like, oh yeah, it's good, like the Dark Knight. And like that was and and of course that that's why you got people who were like, well, not everything has to be like the Dark Knight. And it's like uh, everybody wants that. Like yeah. that is like that was like the the thing but now you know that's that's far enough behind us that now everybody's like oh it's like the it's like the avengers like yeah i don't know yeah i don't know what is the new i don't think there is a new it's like blank thing now like i don't know if there's one comic movie that has no i think mcu marvel movie i think is like kind of that, the that's default yeah I, I, the, the, for 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 the discussion purposes like yeah, Avengers, i think it's, it's like end, right? event and end game for sure yeah, end game is and, a buzzword yeah. and, and yeah. a lot of it unfortunately is <laughs> snyder of, cut and end game are the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 like a, a lot of it is because a lot of film Twitter they're really just box office fans and not necessarily like film fans and they're just watching the numbers and like scoreboard mentality they just want to be Number able go up to lord the the box office over somebody else in an argument my group of billionaires that took all of my money made more than your That's group why, of billionaires it's too bad that, that took all of owns it but this is why I can't wait cannot wait. To watch the weekly reaction to Avatar numbers I, I, coming I in, you were going to say that. <laughs> and projection. I saw that, and it's hot because it's going to it's 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 projected to beat uh, Avatar one by a significant amount. Oh yeah, it's like one thirty six, right? But, but what I'm what I'm what I bet what I'm excited for is like, I'm not ex- I, the December twenty twenty two box office results for Avatar two. I'm excited for. I'm really excited to see the like November twenty twenty three. Like November third, twenty twenty three, box office returns for Avatar two is really what I'm like when people are like, wow, a million dollars. This came out forty seven weeks ago. How did that? I, I won't subscribe on that one. I think it can hit a billion. I don't think it's gonna be around for a year. Steve, no, I'm, I'm being I'm being hyperbolic, but okay, but you look at but you look at you look at like Cameron's movies get legs, and I can't explain oh, yeah. why. I can just explain that they do. Um, and uh, he's and got so something. I'm really, he's got that secret. I feel I, like I, he I, either made a secret sauce or a deal with the devil. And like, there's no way. I've, I mean, I've 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 beaten this I would book really too many times the on ladder. the on the vodka stream. <laughs> that makes more but sense. You look at the top ten highest grossing movies of all time, and mm-hmm. every single movie has it's it's a Star Wars, Marvel, Jurassic. Like it's IP. all yeah. it's all the same thing. And then you have two James Cameron movies, mm-hmm. both of which opened. At under a hundred, uh, Titanic opened at thirty million. Avatar opened like at sixty something, seventy, like about eight or something. Titanic and, is and almost And they sat more... untouched as the top yeah. two for a de- oh, for yeah. twenty years. Titanic, in many ways, is almost the bigger achievement, in my opinion, than Avatar. Oh, yeah. Well, it's what adjusted the hell? for because <laughs> it's not adjusted for inflation. Right. The, oh, the other the other thing in common is they're the only two that are more than like five years old. Mm-hmm. Like in the yes. in the top ten, so there's there's two James Cameron movies. They're both way older than all the other movies in the top ten. They both opened way lower than everything else in the top ten. Like I, I don't it, just for inflation, it wouldn't even it'd be insane. But like 
they the, the the it's not even just that the legs were good it's that the legs are why they're there mm-hmm. yeah. um, I, I, I i have and, no idea how much avatar way of the water way of water is going to make but i do believe that there is a large contingent of people and steven you might be one of them that wants it to like surpass these marvel movies just so that you can enjoy the schadenfreude honestly those, it's not, it's not even it's not even about blue it's not even about marvel for me it's about the way it's we talk about standard it's about the way that we talk about box office and not just in the like the frustrating fandom way we talk about box office but like the appreciation of the method by which the cameron's movies did well because there's this big the the, the way these movies are marketed and released and the way that they're monetized target this huge opening weekend splash and they anticipate yeah. a 60 70 percent drop not 70 percent, but i mean they, they anticipate these huge drops and they market it as such look at look at like how many weeks out are we from avatar happening now and look at the marketing versus like what endgame or, or anything else would be like these movies mm-hmm. the, the and and that is not a a like failure on on cameron's part this is all consistent with the way these movies are always released and and i the there is a mar- box office and marketing paradigm behind their success like a, a box office strategy well, behind the way these movies are put out yeah. that is different than the way all these other ips are handled and and that regardless of what brand or anything else is attached to it i just appreciate the fact that like this isn't one of those like let's get all of our money week <laughs> one let's design an experience that lasts week after week that the family wants to come back and see that we want to see in different formats like that's so much more exciting for cinema not i don't give a fuck if it's batman or if it's fucking blue Never pocahontas did. the fact that people are saying let's go back and see it again week after week after week is so much better for cinema than 500 million people showing up at the same theater on opening night to like well well, i mean look at it look at it look at it this way i mean like especially like we're you know some of us you know on youtube what is one of the things that we have to like consider and what is always when you watch like these videos that talk about like what do you have to consider when it comes to a video retention the retention what's the retention in your video when are people are just like you know diving what do we look at the the second weekend we look at is technically the retention like what's the drop off from right. weekend to weekend we always emphasize that big time and a lot of the times it's a big fucking drop what movie that that didn't have that this year was top gun maverick people yeah. were just like oh my god yeah. experience and it just kept going and going and there were in the, the drop was like like what sometimes it was just like in the 20 percent it was it was, like, it, yeah. it was i don't even know that it had did it really have a big drop to yes, the second it had like, it was, yeah but like most of these big movies well, are like 60, and the and the box office was, was low like enough 20. for long enough that like it wasn't a it wasn't making headlines with the week to week ticker of how it was doing yeah because it was below the threshold of like whatever but it was it stayed there for so long and like that's people think like you can't just leave a movie in theaters and have it do and like we see that with like you bring back endgame in theaters and like yeah make some money but like you bring back you bring back avatar in theaters and they've done it multiple times and it makes like like they made like three hundred million dollars in china a few years ago i might be exaggerating a little bit but it made it made a hundred million or something like that when it when it um was it one of the, the movies that they released or uh, titanic like, made the titanic it, 3d re-release was insane like well, well it, it, i think because because remember they they released those movies to get people back into theaters like like a, a year or so after the pandemic something like that like it, like they weren't releasing first run but they were releasing i think it might have been one of those but like top gun maverick that was 
released what Memorial Day? Yep, I think, and it stayed in. This is to past me, this Labor is, Day. <laughs> well, 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 but this this is the big. But it, it stayed past Labor Day. But the, another thing in IMAX because like we didn't yeah. see it. Op- we didn't see it opening weekend. We saw it the very last day that it was in the IMAX at Imagine, which was like three or four weeks after it came out. For a movie to stay in large premium format, whether it's IMAX or EMAX, for a month, yeah, is insane. Lightyear so, was the one that pushed it out. Titanic yeah. was released in 3D in 2012. Um, this is uh, uh, 14 years, I think it came out in 98. 14 years after its initial release. So this is this is after you know Avatar has already surpassed it, but otherwise it's untouched at the top of the box office for for over a decade um re-released in, in 3d it made 350 million dollars worldwide in 2012 titanic you, you know and the crazy thing about i remember when that movie came out we that's didn't more than black Titanic. i love jim cameron uh all the success of titanic. the hierarchy of the box office yeah. is unchanged yeah. <laughs> like that, that is a, that is a fifteen yard flag. You know what happened? <laughs> you know what happened with Black Adam though? It didn't get a release in China. If it did, yeah, it might have helped. Beat Avatar. That's, what, why? Why didn't it get a release in China? China? Stupid reason. There's you know, a bunch so of was there was one rumor or something I, I, like Pierce in the interview. I don't some buy it. Reddit reason. I don't. Someone buy it. saw someone saw Pierce Brosnan with um, the Lai Lama. I think. Yeah. 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 It was yeah. a symbol that he was, or something like that, because mm. I mean, yeah, when it came to Black Panther, it was just like, oh yeah, but, you had an LGBT, which is just, it's like a fucking, fucking three second kiss on the forehead, which is like two problems. One, twenty two. Get the fuck over it. Wait, 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 you're talking about Ao's girlfriend? That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's all it's it was. not we, even like you see kiss on the forehead. It's a kiss on the forehead, and she and she and she calls her my love. That's it. Wait, but was uh was the character played by Joe Russo? <laughs> no. Okay, we can we can have the conversation about Disney's struggles with <laughs> representation. They've gotten better, and I, I'll give them this: they've gotten better in the last five years. They still have a ways to go, but yeah, they they uh, with respect to that aspect of it, yeah, they 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 have some work to do. In that regard, but I, I honestly, I think well. that um, chi- if you look like Chinese box office is crazy, and who knows if it's even accurate. But yeah. I, I kind of <laughs> suspect that they are um, the the reasons that these movies are getting rejected aren't always purely for the the like maybe the the Dalai Lama or whatever will be an excuse, or the the gay kiss will be an excuse. But I, I think they they are also exactly. they want their own movies. Um, to be, um, it's a, it's a cultural, there's a level of cultural hegemony, hegemony that that's going on, um, because they're making, you know, their, their movies make a billion dollars in China alone, according to their internal <laughs> metrics. Right. Um, and so why would you, why would you want to bring in a Western film, um, like, you know, isn't that a change? Isn't that a recent change in their philosophy, though, Stephen? Because wasn't that what they did? Weren't they always bringing in the Western? They That's used why, to, like, the but last their industry, has, and... but their industry has grown now. Right, like, their industry is at the point where now they are making their own billion-dollar movies. 
Yeah. Um, you look at the top ten. There's like sometimes two or three movies just from China in there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and but, but, so and so and they and and they don't want their their um their population. Um, they 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 want the the cultural dominance to be Chinese IP Chinese, yeah, you know, media well, characters it, it, messaging. Well, because I um, think that that that's something to remember. Because people always tend to act like if if a movie gets denied in China, it's clearly a Warner Brothers film. No, Disney's had the same struggles. Yeah, well, with respect, it, it, not just it, with Wakanda Forever. No Way Home didn't get a Chinese well, release. It's, it's kind of insane. I can't remember. There was a was it. I can't remember where it was, but people started talking about. I think Sony was the one that got real bad, but some of the requirements that China would give, they would get in, they would get involved with like Chinese government early on with producers to kind of get scripts and stuff cleared, and they were taking all sorts of stuff. Like I think like Sony, I think Sony was the, was the one, but I mean they they they'd be they'd be removing references to Taiwan and Dalai Lama and all sorts of well, if, like. Well, that happened at Top Gun Maverick too. Remember the patch on his jacket? Yeah, they had to like change it. But then they said "fuck you," and then and then they changed it back or something like that too. I think. Yeah, but, um, but it, yeah, on a on a on a very and it, you know how you, people will talk about like the U.S. government, for example, the military or whatever dictating things that show up in movies for because they'll they'll Dictate. give funding or whatever. Um, and that was a big deal, especially in like the 2010s when you had all these like you know Iron Man and all these superhero movies that have the the military having a big Transformers too. Yeah, Transformers. Transformers yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Man of Steel, even you know, I don't know how much of an influence they had on like the the script, but that was a, a lot more common back then. Um, and so you know, any government's going to be like that. And so China, you know, and you remember like your Transformers is another good example where like they and they did have these huge sequences that were shot in in cities in China or took place in China because they were trying to kind of tap into that. Um, but as a result, because they wanted that Chinese box office, they would make sure they would talk to them from the, you know, f before they even started shooting to like get the script approved and stuff like that. Um, and the, um, so they stopped playing ball to some extent. Um, but also I think China, um, just started to get ridiculous with their standards because even when they were letting Western stuff in, it was filtered. It was in, and, and if it wasn't an alternate edit, it was something that, that they had asked to not be included or to, to be added from, you know, from the script stage. Um, and so if that's kind of their standard, then, then why not just use their own material from the beginning once they have the infrastructure needed and the talent needed to be making it? Well, then that's going to be you know, another evolution of the box office discussion in general. And, and that goes hand in hand. So, so now going forward, we can't count on China, like for these types, like, like for numbers right. with respect to these movies. But on top of that, the other aspect that everybody keeps glossing over, and it, this just came up to, uh, earlier today at work. I have more than a few coworkers that are, do want to see black Adam are interested in it, but they got wives and kids and they don't have all that much money. So they're waiting for HBO max. Hmm. That's part of it. That is a big part of it. Well, that's, right? that's, that's the struggle. That's the struggle that's that studios are having right now with the whole streaming, um, you know, cash flow. It's like they, you know, again, you know, the pandemic totally just pushed that forward because I mean, obviously, the pandemic caused 
not just struggles. You know, I mean, obviously there's, you know, it had economic struggles. So it's not it's not the fact that it's like, oh, we're worried about going to the movie theater. No, it's like, hey, we I can't take the family uh, to uh, yeah. to the Harkins right now because it's going to cost like just under a hundred bucks for everything if we bring everybody and blah blah blah. So so when you when you know the 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 next option is, hey, let's just wait a month and a half maybe, and it'll be we can just pull it up right, right here streaming service blah 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 and, 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 this, well, and there's this, always been a contingent of like i remember you know there was wait for blockbuster people way back when oh, which yeah. that was always crazy mm -hmm. to me but um um yeah, i mean there was there was i remember i knew i knew people who would buy advanced tickets for like two weeks after the movie came out which was always weird to me because like why are you buying advanced tickets because you're not going to need them at that point <laughs> but people who would from the beginning like they would plan ahead to see it that late and i was always like a, a first day people but there's always people to avoid crowds to avoid prices mm -hmm. to avoid whatever yep. um and so now hbo max is just i the question is how many people does that pull back from theaters but also how many people does that pull up like the wait for blockbuster people are now actually paying more like they're subscribing to hbo max well, now well, so there's a benefit well, and, and a and a cost so. Well, and, and and to be and of course it's not just HBO Max because I, I I have had one person tell me that that's also the case with Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Like you know I I want to see it, but I'll wait until it's on Disney Plus, something like yeah. that, right? And now it, if it if they had to wait until it hit Blockbuster in the past, would they be all wait for Blockbuster people, or were, or would that be the impetus that they needed to say, okay, I'll see it in theaters? I don't know why well, they're not. This isn't an older like these are people that probably don't know what block. No, I mean like is. hypothetically, if they existed in that in that. <laughs> well, but it was a longer wait period though, right? Like block right. in the blockbuster well, days, it was like what? That was like six months or three to six, yeah. Yeah, so like, so yeah, that I mean, way longer nowadays. Yeah. Uh, something that also changed from the past few years is that you know uh, before the pandemic, if you miss a movie in a theater you'd have to wait for like three, four months before you catch it on, you know, online or DVD, whatever. But now you just have to wait one and a half months. Well, I so, mean, Black Adam, you can already do for pay-per-view. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So before, yeah. if you used to mess the movie. Those clips, yeah, the, the, that's that's how you know. When when that when those start showing up on Twitter, you're like, yeah. oh, okay, there it is. Yeah, all of a sudden I was seeing yeah. like, oh, hey, there's Cavill. Oh, yeah. so weird. I was like, oh, shit. Well, and oftentimes they'll show up with uh, with like Japanese or Chinese subtitles. Because yeah. I guess that probably not Chinese or I Korean. I think I think it's Korean. I think Korea specifically has like a one month or something like that window on a oh, lot of okay. digital releases. Right. I don't remember if it's Korea or not specifically, the, but I, th I think it's Korea. It is. Um, the, 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 this, is the, this is all why the... It says core sub. Oh, Okay. <laughs> but th this is all why this the the, the 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 no billion shit is just lazy and stupid and and i've seen i've seen it go both ways i've seen it thrown at marvel and i've seen it thrown at dc and it's like enough with this lazy scoreboard mentality bullshit there's a thousand reasons there, there's multiple reasons why any of these movies would make a billion dollars and would still be considered successful at this point it's just a simple you know territorial thing that DC versus Marvel fans have to fight about because they have one you know number instead of taking into all the factors that you know got that number in the first place like for example if you are comparing Wakanda Forever to Black Adam which I don't know why you would 
insult Wakanda it's, forever like that because that would get you know that's like a movie way further in the universe that's a sequel to a you know to an oscar nominated movie and highly <laughs> oscar winning movie it won three it did win three oscars yes and um it wasn't for yeah, VFX, right. Right? anyway uh, so you have all this and you have the high marketing campaign like the costliest marketing campaign you would have and you're comparing that. that to a new you know third third grade character like black adam which you know the trailers were fine the marketing was okay and you're comparing the box offices as these two i don't get it when, like, when, when i hear, when I hear people compare it to shazam i'm like it's probably gonna pass shazam <laughs> do you guys you realize how shazam yeah, well, didn't well, make well, that well, here's what they're doing because because you know it, it, this is part of the other problem that we have is that people are not allowed to like change their minds upon receiving new data on social media because a year or so ago we were speculating a number of us were about black adam possibly making a billion dollars because of the power of the rocks marketing right i didn't say you i'm saying <laughs> i remember i remember travis was i think travis was the only person on the stream who was like no it's no, not gonna do well well the compare there's a conversation about black adam versus black panther and like casey was pointing out just for all the reasons of why it should do well, I just did not think Black Adam would match anywhere near what. Well, well, well and, and 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 the 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 you know the other side of that, Travis, is that I had a lot of doubts about Wakanda Forever because of the production issues, mm -hmm. because of the shit with Letitia Wright, because of the them hanging on to that release date. Which I had a lot she of was concerns. Very smart, because Variety tried to ask her about all that stuff, and their agent just said no comment, and that happened multiple interviews. So they were very smart with her. This whole uh, they, media they, campaign. They, they, they would good, and that needs to continue. <laughs> that absolutely needs to continue, especially with the way that movie went. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I, so I had my concerns about how like successful that movie was going to be in the first place but obviously as time goes on and you and the landscape changes you see what's actually happening and the reality of the situation is exact and we can even we can take this even further casey we can say that you know black panther wakanda forever is the 30th film in a franchise that for the better part exactly. of 15 years has been on solid ground with a parent company that has been on extremely solid ground for several decades whereas black adam is the 11th movie in a franchise who's just got new owner who just got new leadership a week after it released from a parent company that's been sold twice in the last four years yeah. and there was no build up to it also um, right. yeah. also i had to look it up once we started talking about it because i um the uh, korea the super premium releases is what is what they call it and it's a one month window so you can do you get vod access typically well, it's about a month there's, there's so um, okay. that was a that was a thing i was saying that you know for f from years before you if you miss a movie in the theater in the first week or so you you would have to watch it you know in the coming weeks in the theater itself if you don't want to just you know wait so long but now you can just wait for one month and you just have it so going to the theater to watch that movie is not as um relevant now yeah and it was well, getting worse unless, during the unless, pandemic because they were shortening well, it to like 15 days unless and, it's directed by james cameron i know what well, you're saying Steven. <laughs> don't steal my thunder so <laughs> but no but, but what and i think i think ray will will love and hate this is that the the stranglehold that the box office windows created on the box office for years because literally it's 
borderline collusion because it's two business entities agreeing to withhold um, material from customers in order to maximize profits, um, where they they agree to to to, ex- to extend these box office windows to maximize how much they make in the box office, but that as a result allowed the Marvel assembly line production style to um, to succeed. And they're making basically TV quality content in theaters, but theaters are the only place you can see it. Now, the problem is once those windows start breaking down, people are like, well, I can enjoy this on my couch just as much as I enjoy it in the theater. Why do these, why, why wait to see it in theaters? And so that's why when you, when you see stuff like, like um, Top Gun or like anything made by James Cameron or, you know, these theatrical experiences, it's different. And it stands out, and the reason Scorsese and these people are drawing the distinction between what is cinema and what is not, is because the the protection allowed by box office windows meant that studios didn't have to make anything that required you to leave your home, because it there they they could prevent you from from pirating it by just extend or, or from watching at home by by the window, but now now you have the choice, and so they have to give you a compelling reason to watch it in a theater instead of watching it at home. And that's why something like Maverick does as well as it does is because it says, look, sure, you could probably pirate this, but like you need to feel, <laughs> you need to feel the speed of the, of the F-16 when it goes so, across the screen. Ray, <laughs> what, what? I know you're, you're going to remind us of the comments that Tom Cruise uh, made during the pandemic. Oh, <laughs> see, okay, wait, wait but before, no, I... before Ray goes, I'm I'm gonna bounce out because I got All right, man. Out, and my throat is you can kind of hear it. It's starting to go on me. So, okay. uh, yeah, because who knows? But thank everyone for uh, having me and whatnot. It was fun. it was this was a fucking wild one. I was not expecting some of the conversations that happened yeah. tonight. <laughs> I enjoyed watching you watch. Yeah, dude, dude, I saw you were just observing. Like, okay, this I is was, where we're going I tonight. I didn't know I didn't have anything to add, but I wasn't like telling him to stop. And I was just like, okay. Right. He's had like your. <laughs> drink and your snack and you're like oh I'm a dog and i was happy to sit back but i was happy That's to awesome. join you guys and hope you guys have a good Relax. weekend find me travis b snail give me talking and all that stuff so all right all thanks right. for having have a good weekend guys have you a good too. Week. cheers no but I, I what i was getting before what you were saying the time before the time cruise thing casey like i was trying to just clarify with steven about okay it isn't that i i don't necessarily like hate the assembly line thing like i like i just identify what it is as yeah. far as like its existence and it like it if that is what they I've, I've i've said this from the beginning for all the people that for years still think i hate marvel and i don't i've literally seen all 30 of those movies in theaters my streak is intact but like which is not the case for the dc you dc eu whatever because I didn't see Wonder Woman 1984 in theaters because our theaters weren't open yet at that at, at that time, and I did. I decided. To, I'm so happy I didn't see that in the theater. I, I, and I decided to watch the Suicide Squad at home because I wasn't that comfortable going to theaters yet. Going to the theater for that, if I I had the option, I'd been like a couple of times, but I'd had the option to see if I like if I had the option to see it at home, I'll watch it at home, which I did. I didn't want to wait. So, but at any rate, like, no, I don't have an issue with like the assembly line process existing. I just have an issue with the people fawning over it. Like, Oh my God, it's the greatest thing ever. 
bits and sliced bread. Oh my goodness, the, the gold standard shit. Exactly. Like that's like that's what it's supposed to be. But no, like and and, and yeah, the, the Tom Cruise thing, like that's you know, that that's the whole that's the adversarial part of this, right? The people that are clutching their pearls and are just so deathly afraid of the theatrical experience dying because of streaming, even though it's never going to fucking This is die. why I like Zack Snyder and how he tackles this thing. Like, he says, like, you, you can watch wherever you want. And even the recent interview, he just said that I know that a lot of people would probably watch it on their phones, but I'd like them to watch it in the theater. You know, it, 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 I, that's I, I, their choice. I, I am going to try my damn because I saw Army of Dead in theaters. And I am going to try my damnedest to see the Rebel Moon films in theaters because I want the visual spectacle. I do. Absolutely, yep. I do. But I will not call somebody that watches it on their cell phone. Uh, I will not tell them that they're driving a speedboat in a bathtub like Villeneuve did for Dune. I won't tell them that because that's shitty to just judge people in that regard. And I get where he was coming from on that, too. But I just I've never liked the adversarial nature that some of these filmmakers and creatives have, even though I, I do get it though. I get where they're coming from because that's what they know that, and that's what they're making it for. And that's the, for it's just that the audience has demanded choice and we're seeing the evolution of that choice. And if we're really being honest, you know, it, it, it's the chicken and the egg thing. What is your film without the audience watching it? Right. So where do you draw the line in terms of telling them how they're going to do it? You know, and, and, and cause their choices being made on either side, right? The studio is making the choice on whether or not they're going to release it theatrically or whether or not they're going to release it on streaming or whether or not they're going to do day and date. And the audience is making a choice on which movies they're going to actually see at the theater and which ones are going to wait for streaming. Top mm -hmm. gun got lucky. Top gun got lucky yeah. that, that a lot of people decided that they were going to spend their money to see that at the theater and not wait for Paramount Plus. And yeah, Tom Cruise did go all in and, and force his hand with Paramount and say, you will not put this, you will not give this a 45 day window like they'd been doing with A Quiet Place yeah. 2 and with some of their other films because he wanted to see, he wanted the box office longevity and it paid off for him. It could have just as easily not, could have just as easily not paid off for him, but it worked out. Nolan could have done the same thing with Tenet. So? Uh, no, Nolan's things with tenants that that drive that drive-in thing still pisses me off, and I never a hundred percent got it corroborated. But if it's true, then that really bothers me. That he was—I told you guys about that, right? About the whole thing about how, at the time when it was released, they said that if your area didn't have indoor theaters open, then your drive-in theaters couldn't show it. Because I was weird. gonna go oh. to the. Because I was gonna go to the drive-in theater. I was gonna go to the drive-in to see Tenet when it opened, but it wasn't available at the drive-in. And I heard that story because our indoor theaters still weren't open. This was like what August of 2020. I have and no idea. I had I a drive be, to San Diego. I wouldn't be shocked if that was a policy because that's not that's very consistent with what um, uh, it started with Lucas, I, as far as I know. Um, for requiring certain standards for theaters to show Star Wars and then but it continued with Disney where they require certain projector brightness and stuff and like drive-ins are not bright projectors 
No, they're um, not. That's and true. So I can, I can. Oh, really, I, dude, I so, saw the grudge drive-in. I was like, "Why did we so come here?" I, yeah, I can. I, I saw Solo at a drive-in, and um, <laughs> oh no, do they have daytime oh, showings? It was like watching. <laughs> it was like watching <laughs> Battle of KC. No, you can't do a daytime okay, drive-in yeah. drive because no. that oh, would be you. No, but even but even at night, it's it's um it, it, yeah. Solo was it was you you couldn't see half of it. I mean, it was like. People Solo complaining about Game of Thrones on their visually. TV, but worse. Like, um, uh, it, yeah. and so you, so it has to be a bright movie and a, yeah, you, and a dark night and a and a and a bright projector. And so you definitely because of the way that. that studios and filmmakers throw their weight around to say you can't show my movie unless you have this quality projector and this quality sound, it, it would not shock me at all if they if that would include and and, and, and another and, way to and, watch a movie too and drive in was when it starts raining that's always fun <laughs> oh yeah and and, and, and steven that's a, that's a valid point as far as like the visual nature of tenant not being conducive to a drive-in but i just remember at the time it really pissed me off because of the nature of the pandemic oh yeah i'm not saying you deserve <laughs> i'm not i'm not even commenting on whether you deserve to be pissed off or not so much as whether or not that is a policy they would have in place Right. Um, because it is a, a they, they throw their weight around in that way often. And I'm of two minds about that because I'm like, I, if, if I had the ability to say you can't see my movie unless you see it with the technology that I want you to see it with, I, I would do that. But as a consumer, that's bit me in the ass before. So, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, right. Yeah. And, and, be, and so because of that, I, I mean, I, I, I kind of snarkily was like, okay, fine, fucker. I'll wait till it's on HBO Max. And I did. I didn't see it until it was on HBO Max. So, like, it, it, it's so I don't know. Because us YouTubers are like, we're the reverse. Like, no, watch it on the smallest screen possible. We're ugly. Yeah, we have right. it now. Don't, don't, don't watch it. When people like, are like, dude, I'm watching you on my big screen 4K. I'm like, why? <laughs> why? Jeez. You, no, saw well, that, you, know, you see that scar on my face where I, I popped the zit and it just never healed right. <laughs> Well, yeah. I, well, I, I guess the funny thing with that is, it, it, it <laughs> tenant would look better on a cell phone than it would look on a drive-in screen. Oh yeah, technically, I I maintain one of the best movie watching experience I've ever had is watching Tree of Life on my what was it? See, Dave, if you remember this, the Nexus. Prime? Tree oh, of yeah. Life? Prime? The, so that was, the was Nexus? That after, that was no, after it was six. the Samsung. It was a Samsung Nexus. Just it that, was the first. It was oh, an AMOLED. Yeah. It was, was an AMOLED. Like, that was like technically the four, I think. It was it was a Sprint exclusive, so it was a variant of yeah. the of the other one, but it had a four inch Tree screen, of life. a four inch yeah. AMOLED screen. But it was AMOLED, yeah. so that's a big deal yeah. at the time. Yeah, the Nexus. A seven twenty p AMOLED screen, four inch Android phone. With but I had Bose headphones plugged into it in a in a pitch black room in front of my face and I'm pretty sure I cried just like <laughs> in the dark room movie. by myself staring at it but I mean in that setting it was it was it was pretty immersive because it was like up in front of my face dark room but it's also sound. because of that movie but yeah I mean that not, movie it doesn't is have so, like huge I was CGI sucked in. I would yeah but there are there are grand. It's, yeah. a, it's a cinematic. Oh yeah, there is. There are There's that whole space and yeah. It, it's, it, I just it was, it, Malik was trying to do his best <laughs> Kubrick. Right. Yeah. Malik was doing. He was doing a Kubrick. He was trying to be a Kubrick. Yeah. With, with, with that, that film, movie's a masterpiece. Yeah, that movie's I, fucking beautiful. But, um, and so yeah, not not many movies could could do that. But I recognize that like.
it is possible to have an emotional experience on a on a small screen under the right settings. I think the sound had a lot. If I wasn't, if I was listening to that like on the that's phone, that's why Nolan didn't want you to watch it on the phone because there were no emotions in Tenet. Yeah, yeah, I think some of these filmmakers need to just be like, no, don't, it, don't, don't, don't start criticizing that, and just, 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 you know, just be like, hey, you know what? I would love look, it if people saw it on I, that, but whatever. If they I, see, it, you know, this, it's fine. I do think it's ironic though that I feel like there's the streaming and theaters now kind of both have the same problem, and and it's an audience problem, and it's not actually a problem. It's just they're they're it's a problem they created, but theaters had a captive audience and as a result were not required to provide a theatrical experience in order to force people to come to the theater to see it they just needed to have content on the screen period and people would mm -hmm. come see it um when streaming started the novelty of the available content at home meant that the content didn't have to be as good because you had a captive audience, especially in the pandemic, almost literally captive. And so it just had to exist, right? But now you could watch it, you could do streaming, you could VOD, you could, um, you could, you, you can go to the theaters. You like, there's so many, there's so, like, there's so many more. The windows are shortened. So, like, audiences are now free to kind of see stuff wherever they want, whenever they want. Um, and, and so as a result, that's why you see both streaming and theatrical are like, whoa, 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 wait, we can't just make a ton of shit now. We have to make like all of it really good because people aren't watching stuff just because it exists. We need to give them a compelling reason to watch it. And part of that means making something that's designed for that format, making something that says you must see this in a theater, making something that says this is a good experience on your couch. Um, and that's that used to be the way this stuff was made was it, the the experience was 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 a consideration as a part of i love um bo burnham talking about making um what is it seventh grade is that what it was called seventh grade the movie he made yeah where he shot that on film and framed it theatrically he talks about the way shooting something theatrically is different because you know he got to start on youtube he talks about the nature of sitting in the audience and seeing something up on the screen you have a different relationship to it. You're almost looking up to it as a, as a, um, as a, as an experience, as opposed to, to just watching it. And that changed the way he went about, about producing it. And I think that that is m more necessary for filmmakers to consider now about where are people sitting when they're watching this? How are they experiencing it? What does it sound like? How do I want them to feel? If I want them to feel that way, on the couch, how do I make this versus if I want them to feel that way sitting in a theater, how do I do it? And, um, and unfortunately there it's resulted in a kind of big crash for streaming and for theaters because a lot of the stuff wasn't doing that. But I'm, my, my hope and why I'm excited for something like avatar is because <laughs> it's arriving at a time when, um, that's an important statement to make top gun and avatar. It's an important statement to make to say, people will if you build it they will come <laughs> right like well, it, well but, but I, and, and same, thing, same thing on streaming zach on streaming is great too if you it, build an experience they will come and see well, it right and the format is relevant but like the, the point is make something people want to inconvenience themselves to when, see when, when when we were being i was gonna say this when we were when we were literally being held hostage in our homes in 2020 there were four brand new i, I watched three, there was one there was one weekend i watched like three i'm like how am i going to watch new movies this year 
and there were three streaming movies that came out. There was, it was Palm Springs on Hulu. There was the old guard on Netflix and there was Greyhound on Apple TV plus. Palm Springs was so good. I, Palm Springs was really good, but I, I think out of all three of those Greyhound was probably my favorite. That was like Tom Hanks in a world war two, like Naval movie. It was fucking, uh, and it wasn't even that long. It was like an hour and a half, but it was an amazing fucking movie. But then also on top of that, uh, there was extraction. The the with the uh, yeah, Hemsworth that good too. That, that was really good. That and that's another stuntman turned director, Sam Hargraves, mm-hmm. and it was very much in that you know Chad Stahelski, David Leitch, Atomic Blonde, you know John Wick style, in terms of how that went. So I think that when it comes to what you're saying with like the the subjective quality of these films, you most certainly can achieve it with either medium. So I almost feel like you know I I agree with you that like they can't just throw anything out there, you know, and just, you know, content, content, content. They do have to take into account the subjective quality of what it is they're making, but I know it's possible. I know they can do it. I know because it's been done already. Like in the last, they're also, they're also coming from a perspective of a professional filmmaker, right? So when they're making the film, they are taking into consideration all the color grading, how it looks on certain screens what the audio sounds like mastered versus unmastered and you know all of that stuff but someone who's sitting at home and watching a movie might not care about that right so it it really is about like even with music right when when i make a when i make some track and i want someone to listen to it i make sure that they you know use the headphones or something like that or yeah, they can just you know play it on the phone and it will sound shitty you as a creator will feel bad about it but to the person listening, it doesn't matter. Well, what's funny is like uh, you, you brought up a good point there, Casey, because I remember um, if you watch the Foo Fighters doc when they're making that album, this was like a decade ago. But one of the things that Dave Grohl would always do is like they would always when they were done with the album, they would go into a car and listen to it just to yes. be like, you know what? Let's see what this sounds the like. Car the car test is the one you have to do always. Yeah. So it's like, so it's just, 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 you, you almost got to be, uh, and that must be like, you know, interesting when it comes to making a movie or making something. It's like, yeah, you see it on the big screen. All right. Now let's watch it on a phone or a tablet and see what that looks like. You know, you always have to watch it with the, the bare minimum of like quality yeah. kind of thing just to see, to make sure that it still works there too. So, yeah. yeah. No, why? Well, I, I mean, th- that will definitely work, but it's just not the same experience. Like with the audio, someone might have worked for like two or three hours just to create a certain effect for, you know, um, a right channel of some audio effect. And that just will disappear when you're just listening to it, you know, on a phone or a TV. It, yeah. it, it, it depends too, because like, you know, it, music is a massive part of like my experience when watching. Any of these I movies. completely agree. I and, I think the theatrical experience should have better audio than visual. Well, well the the and the you know like Jacino's score for the Batman, fucking immaculate, like from start to finish. But the, but also sound. Oh right, right, the bottle rocket. That's what it is. It's a souped up bottle rocket sound effect. It's amazing. But like the, but but even like we you know seeing Wakanda Forever in theaters, there's a strategically. Like, I really like, you know, for all the shit that Marvel Studios has gotten for not making definitive themes for his characters, rightfully understandable. I get that criticism. 
a couple of times when they've made a theme for a character that's really hit, they really hit. I yes. like the Black Panther theme. Yes. And I also you know, be, 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 because of the structure of the film, you don't hear it until towards the end. Yes. But when you hear it, it hits. And yeah. it's just like, oh, here it is. Right. And like, but that's one of those moments where like after I left the theater, like I put the I, I Apple Music, whereas whenever <laughs> I search for Black Panther, I have to look for score instead of soundtrack because I'm not interested in the soundtrack. I'm interested. Yeah. I, I want the Ludwig. So I have to look up Ludwig's name, Ludwig Gorenson. All right, here we go. And I put that on in the car and I'm like, yep, yep, that's it. There's that's also it. this one uh, you know, score that comes up where every time you see the Talokans, uh, it's this yes. high-pitched, low whistle sound that you probably wouldn't hear if you're watching on a TV or a phone. Huh. Well, because well, he, he made a theme for yeah. the, for, for Namor and, and the Talokans, which that, that was an interesting choice from the MCU. I wonder if any of the of the Marvel comic diehards... I feel are, they are got better or, with the yeah. score, though, because people like uh, Giacchino and Ludwig came in and Giacchino has like the definitive Spider-Man theme ongoing for like multiple movies. And he also created the Doctor Strange theme, which, which keeps coming back every time, you know, mm-hmm. he appears. So I think they got better now, uh, but they really, really, really struggled back when, you they know, the did. phase the, one, the, phase the, two. The, were the first two phases, for, well, they, they were switching composers in between movies. Yeah. Like it, like for like Cap, like Iron Man and Cap had like three or four different composers yeah. through like their, their movies. So. Crazy. Yeah. All right. I think this is a good way to uh, end this. We're uh, four and a half uh, in, and uh, you know we had a good time. Man, this was a uh, vodka stream that was all over the place, which is what I was hoping for. Because when I when I was like, you know what, Ty, I want you to come on. Let's talk about this UFO stuff. It's fascinating, you know. So if you see something in the sky, you don't know what it is. You never know, you know. It was just fun. That's the thing, and I appreciate him coming on. And uh, you know, uh, he'll probably he'll be on again, and we'll, he'll talk about his new venture because apparently something's going to be happening with TV that he's going to be doing with this stuff. I'm kind of curious about that too. But yeah, thank you to Ty. Uh, thank you to Travis, who was. I, I'm glad he was comfy because he was just like. I mean, <laughs> it was funny because. You know, there was like a whole time thing that happened with Ty that he thought it was, you know, midnight for him. So then I was like, God, it was like getting to like past 25 minutes. And I was going, um, I don't know if he's showing up. And then I realized. And then so then I started inviting everybody and Travis uh, came in in the clutch to, uh, you know, aid that whole thing. And then, of course, thank you guys for joining in. We'll go around the horn and uh, let's go ahead and promote ourselves. Casey, go ahead. Yeah, you can find me at Krypton Caged on all social media. I'm still on Twitter. Nothing happened, and <laughs> it's been great. <laughs> nice. Steven. Yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter at SM Colbert. Um, as I post on Twitter, if you want to find me anywhere else, you got to do the work yourself. Um, <laughs> not making that easier for you. Um, and uh, you can listen to my podcast, Ugh. Andrew Dice, at BVS by the Minute, and you can read my writing at ScreenRant.com. All right, Mr. Ray. When I read that tweet that you, you wrote about earlier, <laughs> I, I read it in such a snarky voice. I'm like, wow, he is being <laughs> such a dick. <laughs> On the day when it's it was a, happening, Steven a- just came in. <laughs> 
at the yeah. beginning one tweet and then the end one tweet and that's it <laughs> that yeah i mean yeah. it's a it's it's part, part partially a joke but also like you know what if 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 you're only following me because i made it easy for you then probably like i you maintain a high quality following if you make sure you make the threshold for it's just like getting people into a theater you see <laughs> You got to make it worth their while to take action. If you're not hunting me down using Google or whatever to find my other 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 social presences, then uh, I don't fucking want you following them. Exactly. So. That's why that's why I posted all like, "Hey guys, just in case, follow me on Twitter," you know, and then I said, "RIP right. Twitter." I'm like, no, no, this ain't going away. I know we were no, being snarky assholes. Yeah, it's no, it, it's 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 a valid point, but no, I, I'm also still on Twitter uh, at the Flightcast. Yeah, uh, my blog and my podcast can be found at theflightcast.com. Uh, I won't be talking UFOs on the show, but I'm definitely going to be talking about James Gunn's continuously active like Twitter presence, which I fucking love and. I'm enjoying the hell out of that. I may throw in a rant about Scooper Madness and their bullshit and why they're peddling opinions as fact and why you should really not listen to them any fucking more, please, for the, for the sake of all of our sanities. Uh, and then, of course, so that's on the main show on Sundays. And then, of course, the feedback show, the Hexagon, where we talk about all the other fandom stuff, the, the drama and the fun stuff as well uh, as on Wednesdays uh, at theflightcast.com. There oh, and also, Ooh. Uh, Scott and I did record a new episode of DC TV Squadcast. We did it. We talked about our, we gave our top five Kevin Conroy as Batman performances. We had a really good discussion, actually, with respect to that. It was our tribute to Kevin Conroy. So nice. That is that is the most recent episode of DC TV Squadcast as well over yeah, at Squadcast Media. And he was so yeah. So that's good. Check that out, and uh, yes, guys, um, that's it. Um, smash that like, thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell. Do all that. Follow me on all the sock meds that are provided down below and all that stuff, and you know what? I want to believe. There you go. That's it. Talk to you later.